0: So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night whenever you're listening to this this is Match Bailey alongside my critique of crime, Ricardo Medina. Yeah, hello, hello, hello. And this is another episode of BBB Radio. Anytime of us recording this, yeah, Carnival is done and Valentine's Day is right. done. And as far as the former goes, it's so funny when you're in a taxi or in a maxi and you're just hearing nothing but hip hop. And you're just there like, but wait, <laughs> like two, three days ago, I was
1: hearing, nah. you know, um, once, B&E and I was hearing once, <laughs> this Was that Tuesday like, Midnight like, oh. Hit? No. <laughs> was that using is it done? I know, I know, but we'll, it is, no, it's we'll pull up log
0: one time. But it, it real, it's feel weird. But like every year, hate, it's here. Really it's yeah. weird. But it's it's like day and It's like, but wait, yeah. no, I was I was hearing um, I was Michael, nah. um, uh, Michael, Tisha, yeah. You know, like all week, all of a sudden, yeah. you know, I I I I, I, I here in Esap <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah one know, time Yeah, problems, don't pull that like plug like one time, dog back,
0: Like they're playing uh-huh. songs in the 2010s yeah? That's how desperate people is Like, oh yes, you can play rap again Yes, you know what I mean So they go in deep, right. deep in the bag And pulling out stuff, right, but whatever But yeah, boy, it's 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 like day and night, right But you, but yeah, whatever Um And yeah, also, you know, Valentine's Day came and went as well, too You know, uh, right. whatever uh, <laughs> But yeah, um so, we have quite uh, a lot of films to talk about. Actually, it's just films we're going to talk about, right? Uh, for one thing, we're going to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Office
1: Space. So, we, that will actually yeah, be sure. Our first. Uh, um, it, I, actually quite surprised I wanted to do this. Uh, but, yeah, this I, I, I actually sat down to re-watch it a long time. I like, oh, yeah, right. This was much funnier than I thought it was exactly uh, when I when that,
0: that's decided it, to do it. Yeah. It's, it's how timely... Well.
1: I don't want to say timeless, but how timely what it, it is too. You know, it's a really yeah. When, when we get to it, yeah, but what, what something I was surprising about it is it both it's both a great time capsule, but also still quite relevant. Like okay. in terms of what it's talking about and saying, and, and Mike Judge, you know, attitude towards the will and what he nails and whatnot. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. yes. yes.
0: Uh, we'll also talk about, I should say, finally talk about the book, the book of Clarence, because yeah, right. um, folks in in trade, I was like, now we're gonna show that in cinema. Yeah, we we put it up online and say coming out, and then on the day of, we just pull it away. So we are shooting that game, but all year. So yeah, we you know we had to wait till it come out digitally, you know, um, about a month or so before. Uh, well, should should say around actually before Lent it came out actually, which is which is right. kind of funny to me, right? But yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about the Oscar nominee. American Fiction, which came out sure. last week. You know, I was really excited for that. And last but not least, I will talk about um, one of the year's most highly anticipated films, especially in the Caribbean. Even if people not talking about it, they know it's out there. They know it, they know it exists. I know it has some people who like, well, I don't want to go to cinema and see that. But you know it's in their minds. Bom Ali, One Love. Yeah. i the close off with that. So, uh, what a week, boy, we had, you know, between that Super Bowl Sunday special to now, boy, what a week, right? So, speaking right. of the Super Bowl Sunday, um, I didn't watch it. I know that there's a lot of buzz because, oh, you know, Taylor Swift, man, is, is one of the members right. of right. team. And, well, the team won, I mean, no surprise, right? Oh, my God, Taylor Swift coming from this you know, show in Japan, and oh my God, and people's like losing their shit. They're like, who cares? You know what I mean? But right, <laughs> you know, but it, it was about the game for for most people. But you know, for folks like me, it was about the trailers. That well, the trailers and the the halftime show. That that's what I was here for, right? Um, but I'll get. Well, actually, we'll start with the halftime show, right? It's so funny that you know this was around the same time, uh, around the same. Um, well, when it happened, that was nine p.m. our time, right? Uh, was when um, you know, the Marsh crowd was was in full swing, right? So about right. a half hour before Marshall do his performance, right? Solar clips. So the and I will like, yeah, the performance was hard. Like it was it was educating. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. great. what he did. So He's yeah, like I thought I love he didn't win this before. No, no, no. He 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 never won he never won clips right. before in his life. Okay. Last time wow. he was there was when he was a kid, when he do the Too Young to Soka and you know the whole famous or infamous thing with him wearing the diapers. That was the last time he ever he ever went. Right. Yeah. Um, so i like how things come full circle where he he finds right went, right right I just find it so funny because it's a it's a project you know it's a it's a sc- it's a class project basically you know like I just, right. kinda he what he do right but performance wise it was great and you can really you can really see how much of a seasoned veteran he is as a performer and as a singer right and I don't know if you heard the song before but i think like Lyrically it makes sense, right? Like where he is in his right. life and what he's talking about with the evolution of Soka and into you know and how it was born from Calypso and where he's at, right, in his life. So I, I really dig the song, right? And the perform- performance was great, right? Um I just find it so funny that and this was right after the the halftime show, but I'll get to that in a bit, right? I just find it so funny that um uh my uh, Mikhail, um teacher, right? If, uh, if, if i got the f- first name wrong, forgive me. I know it's not Michael, but it's Mikala, I think it is, right?
1: Yeah. I think it's Michael Tedger I think so. I mean, I, 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 as somebody will see, you know, people, most people pronounce it incorrectly. I can't remember. Well, okay, okay, yeah. yeah um,
0: yeah. perform DNA, and I was watching it, eh, and as much I, I, I thought the performance was solid, right? It wasn't. It didn't blow my mind. It wasn't as great as as I as I it to, right? But for what it is, I think it works, right? But the sad thing about it for me, though, is that that is like the only glimpse of a Soka Morak performance that we we will ever see, you know. Because, yeah, yeah, and I had, I, it's so funny because right after that, I I literally went back, uh, although I don't like to recap old episodes unless I really have to, yeah, I went back to that one episode we did we uh, back in February uh, last year, where we were talking about how Sokka got cancelled now. I tell us, right. well, you know, next year, we'll have it, and like, no, this year, we, yeah, shit, so, it's interesting yeah, wow. that with that DNA performance, that is the closest thing that we, we got to soka Monarch performance, you know, like, just everything about it, by just watching like, Wow, well, but if, if only he was able to perform that on a soca monarch stage, right? like it was meant for that. Like not saying that it didn't yeah. have to be in a Clipso Monarch stage, because it it it's not as fast as your you know, your your, your contemporary soka song. It has a it has a sort of a chip it, right? So I guess that's why I was able to you could put it into Calypso, right? But it's a, right. it's a song, goddammit. That's what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. But performance wise, it was good. I mean, yeah, you come forth, but at least he had a chance to perform this on stage, right? But again, ah, this need to be in a soccer stage, man. That's all, right? But yeah, as far as the as far as the the, the halftime show, because sorry to say, folks, I was I I only tuned I only tuned on the TV for three performances. That was Michael, that was Mick, Michael Marshall and Usher, right? Yeah, okay. uh, the Usher performance was was hard. Pretty it, it good. not yeah. as hard as it could have been.
1: Um, just, uh, it, you make... could tell, you could tell it wasn't anywhere near as accessible as last year's. Um, with Doctor uh, Dre them. No, no, no. Well, that
0: was the year before. Last year's what? Uh, was Rihanna. All
1: right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. It, it, no, yeah it, right. It was. It's easy to forget, but yeah, last year was Rihanna, right? Um. But I, but. I... Wait, 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 wait. Quick question, just so. When when was he, the, the 50th anniversary of hip hop? Not last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for some reason, I keep thinking Doctor Dre was last year. Oh,
0: no, no, no. Because it, of that. No, no, it, it, it was. Uh, it, it could have been, but no, it, it wasn't. I think it's because of where the, the the Super Bowl was set, right? I think that's... What okay. And I remember, year before was the weekend. That, that performance is good, right? But I think yeah. the problem that, you know, these performances have is the runtime of these songs, right? Because, yes, um, it's the, it's the greatest hits, right? But it's all so compact, you know? So you might just hear a line of a song that you love. Or you might hear uh, 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 um, the lead or the opening lead of a song, right? And you might just hear two lines and that's it. And then they move on to something else, right? So everything is just always so timed so quickly So you don't get moments for songs to breed, right? Um, case in point, look at with, you know, um, oh gosh, with Alicia Keys, right? Yes, right. she did sing off-key with that first line, right? She did. she did. I heard it. Right. I heard it. But I was like, all right, this Alicia Keys in the dress look real. The, the, the dress look real dope. Right? I hang up front. It looks right. right. But yeah, um, but yeah, you know, she didn't even get a chance to sing like the entirety of that song, the duet that they have, my boo. Well, I mean, it's not that
1: song is not an usher song, so it's like whatever.
0: You know, I, I really should look it up though, because I always used to think of it as usher featuring Alicia Keys, but I think it's actually no. The, the, other, and the first song she was singing was her song. Yeah, yeah. If if I ain't got you, that that's her song. But my boo, right. I think
1: That is right. My boo is the usher song, right? right. But yeah. I think they sing pretty much you hold that, right? However.
0: Uh, no, no, The only song, the hook. The only song, the hook. Right? Okay, okay, no yeah, problem. But again, just everything is so pressed for time, dread. So yeah, even when they when they try to segue into a song, you would just hear like a piece of a song, and it would like last like five seconds. Like, wait, what the hell, okay. right? But I won't lie though, the build up to the song that everybody was waiting for was worth it, cause um, I love how this they they actually um lead into year, dread, with Lil Jon, who we're gonna get into it in a little bit, um, okay. to North for dread and. Points for that right. camera. Yeah, band, he did a song, I mean, right? In the middle of this like mosh crowd so it's all like turn that for what? You just seen hands and this people just moving up though. It was a vibe. I fucked with that moment so hard. Eh? And then it went into yeah and it was great. Um uh, yeah. also I should mention um uh Jimmy Dupree was there, I was like, What? Like, You're right, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, alright. I didn't expect you to be there, but alright, right. right um, right but Lil John was there, you know, he was, you know, because he produced his song, right? You know, yeah. Yeah. Still one of the hardest Usher songs ever made in my opinion. Um yeah, also it's... I love that they had You Ain't Got to Call, which is one of my favorite songs from Usher, one of my favorite um Neptune's beats. I love that right. I love that song so much, right? All the because I got more out of it, but still, you know what I mean? Whatever, right? Um, but most surprise but the main surprise for me, boy, was seeing Ludacris boy. Cause yeah, his...
1: No, that was not a surprise. Yeah, like, he was blues, he was part of yeah.
0: It's fire, right? Um even though Yeah. He had to shorten. He had to shorten. He had to shorten his verse. He had to shorten You're his here. verse, right? But whatever, it was. It was. It was Ludacris. It was the band together, and yeah, how they ended it off was great. I love it, right? So the the long story short, the build up was kind of rocky, but the payoff was totally worth it. Though, just hearing yeah, seeing the crowd going nuts, seeing Usher and his dancers, this whole crowd going nuts, hearing Lil Jon, seeing Ludacris do his verse, though, it was great. It was great. So it was a nice like. You know, um, yeah, just that's like a greatest hits compilation, um, albeit in like a ten minute chunk of time, you know, it's like that, right? But I'll close this though. I don't know if, if anybody gonna go and like listen to his new album coming home. Um I haven't listened to hey. it as yet, right? But I know he dropped it. Um not last, I think it's like Carnival Friday, I think he dropped it, and I could be mistaken. Like I know he dropped it on a Friday, so the week before or on Carnival Friday. I could be wrong, but that's on my to listen list, right? Um, But, yeah, you know, I thought that performance-wise it was great, right? I I can't say that this is the best, you know, um, half-time show I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? Because, like, for me, I had to compare that to the one with Dre, and I have to compare that to the one with Rihanna and the weekend, right? right? But as far as, you know, overall, the, the whole point is Usher has not lost a step. He may be yep. older now, but the man has not lost a step. His his catalogue is still holds up, right? And uh, this just one last point, right? Um I wish we got a little bit more 90s songs. Like we heard, like in the beginning, you heard my way. It was like I could I hear more of my way, Jared, You know? Um, but he did he did sing nice and slow. He he sung a piece of that, you know, that is like one of like I will be one of his best songs, right? So, but um I wish we got more nineties stuff like you make me wanna and you know stuff like that, right? But you know we got more of the two thousands and early twenty ten stuff, which is fine. But early night you know, mid to late nineties Usher we could have gotten a little bit more of, right? But that's it. But yeah, um any, any thoughts on the Well did you well I assume you're watching halftime sure. show after the fact because i watch it live right but yeah any any thoughts on the halftime show yeah and
1: i, I saw it after the fact and i just i asked him through the or i we just waiting for like does he hit the big thing but yeah it was good that's solid solid outright performance. performance they like it as much as I, I, I wish but you know it's still good
0: all right all right no problem um so yeah when it comes to super bowl you know why we here, you know why we're the student for them trailers, right? I know I did not see them during the, you know, the commercial breaks and whatnot. Um, but I saw them pop up on, on YouTube, right? So the first one I saw was Deadpool and Wolverine. I was excited as all hell. Right. Um, pretty good, yeah. I'll talk quick about it, right? Um, absolutely love this. Um, I Because I just went I sort of blind there, you know? I didn't really, yep. I wasn't really listening to any scutterbots. Like, oh, you know, this could happen and that could happen, right? So the moment they dropped, um, you know, the TVA into the mixed thread, I was, like, what? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like I was like that real hard. I love that. That that is very, very, very clever because to me just, just having that alone justifies how you know um how Wolverine could could could, could meet with, with Deadpool in the first place, right? Right. Yeah. Because I, I know this show will, will have to address, well, yeah, you know, um, you, oh, well, Logan happened, you know, but, you know, well, because of the TV, you know, you could say, well, no, in a, in a different timeline, yes, Logan did die, right? And yes, that film was on a, in a different timeline, right? But, yeah, you know, but the point is, there's there's so much you could play with in terms of, you know, Wolverine's trajectory, you know, like in film, right? But then also, I just love the fact that, you know, we could all, um, well, at least for the hint that, yeah, we could also touch, they, they also got to touch on other, you know, um, MCU films films right um, and it's just a matter of just seeing how Deadpool fits in all of this but just the whole TV stuff in it I think is perfect it's brilliant I think that it makes a lot of sense right um, and yeah I was just digging the jokes and whatnot um, it, it's racy but it's not like R rated so um, I, I will lose my shit where if we get like a, a Red Band trailer you know coming up next from Marvel Entertainment I think that will be like really mean well you know from right. Marvel Studios right I think that will be like the first ever um, Red Band trailer that they ever give us right um but yeah as far as this one i like that it's bordering on edgy like it's edgy right but it's bordering on like real naughty jokes and whatnot you know uh but it works right you know it's just that same irreverent humor that we know and love from um not just from the character deadpool but ryan reynolds as well right um and i even love how they show um will really very end with that with that silhouette i love that just that Cut the black, like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, whatever it is. Like, oh, no. And it just cuts to the the logo. I love that. I love that. It, it's a nice, you know, teaser, right? But, yeah, you know, as far as this trailer goes, I, I think that it delivers. Um, I, I do hope to enjoy it way more than Deadpool 2, but I have a feeling it's going to have that same style of humor, especially that, old, remember, the outro from Deadpool 2? I have a feeling it's going to yeah. play on that a lot more, right? But um, apart from, you know, the fact that, yes, it's Deadpool and Wolverine, um, it's you know the, it's gonna be the first r rated Marvel Studios film man that's what I'm really excited for right but I just do hope though that's just talking outside the trailer um, that they don't dumb this down they don't try to water it down and you know like oh well you know we, we, we don't want to do this because you know the ta- you know the, the the hardcore fans and you know the families and they could think that we you know like no it's it's the humor that we we, we know and love from the first two movies keep that so trust the directors trust the filmmakers with the story right don't don't water it down for disney's sake right please don't do that give us the deadpool that we know and love give us the wolverine that that we waited for and then we got with logan give us that right but don't water it down because you have to maintain a certain standard with your brand right that's 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 all i have to say about that but yeah yeah. quick thoughts on this this first trailer here
1: yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty excited as it is. I mean, I'm not super hyped um, because it's like, well, they're still doing this multiverse thing. Where they're going with this? Is this part of the extra stuff? But they, it has so much potential. Like, you know, because they could go anywhere with it. You know, they, they, I know they're doing the Wolverine thing. It's possible that Deadpool could be like akin to Loki's in terms of, well, Deadpools are also problems. So you have to deal with a bunch of other Deadpools. So I ain't sure where they're going with it. And yeah, I'm sure Tom Hiddleston might make a cameo too, maybe. We don't, yeah. Stuff like that. I, I Again... I want to see what it is. Once it's funny, it's funny. You know, I was underwhelmed with Deadpool too, and they, they seem to be going back to do well in terms of just not trying to pander to kids or really trying to go skew young now with the material. So like, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah.
0: Um. On a on a side note, you know, we got the first first look basically for Wicked. Um. You know, all right. are That's excited for. Uh, I mean, I know how big of a deal the 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 Broadway musical is, right? And, uh, right. Uh, it was it was interesting seeing um you know uh, Ariana Grande you know be in the film. I was like, hey, I you. like how she feels. Okay, hey, that's you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, but you know, uh, I guess I'll wait and see if it's good, and then I'll probably check it out. But I know little to nothing about this um story at all, right? I know it's it's based off of uh, Wizard of Oz, but that's all I know, right? Whatever. Um, Twisters trailer look look cool, you know what I mean? Uh, right because i was I, See, it's it, 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 one of these movies that just seem wholly pointless yeah um yeah, yeah, exactly i don't know like yes in the 90s in the mid 90s what mid to late 90s when you you know with the summer blockbuster right you know everything was so big you had to see the cinema um i i never went to to so watch twister you know even at a young age i just saw it i was like i don't know right. I, I guess for me i just wasn't big into um disaster movies right ironically that changed when i saw um shit, like when uh when, when when shit like the day after tomorrow and 2012 came out That one, i was like all right i need to see that shit, right right but yeah, yeah. Stuff I, I, was still, I was like i was never into that so i had to wait till it come out on tv like oh okay that's it but i was like years ago and i i forget nearly everything about that show but i know it was a right. big deal back in 96 so when i saw this like yeah look cool Look cool but like for me I, I i honestly have to watch the first film and remind myself oh okay 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 I, like i always remember the you know the, the big hype um the big goofy moment of course was with bill Paxson and the and the and the belt you know that, that that's the moment that people's laugh at now but whatever right. I, I was never big into twister at all so you see twisters and like all right okay
1: yeah, yeah I, 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 right. I, I, well, okay, so yeah, I, I was, back in the 90s, I was, I was a kid who was either into, you know, the early 90s, I was into dinosaurs, and well, the dinosaur movie came out, and then, you know, the mid-90s, I was into tornadoes, because tornadoes are cool, and yeah, that's it, I mean, that's it, that's it, but yeah, was pretty, I enjoyed it for what it was, I remember seeing it in theaters, that was pretty cool, the opening sequence is pretty harrowing, like, that. just seeing the dad just get pulled up. Like, uh, it's a solid story on its own right. Uh, but, yeah, this seems... I don't know what, it, what, it, what they're going for. Why are they making this? Like, all right, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's but, yeah, Star it does seem Games. like one of them completely pointless things, to be honest. Yeah. And it's so funny. They could have waited
0: two extra years, and then they would have celebrated, like, what, 30 years? Or, uh, yeah, 30 years since the first film came out. I don't know. Right. Um. Another trailer that blew me away though was the official trailer for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Right, so yeah. this movie looks great though. Um I just love the fact that it is like all the voices you hear throughout this whole thing are from the Apes. I love that. Um, right. just the whole conflict with the with this one ape. I, I don't even know the names or whatnot, and I don't think that it's entirely gonna be based off of the nine sixty eight film, right? Although I know there'll be tons of references to it, right? Yeah, um that, that conflict he's going through with the leader and how he hates humans and all that kind of stuff. I love that. Um that one shot where um the, the hero about to save the girl from being attacked from the from the leader on horseback though, um legit you know, g- gave me goosebumps though. Like that movie right. so incredibly tense though. And it's a trailer, but this how they how they cut it, how they put it together though, just blew me away, right? But um yeah, yeah they're doing... I, I, I love this. I, I can't wait to see yeah. this.
1: Yeah, it's pretty interesting where they're going with this because, like, they are a reference in the... You got a reference in the old movie because, like, well, in the third film, it's, it's presumably the same continuity as the, the Caesar trilogy that we just ended the other day, right? Um, but that in that, the humans were already infected, mostly. They started to become infected. They, they you know, we with cognitive science to break So that'll explain why the humans are so dumb in, in the original trilogy, in the original franchise. But in this now, it have this one smart girl who seemed, what, immune to what's going on. I ain't really sure what's going on here. And it's, it's hundreds of years after or decades after. I ain't really sure. But looking interesting, they've always framed the gorillas as bad guys. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um I wanna see what they're gonna go for. Um the the tend to be intellectuals. You guys how the ruler term um, tend to be for the, the franchise as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah okay. I mean it looking interesting. it looking cool enough. As I say I make the joke, I think it was um uh Ugwe Monkey. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Monkey. Yeah Your monkey right
0: and speaking of monkeys, yeah. um, it's so funny Kong. because because yeah, uh, on on Valentine's Day when we were expecting a teaser at least for for Joker two, no, we just get some stills. I was like, all right, still stills are cool, but a a a, a fucking thrill.
1: yeah, because I think they a fake trailer, so already put up, which I thought was real, but I was watching it on my phone. Um... But then somebody said it was fake. Like, ah, okay. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I, no I, problem. I hate... I hate... Why, I don't white people just make that in. White, white people... Because they just do it for the share just so the clicks then. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Like,
0: like, like doing posters is is, is bad enough. Like, oh, oh gosh. Like, well, they really have nothing to do. But a fake trailer, yeah. man. Come on, man. Right? But yeah. yeah. Um, Warner Brothers decided to drop Godzilla vs. X-Kong, sorry. The new Empire. Yeah. The second trailer. I didn't want to watch it because I fear it would have given away too much. And it kind of does. But... He yeah looked, right it's just so incredibly goofy and silly like uh you know right down to even though it was in the previous trailer seeing kong and godzilla run together he looks so dumb but it's
1: just it's just so yeah. really top and goofy i like all right let's no, say godzilla I, godzilla's yeah. one of those franchises again you, you could you could make a serious movie or make something hella goofy if you want to The franchises work one way or the other if you, if you do it and yeah, it it kind of it kind of take any place of the Transformers material. Because could really feel like watching a Transformers movie. Like this feel like straight up a Transformers movie.
0: Dude, dude, right down to the to the mechanical um hand that 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 Kong has, and I, I just yeah. watching it. this like that's 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 all for Transformers, bro. Like the way how it's you know it 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 activates, so to speak. That that's transformer shit, bro. Like that, like, come on, right? You're not fooling anybody, right? But I like that, it follows because yeah. If you remember from the the previous film, yeah, he, he got his he got his arm broken. Actually, I was like shit. Right. Um, I think it's from Mechagodzilla. He got his either I don't I don't think it was during the, the fight with Godzilla. I think it was from Mechagodzilla. The magi arm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, I I really could care less about continuity and whatnot. But it just looks so goofy and over the top, and you know, it's the Warner Brothers shit that we love, right? You know, yeah. big, right? So I I will check that out. Nothing IMAX. I, I'll probably go criminal cinemas like I did with the all with all the other films, except for Godzilla vs. Kong, which I had to watch in my house, you know, because of COVID. But hey, yeah. hopefully I'll see this in theaters. Um at the end of March actually. So I can't wait to see that, right? And uh, last trailer I wanna talk about by one that caught me completely by surprise, X-Men ninety seven. Right, so yeah. It, it came out to the blue, boy. I was like, "Wait, are we doing this? Okay." But
1: well, yeah, it, did, it didn't come out to the blue. card No, there's there's an announcement. It's a hot minutes, Um, okay. well, but I don't cool. know
0: why. We knew it was coming out. We, I just didn't know that it was going to just gonna drop this trailer. Okay,
1: right, so same okay. thing.
0: I didn't know it was gonna come out after Super Bowl. Like you would think, okay, Super okay, it will be the day, the night. Sorry, where they will drop everything, right? But it's like no. Uh, we, we did Deadpool and people lost his shit. All right, no problem. And then like they just snuck x-men 97 from like from from behind they're like whoa 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 you know what i mean so it, it felt like that to me like like i don't i i don't be on twitter right or x whatever it is so i didn't hear the rumblings of oh it's gonna drop today it just sort of show up i saw it on my feed i, I click on it um and I'll, I'll give credit to this right i love how the show how this trailer or at least the show going forward is emulating the original art style i like that um, I like the the modern tweak on the on the classic theme song. I like that. Um, yeah, I you know I, I like that it is continuing from the series finale, which I always remember. Right, you know it was it was just one of those. All right, we 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 it like this. All right, okay, you know it was it was one like that. Like we could have seen more, but this he said, it ended like that. You know what I mean? So it was like that. But I am curious to see where they continue the story with you know Professor X. Um, uh, I can't remember. I haven't seen this in years. I know that. Oh gosh, the girl that he was in love with, she was a scroll, I think it was. I, well, Lalandra. I, I, I can't. Rem- I know she was an alien. I can't
1: remember. If she was a scroll. No, yeah, but it's not it Lalandra. Yeah, right. I don't think she's a scroll. She's just okay. um she Iron
0: Right, 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 and, and they carried mm-hmm. him to their planet for to treat him. I remember that. Right. And I think mm-hmm. he he had he had left Magneto because yeah, you know, leading up to his his. Departure, yeah, he and uh, Magneto pretty much buried the hatch, right? So right. Uh, Magneto now will... I don't want to say run the X-Men, but I think he will just kind of... Well, that, that was, s- like that was like a thing
1: in the comic. Them, that that was a comic run, if I remember correctly. Um, right. When Magneto was in charge of the X-Men for a little while. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they gave, her, they gave a plot reason. They're doing some stuff that's kind of interesting. And I already want to see where they're going with it. it um, but at the ending of the scene There's an insane kind of moment where... Um, he light up all uh, gambit, light up Will ring claws or yeah, body. Like when I see that, I was like, "Is that shit possible?" Yeah, I'm wondering if it gonna just blow up his body and his skeleton discolored. will stay, but then he will just heal around that, or he'll just or it's just the claws. I'm sure. Okay. But yeah, that that is wild. But maybe
0: as he's supposed to do the move and then and then the, the um. Oh gosh, I forget the type of power that. Oh gosh, the type of power that, that Gambit has, right?
1: Maybe it will, No, Gambit. Yeah, Gambit When Gambit just make everything explode. So I don't know if he what well, God blob or what exactly would the blob or what light up the but yeah, his power set is seed. Yeah,
0: but yeah, yeah, but what, yeah what, when I saw it, it looked it looked look dope, but it also looked like a like a video game combo. Like almost like you a know plain mouth versus Capcom or something like that. But right. yeah, Let's watch it like logically this should make no sense, right? But it kinda looked cool, okay, right? And I like the to me, my X-Men, you know, that's like a famous um you know, line from the series, right? I, I like that. I like that, right? Um, people making joke right now about how, um how, how, how rogue looking. You know, so like rogue don't have the, have the, have the, have the
1: bubble, butt like she did, You're right? <laughs> but that was ever in the show? Does like, like not something like somebody pop in for Photoshop years later? I don't think that was ever in the show. Was That's that ever the was, in the like, like show in the actual show itself? I, I, because I, I don't even know the episode it's from, right? Like, I, I remember, well, it's presumably. It's presumably an Apocalypse episode, but I don't, I, to of be course, honest, yeah. I don't know. Like, I thought uh, it was a meme, yeah. and I thought it was real, but I thought it was one of those things that people just hype up and make a lot more sexual than it really was, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, exactly. It, it could be that. Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know the exact episode. Um, I don't even know if it was when Apocalypse came into the show. Um, but but right. the voices, I'll get to that a a bit, right? I hope that they do the, I am the Apocalypse. Those who oppose me <laughs> shall be crushed. Like, the over-the-top voice, though, you know? Um, but yeah, in closing, though, I'm very impressed by what I've seen here. Um, it's coming out on Disney+, um, right. March the 20th. I would have loved it, though, if you could going to get all the episodes, but it's Disney+, plus so you can't stretch this shit out. You're going to have people talking for weeks, right? But, yeah, you know the big issue, of course, and I, I saw it. I heard it. I was like, you know what? Uh, okay whatever right yeah it's Wolverine voice right now when I, when I first said that, I thought like oh they get, they actually replaced the guy okay but then I, I found out that no it's actually the same voice actor I said well alright okay but yeah people was like nah this is not the Wolverine that we know cause it's supposed to be like the, hey Bob why are you giving him a load of these you know what I mean it's like it's supposed to be that now but it it sound different so um I don't know how big of a deal it's gonna be um in the, in the final product but I, I wasn't like Boy,
1: change that, boy. That's all like real shit. It wasn't like that. But it, it, right. it stick out like a sort um I, I didn't notice it. I, did. I barely notice it. People come, It's only when people bring it up I'm like, all right, well, if it's so. I mean, he sounded like an older man. I mean, it's 30 years past, but so that's about it. But does I mean, it like, um, well,
0: that, catch, though. with are disrupting up yeah. now because I'm assuming that this is just about roughly about a year or so after the event of of the, of the finale, of the series finale. I don't You're think right. it's like year's past because, you know, it's, it's 97. <laughs> no, no, i in
1: it? it's the year's past for the real guy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. no shit. <laughs> he goes song different. I mean, it, it, I remember like James Earl Jones or whatever. It's like he's still talking good, but, you know, it, you can tell he's older. Whatever.
0: That, that, that's true, right? But, yeah. yeah. And, and God forbid uh, Archie heard it, you know, courtesy of um, Double Toasted, right? God forbid okay, they wait. do some AI shit to his voice so he could sound nah, nah, like the know, older, you know. vo- um, like the younger guy, but, like, no, don't do that. If that's the man's voice, if that's the best how he could do the Wolverine, let him do it. Now. Like, like just,
1: you know... Well, g- g- yeah, give, yeah give, I, I, I you don't pick mind if we get a new voice actor. That's fine, you know. Like, whatever.
0: No, but but I, I'll close it. I'll, I'll shut up with this for sure, right? But, you know, this this is the problem where this show will, will find itself into, and that's why I'm actually concerned by the other voice actors, because I don't even know who's going to be in this, right? So, when it okay. comes to guys like Storm, you know, characters like Storm and Beast, they're going okay. to hear the same voice, especially Storm. I am... Concerned about Storm's voice right now? Is it going to be that whirlwinds, may your day, whatever she's to say, right? Rel over the top, right? Is it going to be the same voice actors from before coming back to do this, or are they going to get new performers who could match the voices of the old show? I thought that was the original plan, but right. the Haiti hey, Wolverine thing is like, well, okay. And I can't even see if the the I can't see. Well, I can't see if the if the Cyclops. The voice behind Cyclops is from the same guy It sounds a little different But similar to how he used to sound In the old series, right? So, I don't know But we'll see when it comes up But I feel the, the nostalgia aspect of it Will be the biggest strength And flaw of this show here That's all I have to say But yeah, your, your thoughts
1: on the trailer And quick thoughts on what you think yeah i mean it's it's, it's nostalgia enough stuff for like it, listen there's a show that that i thought um you're gonna continue and keep going on so if they're doing that finish it it's fine you it, know it you could it. more material it's a lot of weird follow-up stuff uh i thought i remember um uh, a character who i learned later is a motors with probably kind of because that was a big cliffhanger um that's the, the weird time guy in the time place and he was like a weird janitor and he turned into a motor, so like I didn't know later that that's supposed to be motors. So, and well, since well, Jonathan majors out, so he you not know, gonna be voicing that or so anything like that. Uh, um, so stuff like that, they can they can still pick up the slack for and make it work. I wanna see. I I mean, it looking good. I, I want them to also reference stuff like um, X Men Evolution or anything like that, which I I remember liking like it a lot. Uh, stuff like that. It's, uh, we'll see. It's looking right.
0: I I would like that honestly. Like like just acknowledge any other um X Men shows, right? In some way, right? So it's like right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, so it was, it was trailer drop after trailer drop, um, also too, you know, just, just on a sad note, boy, um, just, just mentioning quickly, um, the, the, the unfortunate pastor of Alexei Navalny got the news, um,
1: right, yeah, that's the the document too, you did, right, you reviewed that, I remember that, yeah,
0: it's so strange and sad because, Literally a year b- before, like on the day itself, like literally a year before. Um, I remember it was Carnival Friday, we met up online, We, I, I spoke about the film, right? I, I, I loved it, I was rooting for it to win Best Documentary at the, the Oscars, and it won, right? I remember I mentioned at the time that when the movie came out, he was incarcerated, right? So um, I, I just, I, I don't want to use this as a soapbox to, to talk bad about, you know, any country or whatnot but i suspect that it had to do with the with the treatment that he was going through there like you know that's the yeah you know he he was being worn down physically you know like nobody had to tell you that but you know that he was being worn down right especially off of who he was right this this critic you know against the the, the russian government against vladimir putin right you know so um, I don't, I, I have a feeling it's that, that pretty much broke him down and maybe that's why he died. Uh, cause I don't want to go out the way and say, oh, he was poisoned, right? Cause part of the, 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 hook of the, of the, um, of the movie was the fact that he got poisoned, right? And he just sort of found out like suddenly on a, on a plane, right? And <laughs> it was him being treated and him pretty much, um, seeking out the people who poisoned him, right? And that was just so incredible, in my opinion, right? But yeah, outside of the movie being great, though, it was just him as a figure, though, just the bravery that he had, you know, to speak out against these people, right? And it, it, just how inspirational he was of a person. So, yeah, I, I, I felt it when, you know, he and he that he died, though, and I, I I can't even begin to imagine how his family felt, too, right? Because, yeah, they were fighting for him to to be freed, you know, and, well... It's, in, in, a, in a strange way and in a sad way he is too, right? So yeah, not much more right. I could say. R.I.P. Right, to Alexi Navalny man. And lastly, 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 just quick mention. Um, Lil John, speaking of Lil John, you know, we spoke about Lil John before, has a meditation
1: album. Okay. <laughs> I
0: yes. I I I was hearing about it through the Facebook Grapevine. And I was like, wait, really? Okay. <laughs> and I, I just want to talk briefly about it, right? Because surprise, surprise, yes, I actually listened to it, right? I listened to it once. Forgive me, folks, but I'm uh, sorry. One, I'll tell you why, right? So first off, um, all right, so Lil John, right? Um, as far as... Southern hip hop goes. Yeah, he is one of the one of the one of the greatest figures when it comes to two thousand. Yeah, right? yeah, bia bia, yeah bia bia, dude. Put your I yeah. up, though. I put your hood up. Yeah, that that is that is such that is a, that's that an dread. That that, yeah. just, that that just takes that that will that just takes me back to just me. yelling Represent your click motherfucker! Like this mm-hmm. song just has so much energy to it, right? And of course, you know I don't give a fuck, which was a song that yeah. I, I never forget. I used to read um, to every time crazy boy. Um, yeah, crazy bones verse. So, Ooh, mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. give me some ding give me some hymn, and I'll pour it on him, right? But yeah, I mean, as far as two thousand hip hop goes. Yeah, he's he's one of the he's what he's one of the major icons, right? Um of course, you know, he would produce classic bangers like, you know, um oh gosh, like like Ushers, yeah, of course. And Yin Yang twins get low. Like get low was huge right. because mm-hmm. of that beta, because of that hook, right? And because of Lil John's um you know, contribution, right? So point is you would never associate a guy like him with, you know, high energy stuff, right? With a meditation album, right? So right. I just did like, Hey, this thing, Like, okay, Total medica- uh, med- Meditation, That's the name of it, right? And then the album drops on Friday, And I listen to it, And I'm a little skeptical, eh? I'm like, alright, Lil John Meditation, what? I don't know, right? <clears throat> and just like, You know, what, what actually reminds me of, um, Surprisingly, and yeah, unsurprisingly, It kind of reminds me of New Blue Sun in a sense, right? Where, right. it's an artist who is older now, He's not doing the stuff that we knew him for, and that's fine. You know, he's an artist, uh, but he's doing something totally different. But when you really think about it, it kinda aligns with you know who he is as, the, as an artist, or as a person, right? And I I felt that same vibe with Total Meditation, right? So yes, you know, Lil John, no, you know, you, 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 uh, even though you're not really hearing any, you would hear any songs from him. Now, you know, compared to like back in the 2000s, with the rare exception of Turn On, for what which you might just hear randomly on our radio, right? Um, Yeah, it's about, you know, music, right? And energy and all that kind of stuff, right? So, fundamentally, right? Or I should say logically, right? It would make sense that, yeah, before he, and even says it on the album, yeah, before he does a DJ set, before he goes out to do something, yeah, he meditates, right? You know, he kind of centers himself, he calms himself down, and just it, it's just be really be about being able to give all of himself, right? Give that right amount of energy that he could give, right? Not unaligned energy, if that makes any sense, right? You know, he wants to give it his all, but he wants to put his one hundred and ten percent into it, right? <clears throat> but it's not like oh, I have to drink some energy drinks and force myself to do it. No, it's about. You know being one with himself then knowing who he is and being able to calm himself down so at time now for him to do what he have to do he's ready right so i like that right and um i'll confess something i have never listened to a meditation album i've actually never meditated before um not not, not that i never wanted to i never wanted to try or anything like that it's just i was always kind of skeptical about it like i like i know it's significant and so what it means and all that kind of stuff but I wasn't that big of a help not to say okay i must meditate i must try to find some time every morning or every night to do this right, right. five or ten minutes and i'm sorry but i live on a street where literally every five or ten minutes it's some car passing or some dog barking or somebody's tv whether it's the one by me or somebody else you know making noise right so finding quiet is a pain right but, you know, uh, but I do understand the significance of meditation, right? And I'll, I'll, I'll actually confess something. Um, I, I think that Lil Jon could actually put me on seriously into meditation. Like, seriously, right? Right. Yeah. So what it's about in a nutshell, right? What the album is, it's basically what the title is, right? It's Total med- Meditation, Right. Um, I don't know if it's like all the basics or all the fundamentals. I don't think it is. I think that meditation is so vast that it could go to, you know, different moods or whatnot. I guess I don't know these things. Sorry, forgive me. Um, but he's just giving you the basics, right? So you know, it's all about like say stuff like um, like deep relaxation. Like you know, these are the tracks that the, the track names, right? Um, imagine nature, relieve anxiety, Coping with grief. Body scan, mindful breathing, you know, stuff like that. Even deep sleep, it ends with deep sleep, right? And that's exactly what it is, right? Uh, these tracks, with the exception of the intro, okay, just a spoken intro, Um, yeah, they just run for 10 minutes exact. And, you know, it's him, like, literally doing the narration, you know, telling you, okay, this is how you picture yourself, you know, this is how you breathe. You take, you know, um, your breathe through the nose, exhale through the mouth, that kind of vibe. And he is guiding you through all of this, right? And he does a great job, like, it's Lil John. Like you can hear it's it's really him, right? But he is chill. <laughs> he is laid back and he is guiding you through all of this, right? Um and it doesn't feel phony or hokey, right? Like it feels right. genuine. Like it feels like you could tell like this man was doing this for years, like years years upon years, right? Um, but yeah, you know, like I could I could trust this man and I think that's the reason why I have really got into meditation. I need somebody to guide me into it, right? And I could just little John, honestly, to guide me through it, right? Um, there is music in it, but it's more subtle, more like, you know, ambient soundscapes in the background, but it's done by this musician slash author by the name of Kabir Segal. I've never heard of this guy before, but apparently he, he, is, he is like a big writer and, you know, um, musician as well to right? All that, never heard about, about this guy before, right? And yeah, um, musically, it's just this Really relaxed You know um, Pieces of music That he does From start to end Right um, It's almost to the point That it kind of feeds Out of a soft and then comes back And it's just so Like in the background But that's the point Of it right um, If I just Could be a little nitpicky It could feel like Some of the songs Sound the same Like almost like It's playing the same song Over you know, this run, um, this entire album. But I, I know that it's different pieces, but they they, they they mostly sound the same. You know, that that's the biggest gripe I could think of right now. But that's that's just really a minor gripe to be honest, right? But at the end of the day, it's really Lil' John telling you how to do this stuff. Um, there's nothing hokey or fake about it. It feels real and it's easy. It's it's very, very basic, you know, it's breathing, it's centering the mind, it's honing in on a certain image or a certain sight, sorry, a certain um you know like a certain sense you know so it, it's like that right and lastly the beauty of the album too is that unlike new blue sun um you don't have to listen to the album all from start to end you could pick a track it's like all right i want to relieve anxiety boom i pick this one all right uh Coping and grief boom i pick this one deep sleep boom i pick this one and they're all in this 10 minute you know each of the 10 minute package so yeah you, you get the same effect like again your money's worth for, with with each and every track right and yeah that's basically what it is right so in a, in a nutshell just to wrap things up that's really what it is right you know if you feel the need to meditate um with a certain team that's all i say in mind you pick one track and you go with it that's how it is right Uh, If you want to listen to the whole thing like I did You could do that Just to get an idea of what the album is Uh, But it's just really to kind of pick and choose And, you know, just go through that, right? And, um, of course This is not no one-time thing You know, you, you have to you know, it's it's something that you have to continue doing, right? So that's something. I guess if I if I decide to get serious with meditation, I have to like really put in the work. I have to really be consistent with it, right? So yeah, you know, I could go to this album and be like, all right, deep sleep, okay, boom, relaxation, boom. That's what it is, right? And again, I could trust Lil John with it, right? The man like, and you know, he's he's chill throughout the whole thing, right? I, I love that, right? Nothing. right you know chill vibes man but no it's like all right i i really want you to understand how beneficial this is but trust me when i say this is gonna work um you're gonna feel totally relaxed you're gonna f- you're gonna be focused to go about your day you're gonna be focused to sleep well um especially with that grief one that that grief one really really got to me though because like the stuff he was talking about really hit me you know yeah because yeah I, i've suffered great true i've went through grief grief before sorry right um it's like the stuff he's talking about works, right? And lastly, 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 um, I like the fact that, yeah, you know, he kinda lets you know right out the gate, he is not some guru or yogi or some physician. He is just an artist, right? He's a musician, he's a DJ, but he knows why he has to do it. And he has been doing it. And it's just him saying, you know what? Yeah, this, this kinda goes with my brand now, you know what I mean? So is that like it kind of goes against the wildness that we know about. For the two thousands, yeah, you kind of had to need. You, you kind of need to, how to say, You need to calm yourself first, I right? well, before or after the wild shit, you know what I mean. So that's that's kind of the point of it. So it's not like oh, he going against who he is. Like no, he's still going to do the wild shit when he he wants to, right? But he, you know, before and after that, or even during or whatever, yeah, the might have to kind of catch himself, right? So I like that, right? So I would recommend. I would strongly recommend um, giving it a listen, man. Um... Yes, it going into it, you'll be kinda of weird out, know? like I don't know what to what to make of this No, It's Lil John, I just screaming in my ears. Why he sounds so chill, but no, like when you get into it, when you really get into it, it's like, Alright, I get it now, I can relax now. I'll let him guide me, I'll do the breathing exercises, I will, you know, relax myself and my body and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. So um la and and I'll just make this point here, that you could probably comment on it, right? I am really liking and this really amazed uh, uh, I as say about yeah, um artists that we grew up on, right, who had a particular style or song or who experimented with, with certain musical styles coming out and seeing, you know what? Yeah, even though I'm older now and I can't really do this stuff again, let let me let me still do something different. Let me still try something out, right? Uh, yeah, because, you know, we were laughing about the whole woodwind stuff about New Blue Sun. But, yeah, when we listened to the project, it was like, yeah, it, it, it real good. it had Like, it it, it works, right? And I know there will be a lot of people who will go into this, say, about Lil' Jordan. You're supposed to be saying, yeah, and okay, you know what I mean, in my ears. Why are you, right. why are you t- talking to me calm like that, bro? But, no, trust me, it, it fits with his musical aura. It works, um... And yeah, I could see a lot of people diving into meditation thanks to little Jonah. So, who they're taught? Little Jonah of all people, right? But in no way would I say that he is the be-all, end-all of meditation. Um, if you find yourself, like, really intrigued by it, I guess, learn more. You know, seek a professional um, physician or yogi or whatever to, to help continue on. Like, I don't know what the process is, right? I don't know, right? But as far as, you know, um, getting you started into meditation... Yeah, this this album works for me, man. So yeah, I, I, I highly recommend it. I'm not gonna rate it because, I mean why why would I rate a meditation? Um how could I rate a meditation album? Well, what am I gonna say? Um all right, so because of how soft he was saying, I'll give it an eight out of ten. No, like man, it's exactly what it is, right? It's just from Lil John and um Kabir Segal, man. So yeah, check it out. It's on Spotify. I know it's on other streaming platforms, so yeah, give it a listen, man. Um But this want you to just come in and then we'll move on um yeah so so when you think about this whole thing about yeah artists that we li- literally grew up on who you know were part of the formative years of our music listening history you know doing new creative things now right so like last year we yeah had, um you know last year we had andre 3000 doing his thing i think if i not mistaken e40 now have a have a cookbook now i think i could be okay. wrong but i know he put out a cookbook or something like that you know it's a stuff like that though like even though you are in your 40s or going into your 50s you could still create nah, that you could still kind of align with your brand right but it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to do music again. I have to remind you Will, about how popular I was back then. It's like, no, I want to do what I want to do, right? And I'm brave enough to do that. And I guess, well, I have money to do it, so fuck all of yeah. you. <laughs> I mean? So stuff like that, you know? So I just curious to hear your thoughts on, on that. I just, yeah, I know you haven't heard it, but yeah, just the idea of a man like little John having a meditation album. So
1: any any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's an interesting little pattern, but it, it you know feeling, it feeling no different from, like, when, you know, boxers used to have a project, or some actor, or whatever, it is have some side project. It's you know, like, these fellas doing side, side projects at this point, because they, you know, rap music. I would say on the out, or anything like that, but, like, a lot of those older rappers, not really the same framework that it should be. So, yeah, this this is the George Foreman grill of, you know, era, <laughs> for the, for better or for worse. Um, that's how it feeling like. It, it does you know, like, they, they they out, but it's like, yeah, they should do some interesting ideas on what they should go for going forward Um uh, it's interesting because in the case of andrew 2000 to me that make perfect sense but for something like little john doing a meditation i was like okay this is interesting let me see you know i don't know how, what to look for anything like that as a meditation kind of thing i'm not ready into it but it's yes, all right fine let me see it uh you know more power to we'll find out if it works out yeah
0: yeah so um so i would recommend listening to it man um you, you might you might laugh at it you might Chuck a little bit like uh, it's little John <laughs> talk about right. talk about breeding. <laughs> but again think about it. it 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 actually makes sense right you know how can a guy so energetic right um you know be able to. Yeah, function right, and that like blow a casket right, you know, inside of his of his body or his, or or his system or whatever it is, right? Yeah, the man had a had a meditate again. It, it makes sense, right? So yeah, I, I I strongly recommend checking that that album out unless you're generally not into that, you know. Um, but I am curious to see how I guess diehard meditators treat this, you know, like you know, yeah. uh, you know, like they might think, oh, oh gosh, Lil John, really. Really, 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 like, like you want to get into self-help stu- um, stuff now? Come on, man. Really, you know, stick to your brand. But now, nah, I, again, I think that it is, it does align with this brand, man. So, yeah, I, I, I'm really curious to see how, you know, older, other older um, hip-hop artists, you know, continue to expand their brands, right? So, yeah, this is really exciting. These are exciting times, that's all I'll say. These are really exciting times, man, yeah. Alright, so uh, let's get to the retrospect review section of this episode one time. So yeah, man, th- today, this week, we're going to celebrate 25 years of Office Space. Yeah. Yeah, um, which is the second feature film from animator slash director Mike Judge, you know, of Beavis and Butthead theme. Uh Because right. I think this this movie came out before King Correct. of Correct. I believe so,
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this game will be fucking in the
0: hills. I can't remember. I will not be surprised. I I, I really should look. at We'll it. check it out. Yeah, I don't think so.
1: But uh, well, oh, okay. we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, this is well. This is based off of one of his early animations as well. Um, they basically do the same bit. Um, and the 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 movie relies on that bit as well. Um, yeah, exactly. That that would be um
0: Milton. That was the Milton, these, right? These yeah. animated sketches he did for of Esther, right? So yeah, it was um, SNL, right? SNL, and, um, I think it had some stuff for of MTV as well. Uh, yes, sorry about it. I believe so Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's fine right Um, so pre-ramble time right so here's the thing right Um, I didn't get cable until 2000 right so by the time I, I got it so I, by the time I saw it M- oh yeah M- yeah King
1: of right? the Hill King of Hill came on 97 okay okay so, it came out so it's before this yeah no problem yeah. right no, no, no I remember watching King of the Hill before this right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too where? right which I'll get into right so when I got
0: cable I, I, I missed that train I missed that Beavis train that, that train right. had already left the station because yeah I, I mean i knew about it right you know just through pop culture just seeing bits of it on tv right that, right but i i, I didn't I, I never got the
1: chance to, to watch it as you know, i was as yeah i was never super into with about it uh it was funny enough um but it was just like a little too rambling and not to work um the off is great daria uh yeah, that's an excellent show Yes. I was a big uh, fan of that show. Right. And then the movie uh, well, is well, great. When I actually when I actually got cable, that's where Dario was blew it up. Yeah. Right. And then the movie is great. We was about to do America. I thought it was oh, excellent. Yes, I really, yes, really like yes, that. Yes, it is. Um, a lot of fun with that, yeah. Don't,
0: don't, don't mind. I had, to get, I had to wait to get cable to see it because uh, You're right. no, they didn't show it. In Trinidad, but you know I do hope. All- yeah, I, I I saw it on
1: Stars when, when that came out on Stars. Right, yeah, right, Another
0: yeah. and subject of that, you know, we just had to make a quick mention to Beavis and Button, Do the Universe, which came out in twenty twenty two. We had to right, right, right. Yeah, because of the pandemic, um, uh, that that shit was hilarious. Just just barely because right, yeah. the same the same dumb humor from before? It's it's like it just never left. The humor never left trend, right? After 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 give credit to Mike Judge for saying yes, it's gonna be dumb. Because it's Beavis and Button. Shut up. I know it's 2022. It's Beavis and Button, Shut up. It's dumb. And you'll love it, right? So it's like that, right? But yeah, King of the Hill, however, I saw this on TTT, right? Child 2, right? Uh, that was right. one of the few um, TVPG cartoons that we used to see in, you know, on local TV, right? So, you know, before, long before, like back in 1990, or there, about, there was the Simpsons, right? But then when Simpsons stopped showing, yeah, King of the Hill this kind of came in this place, right? It was, it was in the same station, right? And I remember really enjoying that, though. I like the sort of down-to-earth vibe of it, though. Um, I love the, well, the lead of um, Hank Hill. You know, like, ha, my name is Hank Hill. I sell propane and propane accessories. Like, I just love his voice. I love the, what in the hell? Like, I love that, um... That, that, That boy in right...
1: Yeah, that boy in right, um, the family dynamic. At the yeah, place, the, uh, um, King Lehel was a masterful show. Um, yes, it was really, really funny. Well done. A Great cast of characters. Um, Luan, yeah, I think first Luan, the first Luan. Brittany uh, Murphy, uh, yeah. Brittany Murphy, though. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, The, yeah, the uh, son was great. The mom, the son, Hank was great. Yeah. The neighbor was great. Yeah. Um, Boomhauer, John Redcorn, really funny character. Um, Of course, my boy, well, boomer, um, John Redcorn, who cheated with his wife and um, the name themselves. Um, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. Paranoid. Conspiracy theory character, uh, but yeah, yeah, it, uh, it was just a legit funny show and really smart. And it, it gets into Mike Judge like real, like he understand two things really well. He understand white working class really well, and and white people professional managerial, managerial class really well and that, that kind of cultural clash yes. uh, in the context of the storyteller and, and this movie does like does that masterful you leader know? and uh, pretty much all of his material I like the only one that kind of don't hold up for me And all a lot of people like this show but this one hey, don't hold up as well as I, I, I thought it would have is uh, Idiocracy I don't think that holds oh, up all that well I, I, um, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm going to talk about that right yeah, um, right. yeah but, but great points right yeah I just yeah. love the down to earth nature of King of the Hill right you know it, it felt real even though it's yeah. you know can two characters right um so yeah point is i i kind of got late into um you know into like the other stuff that Mike judge was doing right so like i said you know by the time i got cable um that's when i finally like saw Beavers and buttered for myself like for real right and then the movie itself right um and as far as office space goes well i didn't even know about it till like later on right because during the 2000s i was just under this sort of like weird cult movie slash midnight movie kind of like vibe now you know what i mean so i you know because of the internet i was just like exposed to all these like you know unique films and this just unconventional films right whether it be sci-fi or comedy right and they usually like you know box office bombs you know stuff that you know that's just i don't know that's just didn't click with a lot of people um and you know did you know it's just all these people like you know just new fans you know more or less finding these shows and really um Crediting them for for how great they are, and so I was just like seeking out those films, right? And that's how I, I I found out about Office Space, right? um I didn't see it until it you know it it showed on on Comedy Central. And fun fact, um I, I found this out through Wikipedia. It's because of Comedy Central that's how this show became a cult classic, right? Because of what it right. to air regularly um, on that station. Yeah, that's when people was like, oh, this this show real good, you know what I mean? So right. I, know I saw it there, right? Um, as far as Milton goes I didn't even know About Milton at all Because I didn't I never saw SNL Until I saw um Until I like got cable right Because right. Comedy Central used to do They actually used to show all the episodes Like from the 80s and 90s Of SNL right So with the 90s right. stuff That's why I saw Milton I was like Oh okay Alright yeah, judge did this Because I noticed The art style Like the kind of Wobbly art style They're like Oh that's That's Mike judge shit I know yeah. is, Right okay cool right But speaking of Idiocracy right Um that was a show that for some reason i just never got into but i'll never forget right. it uh, when it, uh, it didn't well i didn't see the premiere but i know it was on cable or it was on cinemax or something like that right uh but I, I just remember like watching part of it right and like i wanted to get into it right like this smart guy in this like right you know, post-apocalyptic world you know that everybody's idiots right i wanted to to to, to buy into it boy but it's that Luke Wilson's fault or anything like that? But I don't know. Yeah. I just it just didn't click with me, and like it yeah, really
1: no, it's, no a, it's a, I don't know. Is, well, I don't, I don't. To, I mean, I'm not dogging the show for it or my judge necessarily for this, right. but it's one of those things that don't, don't hold up particularly well, like it, the undertones the, the of it, not not, I don't think, particularly. Uh... <laughs> Like workable, no, right? it just in my humble opinion does the work. Um, and I, there's just more personal worldview stuff, especially it, it kind of borderline eugenics when you think about it. Um, what you're trying to say and do, but I remember enjoying it, it was like a yeah. funny enough movie. Yeah. Um, but, but as that, it that,
0: was, that's I wanted to see that, I, I wanted to see because you know, there's a comedy there, you want to see comedy, right funny shit, but. I don't know. Maybe I was just in a, in a bad mood or something like that. But I just never got around to, to like watching the entirety of that film. Right. Um, I guess maybe if I do, I'll, I'll appreciate it more. Because yeah, that show also too is uh, a cult classic, right? But yeah, that was that was like a big flop too, right? And um,
1: right. Yeah, I remember not doing that during theaters. Yeah.
0: So so I don't know. Like 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 I think one thing I really have to give Mike Judge for is making the kind of shows that he wants to make, right? You know, he's, he's really passionate about these stories. So whether you 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 like his humor or not, the man is, is just going to do it. Like, he's just going to do it, right? He, he's going to do, you know, Beavis and Button, do the universe. He, he doesn't care if if the, if you're worried about the pandemic. And, oh, he don't care. Well, you know, people don't grow up from that shit. What are you doing that for? He's going to do it, right? He is that guy, right? And um, it was really cool, like, like re- recapping Office Space, so because, yeah, I can really feel, like, just that, just that creativity that he had uh, in telling that story but also and this is why the show really works and still stands to this day though is how relatable it all is though so you may not be a cubicle slave like the characters in this show but yeah you 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 most most more, uh, more than likely know how it is to work in a job that you that you despise you know be yes in a situation or circumstance involving work where it's like I could be doing something better dread. but the underlying thing about it all is just feeling stuck you know what I mean? and it's something that I, I can relate to and still relate to, right? This is the idea of being stuck. Like, you don't know where to go. You're not sure if, you know, transition into a new career or a new job will make any difference. You know, you, you want to be free. Though. You want that financial freedom, but you can't really get it for yourself. And, and then the worst part, too, is that you're looking at all your skills, all your accomplishments, right? And you're like... Not even enough, dread. You know what I mean? So I like the idea that this this is set in a, in a software company, dread. Like all these, you know, um, degrees. I imagine these characters have, and yet they you don't know, even amount to shit, right? Because yeah, you know, even though they're making money, you know, they're, they're being treated like shit, now, you know. So all that stuff is so incredibly relatable, though. and yeah, yeah, it's amazing at how relatable and timely it still is. You know, even though this movie came out in ninety nine, right? So yeah, that's that's the end of my preamble. But yeah, before I you know do a quick little breakdown of this show itself, um, yeah, what was your experiences seeing uh Office space for the first time? the year what you thought about it? That
1: yeah, I remember loving it a lot. So like, yeah, I saw this on cable. I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, just watch it on cable. I just thought it was really, really funny, really well done. It, it starts off so great by introducing the characters like the best way possible. You learn everything you need to know. You know them in a traffic jam and how they react to how everyone of them reacting to the situations they had. Uh, little simple things like that. It's again all of the, the side characters. Um, in many ways, it was a kind of proto Scrubs, right? Because well, John C. mckinney is in this, um, but they also have like a lot of other characters who really feel like character archetypes that you're gonna have in Scrubs. And so, like, say, um, the Todd, if you remember the Todd from Scrubs. There's a guy in this who's very similar to the Todd, who's like the kind of weirdo poof guy. Um, yeah, it's stuff like that. Like all of these. You know, character archetypes that that um uh, into it, that make it work as a really good working place comedy, and then yeah, again, my my judge really has a good sense of one white working class and then white professional managerial class and that back and forth now mostly because it's, it's a very white for the most part very white space very few black car- characters in this even though all other Jude's. A little more wanted. This is hilarious. Boy, like what you do with him? I, I forget Yeah. About that, but when I see it, yeah, like, oh, I completely forget he was it, it, in this. It's so dark. Uh, but it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I Forget where he was in this. But yeah, that's that the only thing I'm about it. It's, it's still like ostensibly just these two characters who really work when they own thing. get it. It's, it works in the, in the context of when they learn later. I, again, if you, if you, you know, go later in terms of like how jobs are the nature of jobs. If you look up, I have David Graeber. He has a book called bullshit jobs, right, the late Gr- David Graeber, and yeah, it, it it feel like that, it's just these kind of redundancies and contrivances towards office space, like the term office space, and I only learned this because of the pandemic, especially, right? at least I learned it with pandemic, because like, yeah, a lot of it is contrivance towards rented office space, like all of these buildings shouldn't exist. You know, you get all of the, the, the history of it and the, the, the thing. But, and then you get to see it as a workable time capsule of 1999. They mentioned Y2K, for example. Like, that was a big part of it. Um, A big part of the story was the whole Superman 3 thing. You know, the the, the big scam they're trying to pull on the company and whatnot. And they make reference to all these things. And it's like, oh, yeah, I remember all of this. And, and then it's just um, all the little side characters really, really make it work. So, so Dietrich Beta is great at this. <laughs> He's so god damn yes, funny and yeah i just remember i just remember just having enjoyed all of this and making it work uh it does come together as a really classic comedy that's like legit funny you know and, and my, my personal life is like oh yeah right I, I know people in my dad's office who like this they just like this like when they go to work and uh when he used to work in uh he used to work back in the years a long long time ago in um car glass if you know right back then right. and he used to the office i forget what he used to do but it's it's that it's straight up all these you know bubbly people, fake postality kind of stuff. And and my 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 no, no patients haven't asked me like just calling people out on just like, yeah, what, what's all this? What, what, why are you talking like that? Why the boss like that? And yeah, it's the same I mean it, it, it's just that general corporate culture of the that, that slag out that slag out the world in the nineties, the Clinton the Clinton years, no. And you can get into, you can get a big, you know, argument about history about the, the economics of that and NAFTA and, and why it is that, that these things, you know, evolve the way it is. But in terms of just the, the nature of it it really works. Because it, it 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 happened to line up with I think a couple other movies in nineteen ninety nine that has a similar conceit. You know, Office Space uh, I would say The Matrix and I would say uh Fight Club. Um, and, and and being John Malkovich, um, right? You know, right? Yeah, yeah, right? You know, is is
0: I I, I don't know if it's I I feel this I don't I don't want to say it's convenient um, sorry, coincidence, but there's this idea of. Wow, like the decade almost done, and oh, you know, like, I why, why am I still in this shitty job? Why do I still feel like shit? Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, but yeah, time. all of it, all it of it. Well, I mean, it, it it does frame itself in a very white framing white frame, in in the sense of look, the guy have this you know pretty secure job for the most part, but he bored and it it empty and so on. So and you can get into a big back, and what about that? But I think it it works. You know, it was it was a zeitgeist period, or another movie that was like that. but it came out uh, the year after, that was um. <laughs> This was more into the suburbia aspect of it, but um, American beauty, kind of like that too. Yes, right. yes, yes, right. Right. You know, that that whole suburbia, you know, it's not all that cracked up to to be, you know, a generation later after the suburbs have been formed. Well, two generations later, you could say if 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 we talk to the right person. Uh, You know, just the emptiness of it all, right? The empty materialism and we you're talking about and how to feel about it but office space makes it really grounded and concrete that's why it works but those other other materials is largely esoteric and in it in its in its delivery this was just straight up you get it in the direct conceit of it and it have a couple things technically like just one small thing that they get into it and it like it makes perfect sense the printer Oh. Printers still suck. <laughs> printers still the, suck to this day.
0: Like it, no, no, it no, still no, no, printers. The, the, the one that that is in my workplace sucks. The
1: one that I have yeah. at home sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Printers is still fucking up. Printers, printers still fucking up to this day. I like I got like the the probably the two things that will drive you up a wall in terms of like just, just running out your patience. And it's two things I just straight up avoid using nowadays, uh, unless I have to, uh, unless you're really forced me to, and I have to. But yeah, I will just straight up avoid doing these things, is one, the printer, and then two, traffic. And that was the opening sequence, like just them being stuck in traffic. To go to the shitty job <laughs> to come back and be stuck in traffic to go home and the repetitive nature of it and they, they make it work and it, it's really smart stuff um for again, it is I, again dad, we have no good goddamn reason to have this much traffic and yet for some reason we do um and you know you know I mean, for whatever reason we can't build a trade for some reason a little simple bullshit things like this now it's just add up because it's just the right and you mentioned as I saying being stuck now is just the the the, the, the grind of the whole the whole thing and they show nails this like i think aesthetically and and just thematically really really well and all the characters so yeah we like getting it uh, peter yeah, let, let, great character it, right
0: yeah uh, so it opens with uh peter right gibbons yeah um who is a cubicle sleeve as you know the late great roger right. called them right in his review um, which you gave a three out of four stars, right? So that's let you know what to expect with us. Um, played by Ron Livingston, right? Um and I love how yeah. simple the opening sequence is because great, yeah, you know, he's trying to get to work, but he's stuck in like endless traffic, right? And yeah, just that in itself sort of, just sort of sums up his predicament, right? You know, he wants a progress yeah. in life, but he's stuck and he had to watch other people move forward, right?
1: Um uh, yeah, they have like have just quick bit with this old man. Yeah, with, with the <laughs> Watching, walker uh, yeah, in traffic. Oh wow, boy, like seriously. And, it, and all these other little bullshit like things, like he 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 changes lanes, <laughs> trying to change lane really again. Him, like oh right. <laughs> Yeah, the light stop. So when you move, light stop. Like yeah, all that bullshit. Though. Hate right. it. Um, yeah,
0: we're also introduced to Michael Bolton, not the right. Michael Bolton, classic. right? But you classic. Know, I, I love
1: the So fact yeah, that this, this Michael Bolton. Until the yeah, until Lonely Island. This is what you remember, Michael Boulton, about in terms of human, like oh, you're right, right. of course, I a joke. Yes, I yeah. did yes. the whole ah, uh, British no talent, ask yeah, that, no I clogged that. That remember. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I remember about it. But, like, you no, know, until Lonely Island did their thing with Michael Bolton, this is what you remember with Michael Bolton, though. Um, and I get a feeling that that was, like, a whole thing for Michael Bolton himself. Like, he get a feeling that his career was, like, taking a hit, or, like, just at least his public image um, yeah. was was taking a hit because of this. And, like, he got out of you to again, Lonely Island to fix that. You know? <laughs> that's how it come across. Yeah. But, yeah, is um... Yeah, this, this is one of, the, like, it's one of the best character introductions ever because Agreed. he played one of, my, one of the best Scarface songs, eh? No, um, tears. no tears. Yes. No which Tears, which classic.
0: From, which is from Agree to Disagree. Well, I mean, it's mine, right? But to me, this is the best Scarface album. I know a lot of right. people have the fix up there. Right. But for me... I like grimy Scarface. No, I, I I love yeah. introspective Scarface, like everybody else. But grimy right. Scarface, I get that with the with 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 the diary. I fucks with that album. I love it, right? Yeah. So when I hear "No Tears," I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. I, I forget yeah, that yeah, song yeah.
1: on the on the album, the on the soundtrack, right? And um, it is the hardest. They, they cut it to the hardest part of the song with my yes. pistol Point Clock." Right. It's like right. It's like um Right. It's like. Ready to lick shots not stop when I see your bucky ass drop. Yeah. Classic. It's <laughs> like a you know, great line. And
0: it's how Michael, like, like Yeah. <laughs> lines, eh? But, I, I love, yeah. well, well, point for this movie, Points for the movie for having the balls, Because eh? I actually read up on Wikipedia, I, I think, like, some execs at Fox were, You know, concerned, Oh, you're going to put the Edward. You're going to have rap on right Edward
1: With movies with white people, It's like, yeah, bitch, that's right. what we gotta do, right? Whatever. <laughs> but uh, to be fair, we, we you know you don't actually say it anything as no, as no. far as I know, but but they do, a, they do a funny bit with, him, with, with the, uh, yeah, the guy the, selling the, the water, the I Walker, Well, he, he was selling bouquets, like
0: flowers. Bouquets, right. right. He okay, yeah. around, right? Yeah. And right. Like when, he, when he was schooled up, he he load the volume. And he, and he, uh, yeah. And like, oh, shit. You know what I yeah. It's, a funny, gone, it's yeah, a funny bit. It's a funny bit. Yeah, he raised back the volume uh, at that point yeah, yeah. where you mentioned, right? But yeah, right. you could watch Michael and understand why he will listen to the grimy ass shit like that. It makes right. perfect sense, right? I love that, Right. right? Um, we, we, so to Samir, right? Um, right, his surname, <laughs> if you remember, if you know the movie, I am not even yes. pronounced, um, yeah, no nobody outside of him get, could, could, um, could, could pronounce that surname, right? Right, um, I like how he just like stringing together like various cuss words because he pissed and every traffic, yeah. She's like, yeah, ass, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that, I love that. Um, and they all work well, these three characters work for. It's basically like a bank or banking software company called intech right? right
1: right so okay so it's never clear to me what it was to do because it have us right. it have a credit union in the company itself yes mm-hmm. but I'm not sure what exactly the company did necessarily they keep saying' it's banking software and that makes sense but I could follow what I never could have followed what exactly they do like we know it's a credit union in inside inside the company thats where they where the money was slushing around um I couldn't follow exactly what the company does. I don't look that up. I, I don't look that up.
0: I, I wonder if it was Mike in retrospect, maybe not wanting to confuse the viewers. Because it's it's, it's yeah. software stuff, right? So it's like, all right, I'm no, not, we know I'm that i are not gonna understand this, so they just keep it at as a software company, right? But yeah, kinda what when they when they talk about all these stuff, like especially like what Peter have to do, you kinda had kinda explain, you don't want to take too long, but kinda showy all right, this is in relation to what No, You know what I mean? Something like that no, you know?
1: That's right, it, okay, so yeah, it was, it was a, a basically, right, it was a, a proto-IT, like, a early IT financial security solutions company that in ended in the world. Okay. So it was like they didn't do nothing or bullshit us, you know, it was a bullshit jobs thing. But yeah, it was referencing um, credit unions and, and money and all the slot around money. Yeah, so it does that. Okay, 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 right,
0: yeah. Um. And Initech is run by, you know, fan-favorite, Bill Lomberg, boy, played by Gary Cole boy. Um, I yes, like, like uh, I, w- I would say, like he is probably one of, if not the most memorable character. <laughs> in the
1: whole one, right, yeah, the whole he is one of the more memorable is. characters. Because yeah. right, so him, him, he he shows up. His, I don't know if it was it was the same voice actor. I think that was um I think that was Mike Judge himself. But the easy character also in the animation. Um, okay, okay, you know. Yeah, he'd show up there eh, with a the, with the coffee mug and yeah, just you know, be condescending. Yeah, alright. Right, um, right. Okay. right. Okay. okay, you know what I mean? You're right. Real, real, real swami, Drew. Real, real, real swami right. shit. Also, you know, like, also, I I don't know if this was intentional, but it, it, that whole M-K thing, I'm not sure if that was a Mr. Makika kind of thing from I, uh, I South Park. because I know South Park oh, came right. out in 97. Right, right, in 97, right. right. And yeah, so um, I'm not sure. Yeah. It, it has an overlap. So yeah, uh, but yeah, he's a great character. He, everything about this dude is just slimy and shitty. Yeah. He always bullshit here. <laughs> he always figured out how we can get it because the whole joke is <laughs> how you want a get to work on the weekend. That is a bit and, and yeah. that how that plays out is really funny. Yeah. Um, uh we'll we, we
0: yeah. get into it a bit, right? So um anyway, so Peter now we how we how we introduce him in the film, right? So he is experiencing a case of the mondays there's a lot of people yeah boy oh up, god right? Yeah, I, I can relate to that shit boy like nobody <laughs> wants to come to work on a monday i don't care if you, had, th- if you, had, that...
1: if you had a good sleep on a sunday the... nobody wants to come to work <laughs> no it's like that it's like the whole the whole case of the mondays uh, how the people just use that and the, again the the attitude that's the part about it see if everybody was like normal yes and just normal about what they was in but you see the, the contrived happiness this, this, you know, putting a pencil in your mouth, making it smile bullshit. Yeah. Dice the part that is run, drum, drumming up our wall. And uh, DJ Beta's character <laughs> is the funniest about that because they do a bit with that. That I just... That had me cracking up. All of his one-liners are great. Hmm. Like, what they do with him. <laughs> but yeah, they, yeah, the case of so the... But this thing, boy, everybody had to be smiling and be all happy all the time. They're like, no, just do your fucking job. No, you can't do that. You know? Nah, they can't do that. Um, they had to be nice and happy all the time. That bullshit. It, it, exactly.
0: So... Yeah. Um, I, I forget about... I forget this aspect of the movie, right? So, as soon as yeah. Peter reaches Kubica, right? And his job is to to handle TPS reports, right? Um,
2: You're right.
0: I was reminded of a character that I forgot about, right? And rightfully so because she was so fucking annoying, right? Right. Yeah, and she just there yeah. the phone, like, Corporate Uncomplainable? Yeah. yeah, Corporate Uncomplainable
1: did this weekend just a what? moment, right? That's right, same. so I, <laughs> I always thought... <laughs> I was taught that that in the background, that was a little piece of world building. Thinking about it after yeah. the fact, I remember just thinking about it. Where the the reason why she's getting called all the time is because nobody's being paid in the company, or at least a lot of people is not being paid. Just oh, like Milton. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So remember Milton? Yeah. Milton yeah, was yeah, being well, paid. Yeah, he wasn't getting paid. Right. He was getting he wasn't fired, but he wasn't being paid either. So it's like so so the reason why they keep calling her is because of that, now uh oh, because okay. they, they, it's a complaint now so that was constantly having to answer that question i don't know that was just yeah. me but i don't know if it's because of the bank or whatever it is what? because i thought it was it was payables now is is you know you just had to go in a company back in a long time in, a, in the back in the ancient days when I, I i worked with with a corporate corporate thing i remember you have to go across to get the accountables now accounted that to answer that for you so that's who she was like that's who who Yeah. She was the one who had to answer that, and if she don't answer that, did you go upstairs to, um, well, when where Milton went to, with next to Bill Lomberg's office? No, oh, um, off the uh, the, well, the payroll, right? Up to the payroll section, yeah. right? Is that so? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the structure of the company in that sense but that's how it felt like it's like wait why doesn't she have to always answer that like, she jumped with the entire day that don't make any sense you know that in my in her head now whatever but what is it's a what, bullshit what, what jump thing I don't know
0: right what does it make it so annoying right? and and you hear it you literally hear it throughout this whole sequence whole sequence just on the phone repeating this you know second Serious? Just, just a moment sorry corporate accounts payable do you speak it just a moment i just yeah see the see, right i just feel like wow like this is what you had to look forward to peter like you just sit down and you just hear this woman yeah. talking this in sort a of way and it, it gets even worse though because well all right well before we get to the worst part right uh we introduced the uh, well milton himself right played by the great yeah. stephen root boy and i like how he just kneel the shy, sort of sheepish soft talking character right you know it's all yeah God. Like, I like he played in the radio, though. So Peter's like, you know, he, he um, you can please load the volume. I like Milton, yeah. well, you know, I, I was still like, I can, I can <laughs> listen to the radio. It raves no volume for, like nine eleven And you know, this this other woman, she she could do that. It's, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Talk play. It's like he could do it for hours, and he just they're like, all right, all right, all right Milton, we get. you know. Everybody else is move like that. Like, all right, all right, Milton, like, okay, you, know? you can ramble on, you can bubble we don't care. That's us move but yeah, no, just just that introduction to Milton is 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 fantastic in my opinion, right? And there's this is bit with him like always complaining how how he does how to get move, you know. What I mean? yeah. And there's this thing about his red swing line stapler which become popular because of this movie, um yeah. you know, well while well, Bill, right, you know, the while well, the supervisor, sorry, always taking it and always bringing it back like at the worst times, you know what I mean? And he was like, you you yeah, my stapler. You know, he was like talk about that like me back my stapler. I know Milton is, is hilarious to me. But yeah, he's a, a fan favorite. True and true, right? But yeah, back to Peter, right? Um this man is told three times, right? And he is is eight people who had to tell him this like daily, right? But yeah, three times he be told about some memo about the TPS reports. Right, And it's so right. bad how it done it, it could Bill come with the I mean, it's like, yeah, hi, uh, you know, the memo and stuff. And then somebody else come in and tell him that. And then, then he get a call and somebody tell him the same thing, Dredd. So just offer of this whole sequence alone. And then, of course, need any background, which is just a moment, yeah, you yeah. you understand where Peter coming from. You understand why he is pissed off, Dredd. You know what I mean? Um, afterwards, though, we are introduced to another fan favorite by the printer slash copier boy jesus right <laughs>
1: um, at the time at the time i remember people completed I, but there's an answer for it but so when they say pc load letter what the fuck does that mean yeah, uh, yeah. What, what does that mean <laughs> really right so i forget the real answer to that, but i remember somebody explained it what it means exactly To us. it just means yeah i think you just have to mean you have to load paper or load Reload paper into it. Because that is a big thing with printers. Like, you had to load paper at the time, or you don't have enough paper for the event. Because got pr- printers to share the network. And there's one thing I always say with printers. Printers always have the worst programming. Software-wise, is the failure. Like, for whatever reason, printers are just still terrible to this day. Like, unless you're... Dedicate yourself to making sure you run the printer and you have a specialized printer like if like my in UE. you had to just go to a printer place and they'll just print it for you. Or pr- actual printer, some private printer shop. Oh, yeah, it yeah, have old yeah. shops, so that there's that is all they just do. Just design this over a printer and photocopying. Because it's a sucky technology that you have to spend mental time on. Um is that it, it's so I think PC load letter was just simply to do with paper. Die's Okay, yeah. Just make sure you load the people. Why, but why, why read it like that? Is because programming is terrible in that way, and and so on and so forth. It, yeah. Is is real trash.
0: But but like how, how Sam Erica, he's the one you see with it first, right? Because he's like, yeah. Why you tell about uh, why you tell about PC load? What does PC load? What? PC load letter. Yeah, yeah. why tell him a PC load letter when it's actually printed out or something like that? He was saying that, like, yeah, out, but you, you get to that error, right? Um, and yeah, you, I like how Leon, Samir, and Michael talk about they want to destroy that shit, right? Cause yeah, it's shit, right? Yeah. Um, uh, later on, the two, uh, well, the two of them and Peter, they head over to this restaurant, and uh, we're introduced to a waiter by the name of Joanna, who's played by Post Friends, um, Jennifer Anderson, right? Right. Um, and yeah. I, yeah. I well, in, in,
1: in Post Friends when uh, Friends ended. Friends. Friends didn't end in. And I no Friends did, ended did, in like, ninety yeah, two thousand. Yeah, 2004 two thousand four also. I don't okay,
0: know. Okay, I, I this wasn't into Friends, so I, I didn't know, right? But I you Yeah no, Friends Friends
1: I, uh Friends ended in what? Not two thousand four, the finale, I think. It was not Pro's Friends. I,
0: it I, was she was friends are still going on.
1: I, I don't know, okay. But 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 I think
0: yeah. I think one of the draws to this movie back then obviously was Jennifer Anderson.
1: No, she know. was at this around this time she was started to like you Know branch out on dialogue with she movies because she was like, probably it was her. I think, um, 1998 had developed a Joey, he was in Lost in Space. Like, the friends, right, people were right. starting to move off now around that time. But she, her it. career, yeah, her career. I think around this time, she also get with Brad Pitt, so that, that is the whole thing, right? Um, so yeah, that's all about that, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I can't um, remember exactly when friends ended, though, to be honest. I think it's, I know it was in mid 2000 So after 2000,
0: Right. okay, okay, all Right. Yeah, so Samir pretty much tried to coax Peter into talking to her because yeah, I mean he's attracted to her and honestly I don't blame him, right? right. Um but yeah. he is currently working things out with his ex to be Anne, right? Um and right. this whole thing rather how you have a feeling yeah, feelin', sorry, that he that he's being cheated on and that she cheated on him now. And like how everybody else is like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? You're Always right. Like, oh, yeah, okay. there's a funny bit too. <laughs> Like what do you mean by that? Yeah, what do you mean like, by everybody though. Really? Know? Yeah, like, like they know, right? It's it's kind of obvious, yeah. but he's like, yeah, obvious, right? Um, there's a funny bit involving Peter and his neighbor Lawrence, who is played by yeah, Diedrich Bader, right? Diedrich um, Bader is so good in this, though. So. Uh, no, I know. I just like the idea that he is basically over here and shit, but he just right like how the, the house is designed. To, so it's a duplex, but it it
1: split like you know. It's what? basically a, it's basically a room they put a wall over. That's why they put two doors. Exactly. It's not even a duplex. <laughs> no way, no way. Apartment could be that damn small. Like, exactly. but what funny about it too? Yeah, the only funny thing about it, he you don't be hearing everything. Uh, Lawrence he be hearing everything them do, but you never be hearing anything Lawrence do. That's because like, because
0: yeah. Lawrence will just come over, like in this city, come over and talk about yo, you know, tune into Channel Nine, man, and it's some right. some topless chick or whatnot, right? But you don't see any TV on, you know, but but Lawrence, yeah, staring, exactly. La- Lawrence is yeah. Peter's TV, right? So it's like, oh, right. got any TV on, all right, cool, I'm going over by you, right? But yeah, right. I, I just love that dynamic. Um, so all right, so basically, um, uh, Peter talk about you know he he wanted to work this weekend because you know he have a right. feeling that Bill will ask him to work on Saturday, right? But you know, Peter... Right. Um, Sorry, well Lawrence is like you know we should go fishing, right? But is he come? Yeah. They have the NDC that I love, right? So they talk about you know what they would do if they had a million dollars, right? That um, listen, this is crack me up because
1: this is a classic question, it's a classic joke, and it's a classic beep though because I'm I'm uh, uh, the drink beta Yeah, uh, two chicks at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, you know, I <laughs> yeah. have a tree
0: subject, but they, but the looks I like though it makes it, make, yeah. it makes sense because like yeah, chicks and right. like, like guys with money. It, right. I mean, agree to disagree, right? But... Right,
1: no. The joke is, I mean, he corrected the sense that well. It, it, I have a lot of women who don't like guys with money necessarily, but he said the type of the type of girls I will double up on. me would <laughs> like that exactly. is the joke. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a funny bit, Jared. No, no, it's it, a funny it, bit. It. And then it, it what follows up? The follow up is hilarious too. When um when Peter was like, "Well, I won't do anything," and he, he got off on the spiel about relaxing that thing. And like, well, but you don't need double million so that. Your know, my cousin. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Look yeah, at my cousin. Yeah, your cousin's broken. You don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sure, it's it's but, great, but, like it's not great one, light, that's a great,
0: great, is, line, that's that Jim great Jim. piece. Of, is, that, that's that's brilliant dialogue, though. Like, it's yeah, funny, yeah, but it it, it yeah. so much, so because yeah, like, what would you do if you had a million dollars, right? You know, but right. Peter saying he he don't want to do anything is like, wow,
1: <laughs> I love, that. I love right, that. Right, right. So this was right to follow up a previous conversation with with Michael Bolton and uh, Samir where they talk about the money and and uh, I think it was his, his case, guidance counsellor back in high school. Yeah, is that whole thing. Right, and so on and so forth, right. uh, yeah. But it, it, the, listen, Gigi Bader is the MVP of the show because he had he by far the best last couple from him with Medron.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think it's just because of how straightforward he is. You will just tell you. Yeah. I I just yeah. wanna
1: get with two chicks that uh, you That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah,
0: it. That's it. <laughs> that <is> it. <laughs> right. So the next day you now, I'm back at in tech. Right. There's a staff meeting, um, and Bill drops this all too relatable line to his staff. Right. So it's you should ask yourself with every decision you make. Is this good for the company? I like that he have this big banner. <laughs> is this Is good for the company? brig and more, right? Um, he introduces his business consultant. Well, there's two of them, but we see right. one of them first. Um, Bob Slidell, played by John C. McGinley. I was like, hey, you... Yeah. Nice.
1: It, it made me take out proto scrubs because this is before scrubs. Um, yes, it's like a couple of years before Scrub started, though. So, like, all right. Yeah, yeah. it makes... And he, he doesn't play the same character from Scrub, but it is the same energy. Like, it, there's the same authority, you know, funny stuff, now. And they make it work for what it is. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. And just the way
0: how he looks, though, when he, when he delivers he lights, I, I love. Where it's like, all right, I, I try to be cool and, you know, calm with you, though, but, like, all right, this is kind of dumb. You know what I mean? Like, it's how he expresses himself, I really like, right? Um, there's this veteran employee um, named Tom. Um, and yeah. He always like, scared because he feel like he'll get fired. even. Though oh, my God. Tom
1: Tom about. had some classic moments too, Trent. The jump to conclusions, that thing is so stupid. <laughs> but boy, so funny at the same time. when he
0: explain it...
1: Yeah, boy. Like, oh, I, God. I like
0: that Michael say, that is, that is like, that is <laughs> yeah. the stupidest idea of ever. in my life. Yeah, for real, eh? But it's when you see it later on, or you you watch it later... And- are you look terrible still eh but us it still yeah. <laughs> looks yeah yeah <laughs> anyway right so um so back to peter though so i like how peter like real trying to duck out the workers. so he like real see when he files or what that and wow wi- windows 98 shit like i just watching this like
1: that, wow, that is, that is, that not even that because it's an office computer so that should look like 95. look like windows 3.100 even look like 95 <laughs> <laughs> it looked like 3.1 all that now was I is actually, actually, i probably before it's probably 95 to be honest eh? but i should look like our office like them office workspace computer like an emmy or one of them nt type programs yeah. that shit now nah. like but these terrible westerns back in the days shit slow as hell
0: yeah and, go ahead and what's so funny looking at it in retrospect right you know in those movies where somebody have to you know sneak into somebody's room and download files onto a flash drive and there's always this yeah, nah. where, the, where the person comes in and they have to hurry up but you know you know the the, the files still see um so being copied right and it's just tiny, yeah. bit, nah. it's how they play it but sort of different now with you know the stuff being saved and they take it takes it forever to yeah. think because of how slow the, the um the computer is there. So by the time he done now he run into Bill and Bill yeah. doing the whole Yeah, I'm I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday. Then as yeah, and then also gonna have yeah, yeah, also need you to come in on Sunday. I was like, fuck you,
1: Trent. But is it yeah, reason, you know? is the reason to
0: Hammer's saying fuck him, eh? He said how a few people will lead off any company. Right,
1: yeah, of, because it was firing people, I right. was like,
0: nah, fuck you, Trent. <laughs> yeah, you <no. laughs> That was so rough, right? I don't know if you have anything to say about that moment with... Um,
1: no, yeah, it... it, it, it not- it's a funny bit because he, he looking at him. You see them skulking around, and it's like you can tell it's some real shark behavior that no? So he, he, when he looked back up, he disappeared no? and then he come from behind, like <laughs> funny as hell. He, it, what make it funny is that he, the geography of the scene—it looked like the geography of the office changed when there's this bit, like way wicked there. Because it's like why would he sneak up on if he could if he know the office space as it is there? No? Yes. Little things like that. Yeah, just the absurdity the, 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 the of it. When no? we can okay, work right, and then we
0: get one of the best moments in this film thread. I didn't. I forgot about this shit, and when I see that, the payoff had me laughing my ass off, right? So Peter and Anne attend this hypnotherapy session. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's about working, uh, working through the relationship there, because they, they in a rut, right? Um, but where it begins now, Peter basically talking to a, a, a Dr. Swanson, right? Played by Mike McShane. and i are like, wait, you in this too? It's like, well, you in this too, I will see all through the show, right? Um, how stressed he is, right? So Dr. Swanson basically do this whole pre-guided meditation thing, right? Well, sort of hypnosis thing, right? So you tell him to calm his body down, right? And wait till he count to three and then he will kind of give in to like inner peace, right? Now, I watch this scene, eh? I, I just watch it normal, right? And then I just see Swanson sort of cough a bit. i like, no. No, Mike. Mike, Mike, Judge, you're not gonna do this similar, right? Don't. Yeah. No. And then <laughs> I see you sort of sweat, I'm like, no, no, Mike, don't do this trend! Don't do this trend! And then before the man said three, the man collapsed and die, And everybody else freaking out. And Peter the sitting in the chair all zoned out Trend. And yeah. I was laughing my ass. Is it's that really funny, man? It's so dark. But it's so funny. At the same time, Trent, I was like, and for me, looking back at it, right, I was like, only yeah, are to choke a with this show, like, you can't show that, you know, PG or PG-13 train. you will freak people out, right? people will not, like, people will get freaked out when you talk about mental health, Trent, or, or go to, to, like, um you know, like, um, like a psychologist, uh, they'll get freaked out, Trent, when they see something like this, but I will like, that shit had me laughing, Dread. I don't know if you, if you enjoyed that scene too.
1: Yeah, it's a funny bit, it's, that, it's well, it's the main, main trust in the movie, as it is with, with Mike, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Peter, <laughs> Peter changing his mindset uh, completely, and making it work for waiters. it is. Uh, yeah, it's a really funny bit that catches you off guard, because what, what they do with it is how everything gets zoned out, and like, alright, it worked because the guy died, <laughs> like, the, because it would not work otherwise, I sure that, because uh, they attempted that several times before, and now it worked this time, for some yes. reason, <laughs> like, no. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah,
0: because because Peter's is, is, is Zen out now, uh, he just spent like half the day, the following day, of course, Uh, sleeping, right? He, basically, he was just right. sleeping through the whole weekend, basically, right? Yeah, he does, yeah, he does uh, sleep, yeah.
1: but he effectively sleeps through all our Saturdays, did not go to right, the right. work. Right, right, all our Saturdays. Uh, because right, it's cold right, right. Yeah. Right, um, yeah. He
0: get voice message after voice message from Bill, and you know, I like how it all starts with, yeah, or yeah. 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 Hey. <laughs> Yeah. Um even Ange call and you know, she real pissed off at how he was reacting to the to the um to the hypnotist dying. And then she she pretty pretty much break up with him that And then she say, Yeah, I was cheating behind you and well Peter don't mm-hmm. give a shit. He's just like, Well fuck it, right? Um right. I like that, you know, he's a new man, right? I like that he even had well, because he you know, he's single now, I like that he has the bravery now to invite um Joanne for for, for, for lunch, right? Don't mind it's in another restaurant, right? Um Oh, this, like, oh, even though they, they even though they don't really like explore her work-based background though, um, the the main conflict of it I find it so stupid. But I guess as the point, this whole thing with yeah. wearing flares right or buttons yeah, yeah, that yeah. she has on her suspenders right, so she right flares, right, right. So this is and this part the boy, of it. One, t- one, one, one second, the <laughs> boss rel like he he. Yeah. It's, it's not like he's angry about it, he's just concerned, right? But how he happened it so much, It's like, well, you know, th- you know this guy has 37, so right. it's like, wh- right. why it is that you, 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 keep, you stick with 50? She's like, well, I just want 15, this is enough for me, so like, why, yeah. you, why you want me with that, right? But it's so weird and absurd, but I guess that's the point, you know, but... Is this... I'll
1: no, yeah, that, but that's the insidiousness of it now. You know, is right. the, the smile on the face they're making you do so with the, with, the, with the flare thing. They wanted to do the bare... The, they tell you the minimum is the thing, but when you do the bare minimum, they're still fighting it down. And they, again, you they have to not only do this, but do it with a smile. It's like, look, you're already paying me. I ain't, I ain't had a... Like, don't make me smile with this now. That, that, they get to that insidiousness of that aspect of it now. That, especially with, with restaurants and, and service industry stuff, where, look, if you're in front you know you better be you know be, you know don't, don't don't make you know do do three simple rules be attractive uh you know be handsome and don't be unattractive dicey re- rules but also be be happy you know you know Yeah, that part of it i think is why it, it they nail they nailed that part of it in my opinion yeah go ahead yeah
0: and i think about i'm mistaken when we first see joanna um she's not like all smiling i mean like yeah she attractive but she's not like right into right. everybody she's just like Cool. She's normal. She just doing. She work, right? So she
1: do she job, yeah. Yeah. She, she... But the thing is, like when you go when you go Fridays and these kind of things. And again, I so this was before Fridays came to turn or anything like that. Right. And I remember going to Fridays and thinking, wow, this is the same fucking bullshit, though. Like uh, it of of a space going back in the back of my head is like, wow, like that's a job because I just, I just really feel out how when I go to these places and they. they it greasy and greasy and like it, they it, it feels they fake. have to do it. It feels fake. It's fake, but they have to do it. That's the sad part about it. It's your job. Like as if you had to give a shit like they give a shit one way or the other. They have to do that to everybody. But it's a weird kind of thing. And I just always feel a how when people they do that now. I, I really feel a kind of weird way like they get like i d I don't like I don't try to like get napkins or if like again a drink for me. Just make me drink as good as you could. Do it. I'll get napkins, I'll do this stuff for myself. Don't need you to overserve, me I see that. There's something about that will just bother the hell out of me. Mm. Um uh, it just the weird relationship and the, this nails that. Like this nails that whole you can't even do the bare minimum, they're still getting harang. Yeah. That part of it. No. That's so it's so interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Right.
0: Um yeah, so Peter, he, he's still chill, right? I like how he shows up to work right. where they're doing all these like interviews with the consultants, all that kind of stuff, right? Right, right. He just right. there to, like collect a dress book, right? But he does stick around for his interview. I like how he just like talking in this real national manner about yeah, the job that he do, he just don't care. He just because yeah, he just had a purpose, a a lot of shit, right? Um right. and there's like a follow up meeting between the consultants and Bill and there's this other superior, right? And talk about, well, what Milton was laid off five years ago, but due to a network glitch, I believe it was, yeah, he was still collecting paychecks, right? So yes, right. there was there's a point later on where, yeah, they just cut that off, right? Um actually they set it up here, right? Because they say, well, right. um Can they fix the glitch, right, once they find out? But the idea is that they want to keep Milton on board, but they're not going to pay him. I was like, "Right, wow, boy, all this." Yeah, real dread That real dread, boy. <laughs> and I like that when they come. To, well, when they're talking about Peter, right? They say about how he hasn't been challenged enough now. So I like that the consultants looking at Bill now. So it's like almost like, "All right, Bill, you want to right. keep your job, you have to give Peter more to do." Right? I like that. Right. I like that whole balance of power thing that they that they do there. Right? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and then we get. Another Scarfy, uh, sorry, Ghetto Boy song. I forgot what it was. Ghetto the- Boys, yeah? Yeah. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster, right? And mm-hmm. while it is not one of my top favorite Ghetto Boy songs, how they use this in the movie is brilliant. I love it, right? Yeah. And just this montage of this Peter just not giving any fucks at all dred right like, okay. oh, like everybody at work to watch him like dude what up to you dred but i like that he's spending more time with joanna they're watching kung fu on tv he would go to f- he would go on fishing with-, with Lawrence. you know what i mean but the beauty of this sequence is the song itself right you know the beat is laid back and the scarface and bush build pretty much laid back as well too right but they're talking like all this gangster shit they're like yeah this is why i do it, you or know? like I don't care, Kaya gangster, it good it feels good to be a gangster. I ain't making money, you no know, fuck all day, right? And how it, it and how they, they they connect that with Peter's Zen, you know, me through that whole sequence yeah. I love that. I love this whole sequence, right? Um, I don't I don't know if you have any thoughts on this whole montage.
1: I yeah, just, yeah, it's, again a good a good funny edit. Again, really good montage. There's a lot of great montages in this like you yes. know, just Cutting together stuff, making it f- flow and, and really, yeah. And it's it not like super funny or anything like that, but it just settled the character up so well and flowing the story, putting, put it together quite well. Yeah, it's a good sequence.
0: Yes, and also points, once again, for keeping the end wood. Stop, se- no, they, they don't century. it, they hear all of that. Well, yeah, I didn't <laughs> expect that. that. I yeah. like wood, yes, yes. I don't care if it's white people. They get the point, right? Whatever. Um, so Peter Zen now is testing now because during a meeting with the consultants, he looks right. at Samir and Michael are scheduled to be fired at the end of the week.
2: Yeah, wow. It's yeah, what,
0: it's what um oh gosh, Dietrich's character says where well, he says statistics show that it's best to fire people on a Friday. I like fuck you, boy. <laughs> yeah, but it's know. true. Well, you know, yeah. when, when they really think about it, it, it's it's true. It's true, right? Um, and they're gonna be replaced with these entry level employees, right? Um, and Paul Milton dread. Like well, Bill Adam doing it right? Yeah, f- like they force the to move to basically basement. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's how he reacts it. Or like, like you know, like, like this is like the fifth time you move my you've moved my desk around. And, and waste my stapler? And, 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 and my paycheck, you know? It's yeah. Like, no. how he goes off though. It, it's sad, but it's funny. <laughs> but you feel so sorry for him though. You, you feel so sorry for him, right? So earlier on, they were talking about um. Well, Michael was talking about this. Well, it's actually a software, but they call it a virus kind of, right? That um, he, he he created, right? And, well, Peter...
1: Right, no, so... About... All right. He, he didn't create it. So, well, he, he, he came out of programming it, but this, okay, this okay. was something, our old thing. Uh, from since oh. the 70s, our old problem. I old exploit that they never really patched out. Right. And it's from... Uh, because, as I say, they keep talking about Superman yes, 3. Superman yeah, yeah, same. I like how they bring. up. It's Superman 3.
0: same thing up, from, from Superman like, 3. Yes, yeah. Thing
1: <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I, I,
0: that that's a whole piece, that's a nice piece of writing there, now because yeah, yeah, clever, kind of um you know implausible. There was like yeah, well you know
1: in this movie no, yeah, like right. yeah, that that make, uh, okay. So I, I don't know the actual history of this. I, I show it I show it off like a radio lab episode or something like that. That, that probably covering it, but the whole shaving off the fractions of a cent thing because computers just was counting two anyway. Like like it's all of these remember a lot of computers are just saving energy or saving RAM or whatever it is. Yeah. So you can understand why these things were designed the way they was, and then you forget. Like they just forget time pass and it have all these all these technical problems that pop up only later. So you could see, you know, it making some sense. It's only when you noticing money missing. Then you realise something wrong now. Um but you will never notice on that programming level. So I, I never but I don't know the actual history of this. But yeah, I think it's one of those things that actually real and was a problem back in the way back in the eighties, seventies and eighties, and you know, countries like I sure it I showed show banks and children that still had a problem some bullshit like that, sure. But whatever, it's like that. It's whatever it is. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Um
0: and I like how how Michael is like, well, why are you doing this for? Like, like, even though my job is shit, I, I still gain paid, right? And then what people yeah. tell him, Well, yeah, you gotta get fired, right? So it's is, is Real subtle, right? But, you know, um, I, I heard it and I love the fact that you use this in the movie, right? So, for a Hot Minute, right, I knew that um, Slum Village, right, you know, fun, fun fact, if you saw my, my Hip Hop Top 10, you know, episode, right, that is my Top 10 pick of, like, all time favorite Hip Hop albums, right? Fantastic Volume 2, right? And one of the lead singles was Get This Money, right? Um, I always knew that that song was in this movie, right, but I didn't know where. But right. How they brought it in make a lot of sense. Because it's basically where um, Peter and Michael are at the bar. And, right. And you know, they talking about the plan, right? In the background, you hear the instrumental. I love that because, yeah, the song is about getting paid. That's what it's about, right? But this yeah. here. This is the background where it's about, yo, I gotta get fired. What I gotta do, right? I love that. It's, it's Again, it's, it's subtle, right? It's not in your face like the Ghetto boy songs, but it works, right? Um, but... Afterwards, now they hook up with some air and they hatch this plan to, to install yeah. the, the software into the main system, right? And again, these 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 needle drops, right? So I didn't even like I I. I actually wasn't familiar with the song until like I, I heard it like a while back right um ice cube down for whatever that's off of right his, um, album lethal injection right yeah like how they fit that into it though like like the song itself is like some real pimp shit but how they fit yeah. it in the scene was was real dread though there's the whole all right gonna sneak this behind you like i can put this in i got to make sure nobody watching me. it's real sneaky shit though but it works perfectly do this again these these nail drops do actually work right um Later on, um, one of the co-workers, right? So that's, that's the pervy guy that you mentioned, right? Yeah, pre- uh, tells Peter and Michael and Samara that Tom, right? The old guy tried to commit suicide there because, yeah, eventually
1: he died, right, right? Right, And he failed. Yeah, this was so dark, though. But and it, it was it dark, dark, dark and, it, dark it, but and but funny again, at the same time, again, I'm going
0: to watch this scene play out. i like, all right, what yeah. happened, right? So as, but long story short, it ends with him driving out of it. Well, you know, yeah. driving out from his driveway trend. And I waited for it, right? And yeah, a car just hit him. bow, right? Yeah. Drunk driver. <laughs> and, well, yeah, he ended up in the hospital. He broke some ribs and some bones and whatnot, right? But they get a huge settlement from it, right? And well, he say, well, he get out of the hospital in a few days after he gets out. Sorry, he hosts a party at his place, right? It's like, all right, right, we'll go there, right? So cut to Friday, and Peter's driving Michael and Samira back home, right? So this is right after they get fired, right? Right after they get they get kicked out, right? So Samir talked about how they, how they get forced, not like if they were about to steal something, right? And Peter says, oh, I actually did steal something. Call it a going away present. And then we get the defining moment <laughs> of a <office> space. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you never saw this movie, you know about yeah, this movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, And this Classic. is where our heroes destroy the, <laughs> the printer slash yeah. computer. printer, It's They pick the a yeah. song from, from Get The yeah. um album. Yeah. Um, you know, well, still, that's the name of the song, right? And again, it's framing this grimy gangster rap with like scenes <laughs> with characters who are the furthest thing away from that environment, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the juxtaposition works. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I like that even if you don't know the context of what it is you're seeing, right? I like give you the scene that's for the first time you have no idea what's going on, right? Is the joy that they have in destroying this though that 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 rings through, right? Um in short, the scene is fucking brilliant. It's 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 yeah. actually. It transcends brilliance It's 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 inspirational, right? And yes, like even though it's not like it's not one of my favorite remember uh, I remember, I remember even 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 a uh, family guy
1: parody this
0: yes they did they, they, did, they did, lived bit yeah, yeah yeah um so like you know while still it's not my favorite it's not my top favorite Ghetto Boys so like my favorite song from them of course is uh my mind's playing tricks on me that's a piece in my opinion still yeah. imagine still put a lot of people on to ghetto boys eh? off of this off of the scene right um and by the way Mike's reaction near the end of the scene is priceless right so like he just go and start to
1: punch this thing there. And you know, yeah, no. Mike, Mike like does just look, don't have it yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: How do how, how you see this block there? It looked like he just beat down on our <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. The other two had to pull him away, Trent. And he's like, no, fuck this. And push them away. And you know? it's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and like, Mike, yeah. i like, wood, Mike, Mike, round of applause. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. So yes, that scene is brilliant. Die motherfucker, die motherfucker, still fool. You know. Classic, I love that. So yeah, anything else you want to weigh in on that? On that?
1: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, that, because you know just a classic bit. I mean, it's just so really funny and, and well done how they cut it together. How it just edited the, 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 slow-mo, the, yeah, the, the camera angle from the beat. <laughs> But he would walk walking above the camera. And yeah. it's just a real hardcore shit. And in the dude, second you dude, see the printer, like, fly into frame. Yeah, the second it's... you see the printer fly into frame, you're cracking up. Because they're like, oh, you right. that's What What, is what, what, what fun. catch me, though, is he drop
0: kicks. Them doing it, though. Them, them yeah, yeah. drop kicks on a printer, though. You know? <laughs> you know? I, I, see, I see Peter with the back So, in my head, <laughs> just, just haven't... haven't have uh, because I haven't seen it in a long while, right? I just think like all of them had a turn with the bat and they smashed it, right? But no, it's <laughs> like Samir doing drop kicks. And, <laughs> you like, know punching, I assume it's the motherboard or the chassis. Or yeah, yeah. punch that shit too. I like wow, you know, I love all this, I love all this. But yeah, that, that scene is timeless. That, timeless, that, yeah. That, that is legit the pop culture though. No, I love it, right? But anyway, so Peter Samir and Michael and Joanna now they attend Tom's party, right? And during the proceedings, um, Tom, drop a, drop a gem dread on Peter because you see, I bet I hated my job even more than you and I've been doing this for over 30 years. But just remember, if you're hanging there long enough, good things could happen in this world. I mean, look at me. Yes, yeah. that
1: last part is dark. But it's, a <laughs> no, it's funnier, funny as hell, eh? I know. Well, exactly. the, the guy, okay, so the guy who was his lawyer, who is that? It's a slip of a mind. I was trying to, I was trying to guard he had, a, he had this guy, who a black fellow, who's his lawyer who got Before, everybody um, who, i was watching him, I, was like, I, know I know that fellow face you it it's never yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I should look it up but i know him from somewhere. yeah yeah right but yeah, when you really think about it, it it's is yes it's a perspective and you, you know you can always do right. a job or you can switch careers but the idea i get from it is that if you're really passionate about this about your job you will stick with it. You will stick with it. law.
1: Well, I stick with it. You'll well, know, I, with it. I mean, he—he he is the worst character to be saying that. Like that's a know, joke too. But it's a good point. <laughs> it's not a good point. It is yeah, yeah. because he—he he just so pathetic. Because got the one one guy who never like you can say he's the one guy who never chases dreams or do anything. he keep talking about the the thing, and it's That is a shitty idea. Yeah, but he never even make an attempt to chase it until he bought in you know mashup. Yeah. So it's that. It's the only thing. But yeah, the, the he the, the two was asking them about. Um, the, the, the crime they do and how much money he, how much um, you know years he can get because he talk about if I had clients who white collar crime mm-hmm. basically what he was doing just just stealing the, well it's money they defend with respect to the shaving pennies thing right and, and if, if meant they... the whole
0: jail thing and what going happen if you go in right. jail and that freak out Samir I remember that yeah right 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 so um, the same co-worker from before the same pervy guy from before Right, oh, right, Peter. and you know he just watches Joanna. like, oh, I want to hook up with her. It's like, oh, well, that's my girlfriend. You talk about right, right, yeah. He's a, he's who yeah, who she come with, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, basically, she's been around like like a record. I mentioned how he was even How he was evil with Lumberg, right? And right, he right. No, Peter just starts <laughs> yeah. flipping out. Red. and like right, yeah. Like, as he leave, like he and Joanna, right. So he take it. Oh, it's my boss you sleep with her, but she takes. Oh, right. like, yeah, Bill, right? Yeah, that, right? And of course they argue, and she leave the car. And I right. Like that right afterwards, she goes back to the job and then the boss doing that whole bullshit thing with the, with the, um, with the, right. and then she's just like, you know what? I, I done with this shit. The bird and yeah. move on. I love that. That was, it, it's simple to the point, but yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Right. Um, and while well, Peter's plan actually works, right? Because, you know, um, well on Monday, I believe it was, yeah, he goes uh,
1: to the ATM, he check his account. Well, the says, problem like, is that the problem it worked too well so that, it was yeah yeah because yeah it worked too well to well he put I think he did tell him that he said he probably put a decimal placing wrong by off by one or two right. so instead yeah. of getting a little bit of money it was supposed to be like that amount but over like a period of like two years or yeah, so so years. the probably yeah. they went on notice but he got it like within over two days they get that <laughs> so like well you know it, it obviously somebody teething the money there. exactly so so of course mm-hmm. Peter's freaking out everybody
0: freaking out Peter Bill right. Somebody freaking out right um Back at in the tech though. so Bill have is he he having a birthday party, right? It's forty first uh, birthday, right?
1: <laughs> this now. this and this bit funny as hell to boy. dread. Oh my god, how did, how that oh um, uh, my god, this had me cracking up, dread. Good cake, you, Milton Vice. So,
0: yeah, boy. This this I assume South Korean chick right, so she cut up the cake and like yeah boy. Just they waited for he, he played the it's like wait wait no 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 everybody else have to get the piece wait yeah boy. On. And he's like but that just but you'll be you'll Are watching
1: is, is he watch, edited? Is he edited? I cut it back to the cake. Yeah? <laughs> no, yeah, you know he's get no cake. Yeah. Funny as hell. How you playing,
0: Everybody get cake except for Milton Dread.
1: You no, know like, what what I make it, it funny is it it they are passing dog that right when it's a pass only last piece of the woman right before him stop now <laughs> like jeez <Yeah>, boy, boy. <laughs> that's funny as hell though and it's I so brutal
0: watching Milton, like, oh, so you could take this right and, and he says oh m- m- maybe i can set the building on fire you know? yeah that, you know that's something that's a bit even say in that maybe i can set the building on fire right yeah
1: right which is the same the same line from the animation because oh, in the animation okay. we can watch the animation it's the same joke all right, right the same I, joke i, I didn't know. right okay so yeah. back to back to peter
0: right this is so dumb, right? So they they are all trying to figure out how to launder the money because they, they they don't know what to do, right? I like that. As right. Michael say, "Look, we we software people, we don't know how to launder uh, money." Right. I like how uh, right. they saw. Well, you know, it's, it maybe is like drug dealing, like we do that, right? Anybody know any drug dealers? And a, well, oh, yeah. Michael say. Oh, I I, I know I know. A, uh, what do you say? I I know a coke because, know a, Yeah, because he's a coke user, something like that. Yeah, coke said, head. But a coke head. I like, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's helpful.
0: I like that in between that, um they mentioned, this, this, oh, this kind of, by the way, that the Lombard that they mentioned, that the guy mentioned was actually Ron, and he used to- Right,
1: there's another guy, right, yeah.
0: Called Inetrode, right? So it wasn't yeah. Bill's, and it's like, wow.
1: Yeah, the guy who left, the guy who moved away a while back or something like that. Right.
0: Yeah, that Peter's like, oh, shit, wow, I didn't know that, right? Um, I did not expect to see right Orlando. because Peter, Peter, had a dream. That dream sequence for funny as well too. Why? Eh? And this is <laughs> yeah, you see it, Bill, like you know, having sex or mm-hmm. what? That is like you know, yeah, like, but you still yeah, do the same thing. That love, I love, love right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did not expect to see all other in this, but I like it right. comes right after the the uh, the the, the head joke there because he talked about oh, I am an ex crack addict, whoever it is, and I am here to sell magazines, right? But it's when he revealed that, oh, he used to be a soul. He used to work in the at today. At InnoTrood, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's what he said, boy, how he make more money selling magazine subscriptions than he did at Indertron. Yeah. i like, really, bro? Like... Yeah. It's it, it kind of hard for me to, to to make sense of that, but it was so weird and funny. And-
1: no, but I, Yeah, exactly. They get it... They really get into the whole disposability of a whole class of like that tech worker class it right. is is keep coming and going like the problem with the tech worker industry is that like if you make if you're good if you know your shit or you you, you climb the corporate ladder that type of climbing the corporate ladder is not the same thing because engineers not really good at that no and that's why this character it would make sense he would eventually get fired that's um with tom now yeah because yeah you have to once you're Charismatic enough, and your engineer, you had to do both. If you if you slip on either end, you're gone. And right. so in their case, it's like yeah, the engineers disposable. They always will. Yeah, at least at least that tech, that type of tech engineer, right. um, computer science is one of those. It looked like something that you could do because yeah, literally the, the richest man of the world became one. But it was always kind of a bullshit kind of thing now. It makes sense though. No? Right. And yeah, so it wasn't a surprise, but it was brutal. It's like, yeah, they did it lived, is, they the hard way.
0: Like, like, it me, like why would I legit get schedule like like all, all my like, educational accomplishments, and
1: are to shit, but, like, if I'm like, he who went to software engineering camps... Right. Well, no, I mean, again, it's one of those things that it was one of the... Like, computer science is one of the jobs that is, for, for its difficulty, it's one of the more precarious ones. Like, right. it was... Always, that was always a kind of weird thing about the American economy, but because the economy, you could have moved around relatively easily, it wasn't a big problem, but it was super easy to get fired from a job. You know where you see this a lot? In the video game industry. Right? Okay, okay. Mm. Yeah, the, the game is, you'll, you'll hear this game do so good and so on and so on. Then you'll hear, oh, the fire set of workers or something like that. Yeah, right yeah. now, we have a big set of layoffs in, in software companies. And that makes sense. Because it's like, once they finish the task, it the, the skills are transferable. Why would they keep you on? The, the job done. <laughs> right. It's like that. It's, it, it, and it's no different like construction or whatever it is. You just have to look for another job. Right. It's that. It's pretty um, much that. So that's how... We, he he, disposable. And he say, yeah, sorry to say it. You have to like for your other way to make money, otherwise no, because you ain't to make money as it is. Unless you, unless you get a bag and you're good, right? But usually, usually with one project you get a good bag, right? It's, that's the problem.
0: Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Go before ahead. Before we move on, though, no. I'm speaking of Tom, right? There was a moment that sort of flew past me where Tom was being interviewed by the um, by the right. right. Out, yes, that's what you were talking too. about. What his job is, and you talk about like, yeah. I he, know. He's so how disposable right. it is. How disposable it is. There. So You're right. You, you mind if I can explain explain that because I didn't understand what
1: Tom's really no right. Was. That's the thing. Tom there for a hot minute, but the right. thing with Tom is that he's an engineer. Clearly, like he's a he's an engineer, but he had enough, for lack of a better term, charisma. To, but he never moved to managerial managerial. In terms of the job, I, I don't, again, this is how I just, just me remembering how corporate works, workspaces work in that sense. He now, he, yes, have these kind of in between jobs that serve our purpose back in the past, but when it's time to do some audit and see, well, you know, not serve our purpose anymore, it's time for you to go there. And you see it with, with software companies. They put, I forget who it was, but it had a woman who saved Toy Story 2 right she saved toy story 2 from being deleted because toy story 2 was deleted but she had it on her computer she got fired from pixar the other day or disney or something like that like is that serious? you? yeah yeah you're a hero of the pass and now you, you, you know what have you done for me lately you know sorry but they will your ass nothing at the end of the day and that's what it was it's just the fella, you could get all this education and a software engineer in particular is precarious that's also it like it's just that
0: okay okay i i understand right so back to peter right um yeah so peter apologized to joanna they kiss the makeup and, they make up, and yeah. it's nice yeah. um and even informs her
1: that oh god he, the guy I, the guy from this, the place the guy from her workplace is like hey you too, that man i want to fucking kill he He's such a weird oh, way like, <laughs> i forget the guy's name but right so they they, they they he he had an open moment with them when he went when they went, to, to, to that restaurant. That is church. He's the name of the place, right? right. Yeah, yeah. And he's the one who brings up um, the case in the Mondays. I remember he's, the, yeah. he's the second person to say it. The se- because yeah, the first woman The first moment was the moment in, the, in, the, in, in, in attack. But he's the second person. And then when I... Um, oh, this is the underrated d drink when moment. When he asked him... If anybody asks him that he'll ever get a case in the Mondays. And he's like, no, nah, man. You get your ass kicked for that, man. it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a funny one-liner. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Right. So, um... Yeah, so Peter
0: pretty much tells her that, yeah, he he going to return the money, right? Because he have the checks. Right. But he, he right. has the check form, so he have it in the envelope. He's going to drop it off um by Bill's office and leaves, right?
1: Um. Better that he... Oh, I, I, I another thing. Another part of, we missed with, the, another Dietrich Bader one-liner. When um, everybody leaves and say, you're a bad man, Peter. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Two things. Yeah. Two, two moments that was funny, where, well, one, when he say, Lawrence in there, is like, yeah, man, but I don't want you fucking up my life, too. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny one-liner. Yes, that, and, I remember and, that and had me cracking crack up before I hear it. that. It's we come out and do it too, okay? Nowhere,
0: yeah, yeah. I had the dream. Like, Lawrence couldn't have been here, what he was seeing, right? But it's like, well, yeah, No, he you know.
1: was listening to the whole thing. That's yes, the whole point, Lawrence yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. That's what make that funny, because you hear one thing that and Lawrence apartment from their perspective, you know. Yes. But he heard everything. Um, but no, the, the, um, oh no, to be fair, no, sometimes you just hear him say things because it's like, hey, don't worry about him. Uh, so you just sometimes hear stuff from Lawrence's apartment. It's like, wait, who's that? And it's like, um, don't worry about him, he's cool. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. they say that. But, um, no, yeah. And then the second sequence is the, 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 map, the, the dream. When it's like, you know, we you know, I sentence you to federal punk media ass prison. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> In it, the 90s, it's like rape jokes funny whatever well, prison rape jokes, right? But it was funny look, back it's then. Come on. It's re- re- right, that. right. That's
0: what we pay that's what we pay money to see, right?
1: Right. Um, so federal, yeah. federal, federal punk media ass prison. Okay, if yeah. they get catched with with money um, laundering, that's a federal crime. And that's a serious crime. Mm. Like so it's that's that. Well yeah, the dream sequence is funny too when they when they get sentenced. Yeah, but for me,
0: it kind of caught me by surprise. I didn't think we would have gotten that, right? But it works, right? You're Right. Um, and speaking of jail, yeah, that's that's why, well, he, you, he, 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 well, Peter pretty much says, you know, he's going to give himself up to the police. Right, you got going to take the gun rap for the whole thing. Yeah, are right. take the rap, right? Um, and he actually keeps his promise while he goes in. You're right. He's taking a night. He slides the envelope in, into the um, <laughs> this, this is a funny bit I, too. <laughs> I, I love it. Okay, like he slides it in and then like about like five seconds, he's like, oh
1: shit, you know, be trying to push his fingers through. Like, so... that, that's too late sorry small detail with that i'm not sure if this is the okay so i have probably double check this but the door's open that's the thing you know that yes because milton walked in later yes that's the next i can't remember if that's true i don't look it back to see if the door's open because
0: i don't know he he walked yeah go ahead he opened the door he opened the door right but yeah i was like but who wait they tell me bill didn't close the door but why but like oh he didn't lock the door like he, he didn't doesn't open, lock the door. Like he did lock it. Like, like, like. I yeah, he did lock it. it. Right. had set it up a little better because yeah, it's a surprise when when Milton comes in. You, I'll talk about that. Yeah. Later. Um. Yeah. And open the door, but prior to him walking there, now, um, that's where we get the whole payroll scene, boy. And this, this, research yeah. talk about. You know, um. Yeah, you have to speak to you have to speak to Lumberg. It's like, well, I already spoke to Lumberg, and you know, he right. Took my stapler. It's like, well, I'm sorry, and blah blah blah, right? And boy, you you really feel it for him, right? Um. So, yeah, Milton goes into Bill's office, right? Because <laughs> to collect the stapler, right? And right, to go get back the stapler, right, yeah. Steps over, in quotes, uh, the envelope. Car watch is it, like, wait, he noticed it? Right. Like, he step over it, right? Um, but, yeah. But so like, I thought I thought he took it, you know. Um, because it's checks, right? That's what it was. Yeah, it, it was checks. It was checks. Right. Well, we'll. So we'll get thought... to that. We'll we'll get to that in, in, at the very end, right? Um, right. No problem. Yeah. So 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 Peter goes back to Lawrence. he bid him farewell. Like you know what, everything gonna be okay. Um and then while well, on his way to the police now, um yeah the Intertech building is in flames, is engulfed in flames. Sorry. Um and clearly it's Milton who's who did it because yeah you see him kind of walking away from the crowd of onlookers. Correct. And
1: you to notice him and smile like. Okay, okay, because... He the, the, song kid choice, kid. the song choice is great as well, eh? When he came to the... When he, he driving to the place and he heard, he, 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 that he had, he did that saxophone. Uh, when the trumpets played, they're like, all right, this yes. song is hard. Yes. <laughs> it's a great edit. It is, it is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that is very... um, how to it say? It's right? a jazz... I forget what song it is, it's a jazz song. Yeah. It's a, kind of a... My, I forget what it was, but it's, yeah. it's a jazz song. It, it, I don't it's kinda, look at It's kind
0: of yeah. bluesy, but more a Yeah. Kind of vibe that, yeah. that Twitter's, right? So, now for the outro now, or I should say near the outro now. So, sometime later, um, you see Peter Lawrence um, clearing the rubble from the Inertech building. So, yeah, oh,
1: I mean, right, um, Inertech, right, yeah. yeah. So,
0: so so Lawrence hook him up with a job. So, yeah, he's doing construction now. So, he, like, clean up. Right. It, right. Yeah. Um, And Peter spots a Red Sea. He's like, all right, I know somebody who who would want that, right? Right. Um, Mike and Samir show up in a car. Right, they, right. They're they they working for the, the right? They reveal that they're working with Inertrode now, right? With yeah. They said run and... Orlando Jones' character worked at, right? And it's a nice moment yeah. where Mike and Summer is like, yo, you, you wanna you wanna get a job? You wanna work with me? He's like, right. he's he's good where he's at, man. I, I like that. I could I, I yeah. can learn a lot mm-hmm. from that, just being content by um with the job that you have. I like the the, the idea where, yeah, it's not me sitting on a cubicle anymore. I'm outside, I get my exercise, you know what I mean? So it's a change of pace. So I like that, right? Um <clears throat> and in the outro now, we see Milton chilling out on his fancy beach at his tropical report, right? It's some, oh, somewhere in Mexico, Mexico, I assume. I assume think, it, think it's Mexico. Yeah, because it's a Spanish guy, or at least a
1: Spanish, right. uh, Spanish-speaking Spanish guy. Yeah, you know Mexico, Puerto Rico. I can't remember, I think it's Mexico.
0: Yeah, and I like that he kind of do a take on the whole... He, like, he always complains about stuff that we talk about. Oh, you know, like I get a pina colada instead of a Mai Tai. Right, know, right, this, right, right. All this salt, all this big grain of salt in my margarita, man. And I'm, I'm going to like shut the whole resort down, you know what I mean? Um, right. But in my mind, I assume that he... Found that? Well, he saw he well before before blew um sorry not blowing up before torching the place. Yeah, he envelope cash that
1: shit and. Yeah, he take the checks, right? I thought it was that. Money. Yeah. Because I thought he get like, wait, how he get, how he get? Because he was being paid for how long, no, whatever it was.
0: Yeah, clearly, cl- that man took the money and he made perfect. Right. So, and, and it's, it's a brilliant way to end the show off, right?
1: It's very um, it's very, but the end, it's it's very um, oh gosh, another with gentleman. the already Eddie Murphy oh, moved with with that places. right? Three right. places, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, On this on this island, you know. Rock right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, While while the yeah. other two um the villains are vagrants. Right. Right, the street. Right, so you're right, Um, and also side note: in the end, the closing credits, they say this film was cut entirely on a computer. I noticed that. Right, I like that. That that's very clever, Mike. That's very clever, right? Right. So in closing, um, I really enjoyed recap this film, though, right? Um, Yeah, yeah. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. But I really do enjoy it, right? Um, but I feel like back then, back in ninety nine, the reason why it's a flop, though, I I imagine it's just maybe it was a little too real, a little too relatable. Too hard to, to market. I don't know. I guess people just didn't want to come to theaters to see, oh, this man have a shitty job like me. I, I don't want to come and watch a movie about people having shitty jobs like I already have to deal with a shitty job. Why should I watch that, right? But it's how genuine it is with what it's about any teams, any messages and all that kind of stuff that make it work, right? It's relatable, right? So even do I never work corporate before, never work in a cubicle, I understand that feeling. I know how it is to, to have to travel to work and how to deal with, with, with bosses, 10 your bullshit, all that kind of stuff, right? We all have been treated in some way, shape, or form, even in jobs that you love, right? But for me, right. what, what what really hit, what really stuck with me, though, is just the idea of being stuck, right? just kind of feeling like even with all my, all my knowledge and stuff, I, I can't go anywhere, right? Huh? So I can relate to Peter, like him knowing that he should leave, you know, I like that there's a moment where, do you want to say, yeah, just... You know, find a job that you love and just stick with it. That's that's really it. Just find something that you love to do, and that's it, right? And it sounds so simple, but you could understand why a man like Peter will find it so difficult to do, right? Um, but I, for me, the commentary on that 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 work lifestyle still hits home, uh, and it's still relatable to this day, right? Um, the jokes land for the most part. Um, the the you know the nail drops. Totally work. I like that Fox was brave enough to have ghetto Bo- well Scarface and Ghetto Boys be prominent on the soundtrack. And it totally works. Ima- again, I imagine a lot of people who, uh, got put on to the to to to, uh, to Ghetto Boys this way, yeah. you know. So much great moments, so much great one-liners. Of course, that printer-copier scene is timeless, in my opinion, that will that will be looked upon years, you know, 25 years afterwards, and people will still laugh at that, even if they never see the movie, right? And speaking of that, just to round things up, um, I can imagine, like, you know, millennials... or Well, I mean, this is for the, for the millennial crowd. This is for us. We can relate to this shit, right? But I can imagine yeah. Gen Zers being introduced to this, maybe truly that... Printer, printer, scene. Sorry, or maybe right. a bit. Whether it's Lawrence dropping a one-liner or Milton or something, and be like, you know, this show is about something. I, I can understand that. Yeah. I it's from an era where we was we still weren't born, but yeah, I I, I get where the show is coming from. I like that, right? Um, I can't see, I can't honestly see that this is Mike judge's best film. Uh, because i haven't seen right. this other work but i could easily say that it is though because of the stuff that i saw right that would be um that and well i guess yeah the two beavers are but it fills right i haven't seen idiocracy i do hope to see it one day i probably would like it as much as this one you know but still this, this right. is cult status though um I, at the end of the day i feel like this is just a show that just flew past people's heads back in 99 it's very right. smart, though. That's what I love about it at the end of the day. It's yeah. very smart, very intelligent, even with the silly moments and dialogue or what, that is still a very smart and intelligent film, right? And I feel people just wasn't ready for, for smart humor like that, right? So I guess that's why it was a flop, right? But I'm glad that, you know, people, like, you know, gave it a second chance and, you know, shout out to Comedy Central for putting people on it, you know what I mean? And, and now it has a, a new, uh, you know, a, a bigger following now, thanks to them, Right. So yeah, the end. Um, I I see this as a guilty pleasure for me, right? Something I can just right. kind of kick back and just have fun with it. You know, don't really think about it too much. Even though yeah, I can relate to that stuff. Even though I'm not, I never work in the corporate sector, right? But yeah, for me, right. otherwise I got to give this a decent, a strong four or five, man. I think that it still holds up twenty five years still. Um, since it came out, and I could see this holding up twenty five years later on, man. You know, so yeah, hopefully,
1: hopefully not. not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> know. Like but yeah, Ricardo, you're no, your um, sorry yeah yeah i yeah it's one of those movies that really does it, it's both a time capital but also holds up quite well in terms of like what it's talking about and what it's trying to see and as i said mike Judge is excellent at understanding you know working class but also pmc culture at the same time and that that kind of clash right and yeah he goes on to do like as, as i said I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, of videocracy to be honest uh, mostly because of it, its it's kind of skeevy undertones but uh he goes on to do another show, which I think is not a masterpiece, but a pretty good show, and does a modern take on the matter, which was um, Silicon Valley, right around ten years ago. Uh, that was also a pretty solid show in, his, in its own right. Uh, but yeah, he always keeps showing that he understands just American work culture and, and the back and forth on that. Um, King of the Hill, you know, is, is is a great show. You know, top. I won't say in my, in my top ten, um, not top five, but in the top ten animated series, you um, always had a workable sense of of putting together things and yeah this is a comedy classic it it really works the timing and the bits are great it it, punk, it it you know three main three great protagonists that box off each other everybody great cast great side characters memorable lines yeah i is a is a i like it and this is a it's a movie that stick with me uh between this and i remember wells came out in 99 that was like a great like satire comedy thing um election remember that Oh, you know, I still haven't seen that, you know, Alexander Payne. Yeah, movie. yeah, it's another movie, another show that really nailed the time period and how people think about the world and that kind of thing. And it, Election is also great, like, it's a, another comedy classic. But what what office space was for the workplace culture, right, Election was for school, right, and, and just the, the mindset of ambition and, and that whole back and forth. Yeah, it is a, a great, great, um, great classic movie, in my opinion. Classic, great. I was really surprised it did this as a retrospective. But, yeah, it's, it's a movie I really loved.
0: Yeah, um, well, before I get to rating, right, I totally agree with you, man, but, you know, it's it's one of those shows that I feel still deserves to be discussed, though, still deserves a lot of attention, right, even though it came out um, back in 99 and could be treated as a time capsule and nothing more, man, but, again, watching it, I was just genuinely, uh, like, surprised at how much it still holds up, right, Um, especially thematically, right, but, yeah,
1: um, what's, what's your rating, man? yeah in terms of like as, as, a, as a movie and and how it comes together and how it, how much it holds up over time yeah i give it like a nine out of ten it's pretty high actually um mostly because i just forget how funny it was like i remember you remember the big scenes but you remember all the little small little dumb moments that had you cracking up i was like oh yeah that that kind of funny that funny you know this character it, but you could i guess just- it's just simple character reactions and how especially michael bolton he just like had so many cl- classic like just like why the hell you talking to me <laughs> you know mindset and he just had no patience with these idiots like is that and it, it works it really really works uh yeah uh right nine out of ten for me yeah nice 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 all right so
0: uh let's talk about uh let's let's do you know a little double feature here for a sec right so um we will start off with uh the oscar nominee american fiction and we will yeah. segue into the book of clarence right so american fiction um saw so the trailer i will actually say I, sh- I should say sorry shout out to tracy you know hutchins for putting me on to the for, the for the um to the first trailer i saw that i saw my boy jeffrey wright i was like all right this looks really good very computational, yeah. very real you know me very contemporary in terms of what it's talking about um i had to talk about the marketing of that film in my review right um correct but yeah you know i really wanted to see it but i new you know i think it's because of the release date that you know it be uh, it coming out in, in uh december last year i knew he wasn't gonna get that in cinema down here um um at all you know that even all right december but this period right uh so yeah surprise surprise it did not come out here theatrically because right? i honestly i don't think people would uh come to see a show like this to be honest but i don't know right You're right but you know by years and i was hearing a lot of great things about it i know it showed up a lot of people's top tens so i was equally ex- i was even more excited and then the excitement level raised now even more because yeah, getting nominated for awards, right? So I'll which it deserves? Yes. Um, we, we, yeah, we going
1: to talk about it, yeah.
0: Yeah, original score, adapted screenplay, uh, best supported actor for We Boys still the K Brown. best
1: Which actor. I, I totally understand. I totally understand why it is weird. When I saw what the ending is, I like. Yeah, okay, I understand why I just get to uh-huh. take a Hollywood, Hollywood like this out. So
0: yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Best actor, of course, to you know Jeffrey Wright. And right. Best Picture. I was like, all right, yeah. something like this. Okay. So yeah, I was waiting patiently, and then well, finally came out digitally, right? Uh, well, I know you saw it before me, so I know you have more time to think about it because I literally saw this um yesterday of us recording. Okay. This, okay. Right. So yeah, Ricardo, take it away. What is American Fiction about, man?
1: Sure. So we we follow uh, Jeffrey writers Talonius. Ellis or Telonius Monk Ellis, which is I like. I like that. He was like, oh why they call it a monk. Oh his name is Telonius. Okay, that's funny. I, I like that. Um yeah, he's this this really you know, up you know, stick in the mud kinda um well I said sorry, I said Telonius Ellis telonius Tolonius Ellison, sorry, cause confusing not with Tracy, Ellis Ross, whoever. Um but yeah, she he um uh, working in Hollywood as a writer. He's a smart writer, even though he's a black writer. He don't write about quote unquote black things in the stereotypical American sense. Uh, but you know, he get in a lot of trouble. You know, with selling his books or whatever it is. Um, he had to go back to. He gets into a little bit of trouble because of uh, a student. You know, not liking the use of the N word in in class, and he's like, no, is 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 you know, Southern American, you know, material, literature, you, you have to, you have to talk about, it. you have to use the word nigger, sorry, and he, he makes, he's like, he, he's flippant about to attitude about it, but he's like, yeah, he actually correct about it, but he gets into a little bit of trouble, they didn't let him go fire him, they didn't tell him to take a little break, and he goes back to Boston, because he had to do a couple things there anyway, uh, but he didn't want to do it, because he had a, a strange, with his family, so much strained relationship with his family, and then basically that's where everything comes together because you know a, a bunch of financial problems and issues and a, a family tragedy happens that puts him in a, in a kind of tight spot with respect to money so he's like well let me do something pull a kind of dumb little stunt and it ended up working in the you know i.e he decided to write a quote-unquote stereotypically black thing because and it ended up selling and he wanted to make a uh, he get financially access to a lot of stuff and it does that's where it, it builds from there because now he gets into a bunch of interesting ethical like constraints and problems and issues not only with jesse money but just something involving him as a uh a, a judge or a, well basically in a, a conflict of um let call it by uh a conflict of interest yeah not just money but a conflict of interest situation uh involving the book that he wrote like so he decided to write a fake book uh as a joke but it ended up coming out real And now he kind of gets into some trouble with that. And that's where the the main crux of the story is, as it is. And, you know, I don't think it's as misleading as people think it is, because it does focus on that. But it ended up just being a nice slice of life, you know, story about it. And they they focus mostly on those side things. It's not as misleading as the show makes it to be, because that's what it's about anyway. But it gets into the reality and bounces off. Bugs back and forth on that. Because um, to me, does stick to the con- the conceit and the premise within the advertising. I don't think it was necessarily misleading. Because um, I, I keep hearing a couple of people keep saying this, like, no, no, really, it was, it was what it was. They they keep they stick they stuck to this, but they went a little meta with it, and that's where this this kind of goes over the top for me. It goes meta with it, like it it's still self still smart enough for, to not lean into that joke, no. Um, and you know, as I said, the counterpoint is could be as annoying as the point. And it, it fakes you out with that by saying, no, there's a nice in-between middle, you could square away with this. And this character kind of puts pulls that off for the most part and where they, where they go with it, I think, is really strong stuff um i kind of love this i didn't think i would love it as much as i did um mostly because it's like yeah i myself that i I, I can't necessarily compare myself to some big phd professor but i myself kind of stuck in that situation about writing about what to do and how to square these things away i can personally attest to some of this in in some ways or or the other right i I, you know me trying to be an aspiring author myself and whatnot and yeah it, it it does really work as a as a doesn't lean into the premise too much it's not too too trying to be too too funny it doesn't lean to that joke or like hey look at these white idiots and look at these things but it does address that in its conceit like where they where they go with it and there's a couple of like, good little moments and bits about is race but the race matter but it's not in the way you think and a big back and forth there's a last line that is great involving a vote I like wow that is actually a really good like little observation and framing and it's a smarter movie than people give it credit for i think um but it's really good stuff and yeah everybody is great in this great character work um it actually reminds me of a uh, little local filmmaker in terms of like what the storytelling's about uh yaramasa it's similar to his movie in some ways um fortune wall um oh, similar really? kind of beats okay, in terms okay. of okay. think about uh, it yeah uh, uh, no think about it The shout out but explain mm-hmm. no think about his three siblings they bounce off each other dead father you know similar uh-huh uh-huh strain relationship stuff kind of thing now there's an overlap there right. um but yeah um why it, why it works is, and then why it ultimately works is how where it's really to be where it's really subversive is how earnest it is in terms of like its ultimate like what the underlying message of it is in terms of well yes on the one end you could be all serious and do this thing above the board and black people blah 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 and that, that final like clash between um him and Isaria, the end is great. Like where they where they go with that. Um and where that argument is on it. Yeah, I, I look, several years ago I already landed on that position, but you know, finally a movie like that should do it. Do I like this as much as it could be it can okay? Well, it was a little too late, I'll admit. Like I I, I make the joke before, I think I've made this joke before somewhere where, you know, it there's an American dad episode. Sorry, not American Dad, there's a family guy episode that's straight up just like this. With Brian, we, we, um, we it we, doesn't.
0: You mentioned that when we were um, talking about the nominees, the nomination, list.
1: right? Yeah. Yes, there's a yeah, right, but but I think the, the original book for this came out like twenty years ago, so I think I think that is where set gate from now. Um, but it's the same, it's a very similar idea about just kind of not selling out and, and doing a whole thing and faking your way through it and doing that whole halfway, you know, show where way should be. And they give a great metaphor um, with respect to drinks, right? Same company will make the high end stuff. They'll make the middle-brow stuff, and then they'll make the low-end stuff. But it's all the same company making it. And it's have no good reason why it is. You can't do all three, though. Um, and it's brilliant. And it, again, a lot of great framing. Like, in terms of, like, l- why are we going to have this drink anymore? And you notice what he was drinking. Right? It's the red stuff. That's clever. Yep. you yep. could do red stuff, but they could also do blue stuff. I like that. It's, it's a simple metaphor. It really, really works. It's clever. And it, I like his character. Was probably my favorite character in the show. Um, Still, K. Brown is excellent in this, where they go with him and the relationship uh with 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 the brother but then you're the brother's characterization but the one figure that is entirely absent from the narrative is the father and only when you reference the father at the ending you understand why he is the way he is and you know the little conversations and the little arguments you're having you realize all right he just he just gonna trail through the, the, the father's narrative the stuff with the mother is great the stuff with um what's her name boy from living single Shit. uh it's my mine right now um um er- er- erica erica yeah 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 erica, right uh, erica yeah erica alexander sorry yeah Eric Alexander, right yeah yeah uh, yeah she was she was pretty good at her bouncing back on what she was and that conversation she had with with him when she said she liked the book but she didn't know he was the author oh i thought that was that pretty good great. too yes yes yeah yes. i thought that was pretty good too and it it is a really good like conceit about creators and, and creativity and aspects of creativity and they do the, they do the whole producers thing it's it's a great like back and forth about that um there was a movie with melissa McCarthy a few years back that also did something like this Similar kinda of idea. Um Um I, I think she gonna Oscar num. Uh, think... actually yeah, actually, I think she got that for t- t- for that too. And yeah. then yeah, I um they make it a nice slice of life kinda of thing, bouncing off when when you learn the family. What they do really well and it's interesting that Boston is the space for this, right? What they do really well is the whole idea of the working class. You, you get you get to see, even though he is upper middle class and he he kind of hoity toity, and the entire family real hoity toity, and you know the brother is kind of trash in his own way, and the sister well we're going to the sister the, that's the whole thing. But what the, the big thing is that you get to see black working class in Boston, and that framing of, of race in that context as well. Yeah. And you know they they make that work really well in terms of like well where that goes with the main and the you know, these little small things now. It's like yeah you don't you don't have to like be. He is correct in the sense that you don't have to be like that in that way. But at the same time, that is not a unique experience. He's that's just one experience. And then when Isere's character they had they had their clash. That was pretty good too. Like in terms of her perspective and where she she comes from. And she's correct. She's also correct. And she she kinda put him in that in that in a, she correct him and put him in a better space of how to think about this stuff. And and so on and so forth. And it works. it it, it what it is. Um, also, cameos, great cameos What did you do with Keith David? Is brilliant. Loved oh, it. I love that was that. I absolutely hilarious. We're, we're not gonna spoil it. Nah, but, yeah. yeah, but it's it's really really clever stuff, and it's a, it's a fun because it's it's not super fun, you know. It's just, it's just like it gets a smile out to me, it's chuckling, but it's still very smart, and I appreciate it. But it's not like it, it doesn't have a very rolling or anything like that. Um, as I said, I mentioned, I think I mentioned this earlier, where there are a couple episodes of Atlanta that's like this. So, I would argue the Mr. Chocolate episode is very similar to this. Like, what they do with that. And they also call out... Well, who Mr. Chocolate was making fun of back in Atlanta? They also call out, they call his name in this. Yeah, Tyler Perry. Like Tyler Perry yes. is the is the person who I look at as the kind of the nexus of this material. On the one end, yes, you could you could dismiss Tyler Perry's material as being, you know, really simplistic and 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 condescending nonsense, and it's so dotish and it, it catering to the bottom, right, the 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 close comedy denominator, and he's just doing it for a bag, blah 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 blah. On the other end. Yeah, but that's what, that's what the real reality is. A lot of people do go through lives like that, and they do have that. And yes, you could write a more complex story about black people. And I, yes, I would like Tyler Perry to give some money to people who could make smarter and more interesting stories. And then, yeah. But you, you could also have people who could live... Um you know, we live in a post-moonlight world where we did get that in a smart sense, and it didn't feel condescending or, or black struggling in any way. now. like I understand the complaints about black struggle, I get it. But you could you could have a halfway point, and, and you you have to be smart enough. And you know, as I say, you have to figure out a way to do both. You could make, as I say, you make you make um red label. You know, you don't have to you don't have to make blue label, but you make red label. Great metaphor. It comes together really well. Um, they make it work for whites in terms of, I like, guess, um, smart. You know storytelling and and then when they go they go pretty metal with it at the ending with the 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 quote-unquote endings and that is that i thought was funny in its right you can't know they was going there but they do it and they, they recontextualize it in the storyline and like yeah it works and they, well the quote-unquote michael bay like director oh, yeah. <laughs> he's sugar, he's straight, that, that, that guy's supposed to be michael bay right i don't know who, who they're making fun of there <laughs> like that
0: dude uh, it, it they was, make it it was for it. blatantly a reference to him but it could right. just, it could just be the, the average <laughs> white filmmaker who just want to make big budget shit just- no but I, I
1: can't think of, I can't think of anybody who else would have, like cater to this in that way because the only person okay, I can okay. think about that in terms of like getting kind of flack for being not sensitive with respect to, to race but you don't expect them to be is either Michael Bay or I would argue to a certain extent um, Quentin Tarantino Right, huh. they're they're big bombastic filmmakers in their own way, but they're also like not really that great on race. And you know, they're like hey, yeah, you're yeah, saying the yeah, a little too much you know, in, in you know, the,
0: the latter, movies. I take you on to something with the latter, Stop right? With the film that is being discussed, as all you'll we'll see without spoiling anything.
1: Yeah, right. And yeah, they make it work for what it is. um It comes together. Jeffrey Wright is excellent. He really, really balances this. This you know, he goes through pieces of of genuine emotion and and shock. They they, they they write a smart script with it. I never read the original Erasure novel, so I don't know, like, how close this is to the book. I'll probably make the effort to go back and read it. Uh, but I just thought this just as a script really flows really well. Like, there's a small moment that I thought was very clever. The part where the, when he met the guy for the first time, and then he ran off um, because oh, of the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. siren. Right. That, I thought that was okay, very clever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was very, very clever how that comes together as a scene because it is multiple emotions bunged off really well. That's and yeah, uh, everybody everybody just, just, just really works and it have your it have your, you know, focus and, and it is it's just yeah, it's a smarter script than, than I expected it to be. Like I was thinking it was just gonna rely on the old haha, you know, white people don't get it, jokes. And there's a lot of there's a lot of those moments. But it's it's smarter than you think. And it's small moments. It's small, it's quick, they don't, they don't linger on it. There's something at the end. There's a quick moment at the end. It's like, all right, that that kind of clever too. Um, well, that is all I say. Involving a vote, and it's like, wow, that is. And it's what a was say right after about black voices. Like, oh, that's that's pretty funny. You know, that's pretty funny. Uh, they make it work for waiters. Um, uh, yeah, I I, I, can't, I can't say I, I hate anything in this. I, I really really liked it. I could see why it got its nominations and, and how how it came together. Um, I can't say it's some big comedy masterpiece or anything like that. But it's just a subtle side thing. It it just relies on just the the realities around it rather than the the direct thing itself. do those stick to that and the, yeah the the advertisement you know does it does lead into that but it leads into that in 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 a in a more nested kind of layered way. There's there's a that kind of Russian nesting doll kind of aspect to it too, especially the meta aspects and especially the ending like when the last scene of the movie like okay yeah like that's where it should go. And there's a last little moment that I thought was very nice where the guy nods to him and he nods back and it's like. That is, that is good. That is interesting journey work and character work. Mm-hmm. Solid stuff. Yeah. I kind of loved it. Yeah, rating. Yeah, I'll give it like a really high score, like a 9 out of 10, or probably like an 8 out of 10. It's funny, but doesn't try to be too much. It's genuinely charming and, and comes together, I think, quite well. But at the same time, it it, it I felt it could have probably been resolved a little better in terms of where it could go. But I, I thought it was, it was mostly satisfactory in terms of where it went and how they run through the options of what it could have been, and, you know, they make fun of that now. Um... It, and so on and so forth. I mean, they probably like, again—it's one of those things that they, they, is, is Hollywood talking about itself. So they patting itself on the back, fine. But it still works for, it for what they was trying to go for. So yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it for what it was. Uh yeah, nine out of ten. All
0: right. So because I want to really talk about the next film, right? Not not saying I don't have anything else to say about this, right? But um, you you pretty much covered it for 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 me, right? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Um, I did not expect the slice of life. Vibe of it though, but I feel yeah. like that that to me is what you know really 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 kept me invested. You know, it kept me engaged. I like just how this laid back it is. You know, we like it, you know, it's that hitting you over the head with the messages and the teams and the emotions. You know, it just kind of lets things play out really smoothly, right? Um, because yes, you will get some satire, you will get you know, some slice of life some, some character building moments, but you also get some like soul crushing drama at some point, so like sporadically, right? Like I didn't expect this stuff involving um, um family. That's all I'll say without spoiling anything, right? Yeah, I, I didn't know that they were going to go there, right? But you all can right. see how that adds, how that motivates him to write the book that he did, right? I like also too how fairly small scale this movie is, right? It's not like oh my god, you know the world's gonna come to an end if this if if the world fight if if people find out, sorry, who wrote this book? You know, we it's just a man who is doing well, but, you know, he... he yeah, it's his be own better. ego, eh? That's true, that's true. And you can understand why he, yeah, why his career kind of floundered the way it is, right? Um, I mean, yes, you know, he's he's living a, a, a good life, you know what I mean? Uh, much better than others, I, I could tell you that, right? But with all these unforeseen circumstances, you, know, you can understand, in a way, you know, why he would want to do something like this. But at the same time, it's like he wants to, uh, you know, like... Really piss people off and kind of call about out on the bullshit, right, so that's why he writes the book in the first way. But he didn't really think that it would, you know, the situation would implode the way it did, right? Even though, You're right. uh, there were moments where it's like, no, like, like, dog, like, what are you doing? Like, even his uh, his agent's like, what are you doing, right? But it's like,
1: no, 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 well, you want to show it, it have, yeah. In our couple moments, in our couple moments, I just get this boy, he's saying his principles, but it's more ego than principles, I would argue, that's, especially like, okay, when, when he wanted to, ex, you know, es, he wanted to quote unquote escalate the situation for doing something yes And it's like yeah that's very good at his ego, that is principles another moment is too is I, I felt where he where he was um thing is when he, he really got into a, a big moment where I, I thought he would have come out with it at that point where he was he was when he, the, the the book got nominated yeah um he didn't think he would have get where he get true but we got this in the mail i like oh shit again It's as a judge that means my book get nominated now like all right well that, 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 that is was, a, pro-. That was a great moment to <laughs> how much yeah that is a gen- but that's a genuine out. like Tough cultural interest and I can see where the ethical part is because I thought it was just gonna be about the money. And like, yeah, if it's just about the money, that would be one thing. But this part is a whole thing about winning awards and so on so and he's a judge on his own award. Like alright, well it's a little too intro you know, introspective aspect of it now. It's, so he could get into a lot of trouble with respect to that. But again, I thought that that is where it was going to go. Um with respect to him like effectively um you know, taking the taking the winner and so on and so forth, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, um, yeah, also, yeah. as
0: far as the tone of it, right? Because yes, going into it, I thought it was just going to be about race, you know, uh, you know, satire about you know the, um, the modern race game, if you will, right? Uh, right? I like that the show was smart enough to say, yes, it could have been easy to do that. It could have. Been, it's above that, right? We want to do something a bit different. We want to do like an actual like a like character study. That's basically what it is. Right. Character study about this guy, and it could have just been simple, you know, building uh, based around him writing this book. But nah, 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 nah. We really want to show you, you know, like he's not that bad off, you know, compared to the people that he doesn't want to,
1: you know, um, you know, he doesn't want to um, right, pretty much, right, that exactly. But they, they make they make a good. I, I think Boston is a great place to reference this because Boston is a really fascinating like history of race in itself, and they make a like a small moment where you talk about it's not about race or something like that, and then the taxi passes him straight and picks up the other guy. Yeah, like that's I a small that little awesome. thing. Like yeah, that's what. He, uh, little things like that, like, yeah. all right. and, and, also, uh, and they make it work. Yeah, and
0: also, I could be wrong with this, but I guess maybe I just need to rewatch it. Though I, I kind of also see that slice of life aspect of the show kind of being a satire on itself. Uh, sorry, like right. on itself. Like I love how they set up too right where it's. You know, you you, you you may think, you might think that this is going to be about black struggle, but actually, no, it's about progress in a sense, or at least somebody who is stuck somewhere and he kind of needs to get himself back on track, right? And, you know, that's not the type of show that will, you know, get a lot of um, attention, right? Correct. So right. This is this moment. I, I, I applaud the show for actually doing this, right? Basically showing us, without spoiling much, a montage of black struggle films by... I was like, wow, yeah. are they actually doing this? Okay, yeah, no. wow. Like, blatantly saying, yes, these are Black Struggle films, but they're classics, and we love them, you know, except for, for one problematic one, but, I mean, it was... You know, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this show pretty much saying, it's not about that. It's, it's about... Yeah, you know, like, like like black progress, you know, like like people who actually doing good in their lives, right? It's just this guy kinda still feels like he could do more. I like that there's this moment involving his mom. Well, it's actually the final moment in the film involving the two. Yeah, where she kinda tells right. him, Yeah, this is why you, you, you you're stuck, right? Um, even people around him are moving forward and he's just like, Why why am I not, why am I not moving forward, right? That you know, that's why I like the love the whole setup of the whole book thing, right? Um Yes, you are right, Jeffrey Wright is great at this. He he holds the show on his shoulders though. He just so likable, Tre. Right? You know, even when he coi through shit. Uh, I like that even when he does the, the 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 identity, yeah, he even sells it physically, right? So there, there's this blinking the missing moment where like he's talking to the to the um to the director, right? And the way how the scene is lit, right? like it's almost like um half of his his body is in shadow. Yeah, he kind of look at like a tough guy though, you know, mean? the way how right, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I I just watched this like, like wow, right? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even thought about that in terms of like shooting a scene like that, right? But it, it totally works, right? Um, but yeah, this is probably I would say one of the best performances he's ever given though, um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm so happy that he at least got nominated, right? I mean, of course he's not gonna win it. I mean, sorry, but. Um, I, I do hope I mean, I guess maybe I should look it up I do hope he won awards for his performance in this right I'd say that goes for Sterling K. Brown like I didn't expect this was a character was great. to play but um, I like yeah. that again you know you would think oh well if this was a black struggle film uh, he would be in you know, going through like this downward spiral and he would be like, you know, being an asshole. Well he, he is an asshole, right? But you'd think that he would be so down in his luck that like he could be close to dying or whatever it is. But he should like no, um he just kinda need to get his shit together. That's it. Don't, don't bring
1: in black struggle into this. Yes, you poke in front of it Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't exactly. But well, that's you the thing. The, the, the aspect. <laughs> all right, So that's why it, it, it still somewhat works because they they, they do the aspects of black blackerisha almost entirely. Like almost, the entire cast is is almost the entire cast is black. Um, yes. But they do something that is not quote unquote stereotypically black in terms that's of true. like the old the older maid. You know the mother going through. You know what what going on with the mother. uh the older maid who who get married. There's a the whole thing with her. Um, the. Uh, what do you call it? The, right, the brother the brother going through nothing had nothing to do with, with being uh with being black at all right and yeah. so on and so forth right and so it's, it's, it's stereotypically you know quote-unquote white things but not really it's just a default thing that anybody could go through but it's not in the context of what he was trying to do so he is correct in that but then again it's already, i think is the perfect casting for this I and putting her in this know. role i, I, I God, that she was in the film though and like um
0: the character that she plays is great though and yes i i, I have to echo what you said that <laughs> conversation that she has with um jeffrey wright's character Fantastic! I love it. There's so much yeah. layers into it. I like. I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's a smarter. Just, I just like hear that. Like, all right. Like, I feel like if I just watch this scene like three, four more times, I'll get everything. But I just love the the complexity of that scene. Even if I don't understand every single aspect being brought up, but just. I, 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 have a, I have the gist of what's going on and just in the context
1: of the film, totally works. I love that scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, as I said, there's there's layers to this. I mean, it, they, they, I could see parts of this where, where the you know it, it, the movie does have the pitfalls of satire and what to talk about and why. Again, it's still have the, the same producer's problem, right? Like, we're going to go in terms of resolution. And the ending with him is an interesting space for him to go to. Um, yes, and I yes. thought, like, that last part where he basically nods the... Um, Yeah, to to The the extra. Yeah. It's extra effectively. But what the extra is? Like, Uh all right, uh, I get it. I get it. Like I get it. As far as
0: as far as that last like ten minutes I would say go, um didn't see it coming. At first I was like especially climax, I was like, this is. I I don't know if this working for me? Like it's a little too meta for me, but when you see the the outro now, you're like okay, that's why they do it like that. Oh okay, okay, I I get it all right. Right um so, right yeah uh, you know the, the oh yes i should mention too um before i get to written um not familiar with the source material so i can't see that it deserves best adapted screenplay i still think that oppenheimer's gonna win it that's just me Um uh, what i was surprised by was the score boy. when i see who did it as like it right you, yeah Laura carman like what yeah I just, as, I, I just associate you with, you know, the Marvels, and What If, and Lovecraft Country, you know, County, sorry. I just as, associate you with stuff like that The I hear in this smooth ass jazz music trend. i like, who do this? And I see it, Laura Cartman, like, wood. So, yeah, kind of rooting for she to win. Don't mind, I, I, I think that this could be, um... Uh, Ludwig Goranson's win off of um, up right. but I loved loved the score for this too it's just so smooth and laid back though and it just adds to the I want to say mostly feel good vibe of this right because yeah even though there are heavy moments yeah, it's a movie you can kind of kick back and relax and sip some wine and, or whatever it is and just, in, just enjoy the ride of it, right? You know, I like that, you know, it, it gives you the slice-of-life moments, it gives you the comedy, though it does not, it's not gut-busting laughter, but it's like, ha-ha, that's really clever, right? Um okay. it gives you the moments of seriousness and, you know, just the reality being, you know, explored there. I like how it just flows, through. It just has a nice flow to it, right? So, yeah, I really dug that film for that, right? And yeah, overall, I, I kind of love this film as well, right? So, um, this this easily would have been in my... Not in my top 10, but this would have been in my top in my yeah. 20. Not a honorable mention. This actually would have been on my list, man. So, for me... Okay, while, yeah. Strong 4 very, very light 4 a half out of 5. Um, Admittedly, yeah, this I, I, is I, one that I need to rewatch, too, because I feel like if I watch it over, I will notice some more things. This is going off of a first impression, right? I feel like, you know, like, I might think about it after we talk about it, I'll be like... But still, you know, I feel they like could have fixed this or they could have seen this a little better. But I right. watch again, I'm like, all right, okay, they set that up a lot better. All right, much better than I expected. Okay, I I can let that slide, right? So, yeah, I I really enjoy this man. But um, yeah, don't don't go in expecting this to be. Full satire, right? I, I like, again, I say that would have been the easy way to tell the story, but and I, I, again, I'm not familiar with the source material, right? But I'm glad that it is that and so much more, man. And yeah, there's so much more <laughs> worked, man. It, it really, really worked in the context yeah. of the film itself. So yeah, absolutely enjoy this, man. All right. So, um, I would love to talk about the book of Clarence, right? Um, sure. I'll, do the and I'll just share my thoughts afterwards, right? So uh, yeah, saw so the trailer of There were quite a, quite a few times. I was like, all right, this is this is different. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm a boy. Lakeith Sam feeling it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, but really, the the two cells for me were this, right? One, um, James. Uh, James is how, that's how you pronounce his name? James. James. Hey, James. I think it's just James. Right. James, right? James Samuel. Samuel. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Who dropped one of my favorite films of 2021? Uh, I believe it was. That would be the harder day four, right? Which was this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a black Western, but not a black spaghetti Western. That's the best way to sum right. it. Right. Yeah. Um, And this one seeks to do the same thing, but within the, the the framework of the biblical epic, right? So what this is about, right? It's about Clarence, right? Who is, I, I didn't even notice this going in, the twin brother of the Apostle Thomas, right? I, uh, right. He is just this kind of hustler, you know. He's just trying to get by, trying to just survive, you know what I mean? Uh, and I like the fact that it's mostly black actors in this film, and where it's set now, you know, in Jerusalem, yeah, it's just, you know, African people there, right? So uh, at, at first, it, it, I was like, alright, like, should I really care about this? But it was like a, a kind of a nitpick at first, but I was like, you know what, forget, right? Yeah, well, Lakeith seems to be one of the only posts. like, he, he and I think it's he and somebody else, like, the only people who talk like, you know, um, African American right everybody else have, have you know, yeah, african yeah,
1: accents Af- african nigerian accents, yeah. yeah nigerian and yeah, yeah. That,
0: right i was like should i really care about this but i was
1: like you know what? i don't know like i don't know uh, why that, that was a way i noticed that
0: you know it's like all right whatever you know it's 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 it's, it's 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 different that's what it is right and yeah, right. I, like just from the from the word go like it tells you yeah this is not going to be an average biblical film right So what's up? Right. So this is around the time. This is in AD 33, right? So this is the same where, yeah, sorry, where Jesus is about to be, you know, um, put to trial and crucified, right? So yeah, you know, all around people hearing about all the wondrous things that Jesus is doing. But yeah, he's an atheist so he doesn't believe in none of that and it's so interesting because he never even met the man. He never met Jesus, right? But his brother, um, you know, is, you know, one of the apostles, right? And you know, he always brings up every time he runs into him, "Um, yeah, you actually left our mother to go and follow this man, right? I like that as a team, right? As a motivation for him to not believe in Christ, right? So him and his friend now... Uh, who is played by R.J. um Sila. Um, I was like, hey, I, I remember you, right, 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 right. Yeah, well, yeah. I know, I only but I'm from harder the this Right. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, they run into tr- some trouble with this um gangster, pretty much, right? By the name of Jebediah the Terrible. Um, I'm not familiar with the actor, but I am assuming that he is African because he had an African um, accent, right? Yeah. So it's like you know what? You gotta pay me this this money, and if you don't, I'll I'll, I'll kill and, you. And you know your time is almost up, so you gotta do something, right? So he hatched this plan, right, and slight spoiler, it, it he, the, the inspiration came through, you know, a, 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 a little weed trip that he had, right? You know, some weed that, yeah, can you sell weed on the, on the side, right? Yeah, he, he's going to pretend to be Jesus, right? He's going to go around and, you know, play like he is the, you know, the son of, of God, right? Um, in the process, he runs into this gladiator by the name of Barabbas. Not yeah. the actual Barabbas, but like basically it's a Spartacus-type Barabbas played by my boy right. Omasai. I was like, hey, Sy. I, 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 I thought it was the same person. I thought you were it, supposed to play the same person. It's supposed to be, but... Um, right. It, wait, who? Right, so I'll get to that in my review, right? But they more fashion him of a Spartacus, right? Um, right. Yeah, that even where they find him and the circumstances which led to him, to him being freed. All that's from Spartacus. All that Spartacus shit, right? Yeah. I know because I love Spartacus, right? Uh, but anyway... And yeah, um, him and well, the friend Elijah—that's his name, right? Yeah, go around your town, and everybody believing that he's Jesus. He, you know, he performing fake miracles all that kind of stuff, right? So later on, you realize now that um that the Romans now, right, um, you know, trying to to to, to drum out all the messiahs, right? Uh, yeah, could they hear about Jesus? All that kind of stuff. Got the plan is that they're gonna crucify all of them, right? Cause yeah, they go against the teachings and whatnot, right? And in the process. The actual Jesus himself is there, right? Uh, right. Yes, I like the fact that I, I like the fact.
1: Sorry, that he is black. Um, I'm not familiar with the yeah. actor at all. Yeah, it's but it, it, so the thing is, the thing is, they, they keep they making they make these characters explicitly black, and that's an interesting kind of choice. I'm not surprised it's Jim James Samuel, but it, it, not since color the cross we ever had that kind of conceit, no. Uh, if you remember right, colony crosses Cross, yes 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 um which, which I, I i i i see the, the first one and i've watched the sequels or anything okay, right? but basically yeah. the, Cross, the first one the, is just the idea of uh, explicitly black Jesus. the problem is one of those It's one of those movies that take too long to come out i, I think if, if we saw it in 90s it would have been a bigger deal but it came out 2006 so it's like all right, well it, a, that I'm, joke I'm, not I'm, that. I'm gonna talk about that i'm gonna talk about the title. right the show here too right and yeah, that, right but the Go on, go on. But he just the aesthetic of a Black Jesus or uh, well, Black Jesus, black everybody in fact, you know, from yes. this area the, the world. Um like I'm not impressed with the whole black Jesus narrative. It's more like, well, he had to be like what Palestinian would look like today, effectively. Yeah. Um you know, not white, but you know, still. Um, uh, but, but yeah. Um, it's the whole olive skin thing. That's right, right, okay. right, right, yeah, right. Right. That, right. but yeah, so it it, it it's interesting that they make him very explicitly, you know, black um in the narrative as it is. And yes. the a lot of the framing feels like how um the color of the cross was so anyway, whatever go ahead okay, right 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 and
0: yeah just basically just seeing clarence because the whole theme of it is that he, you know he just doesn't have faith right he doesn't believe in these miracles he doesn't believe in the power of god at all that kind of stuff and yeah throughout the film he kind of understands what it means right to you know to, to to be the messiah right and i'll stop there right so um let me just get it good out of the way right um uh, i think that wise, um, James Samuel. Um, shows why he is yeah, he's 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 yeah, filmmaker you should really keep your eye on though. Like just the the, the, the shot composition works um just the opening sequence, right? Which is a chariot race, right? Um right. He just makes that scene so incredibly dynamic, though, that to the point that, yeah, he put... that he literally remake Ben-Hur. But if you remember, right. there was already a remake of Ben-Hur, which I heard was trash and I never...
1: Yeah, that's real yeah. trash. I'll
0: that. I, I mean, the original is is timeless to me, so why buddy, why even bother remake it? I don't care if Morgan Freeman is. I'm not going to watch that shit, right? But yeah, just where he put the camera in some shots, I are like, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like this, right? And just how he just kneels the... The, yeah, just the, the 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 epic scope and feel of all right, we're, we're telling this this biblical story, right? Yeah, you know he comes through with a with solid direction here, right? Um, writing, however, but uh, well, I'll get to that, right? Um, performances, I, I I thought was solid across the board. Lakeith Stanfield is believable as both Clarence and Thomas. Um, even though you don't see much of Thomas, I like when you see the two of them together. When you see two of the uh, two characters together i love those moments um yes i know it's it's camera trickery and whatnot right but it's the characterization that i yeah they feel about. like two different people two different people right um omar sai is a standout as Barabbas. though he's funny um i like that he he managed to keep the french accent i like that he's not trying to sound you know british or whatever it is like the man talking the french accent and whatnot and he gave lines through he had some great lines he might even drop an f-bomb out to the blue like
1: what okay you know, no, there, there's a funny there's a really funny bit with him you know when um he declared he said um, he, he want to be the messiah and he said like, what nigga is that yes, funny yeah he say what nigga yeah that, that was great
0: <laughs> um, I was surprised to see Miguel Ana the up from um, Titans right. I was like hey mm-hmm. we, you need to do more work right? you need to do more work because you know Titans ended last year on a on woman note but whatever yeah I, I I like Cedar I, I like Cedar I mean she's she fine in my opinion right I didn't yeah. expect to see all these other car- um, actors like um, David um, oh, yeah, oh, I didn't expect to see.
1: Um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yellow.
0: Oh, yellow. Sorry, right? Sorry about that. Um, I didn't expect to see Caleb McLaughlin, uh, McLaughlin from Stranger Things. Like, hey,
1: right, right, right. Good.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't expect to see McGill, Tiana Taylor in it. Um, and when it comes to like the, um, like the, the white people in the show, didn't expect to see James McAvoy in it, but when he's there, he's great. He plays Pontius Violet, and there's a surprise character that shows up i'm not gonna say who the actor is but when he shows up it's like all right okay the, the only downside to it though is that the show he named earlier on that they are waiting 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 but i didn't know he was that character admittedly but what they do with him is very very clever it didn't have well, a in um, <laughs> you know it didn't have a like laugh my ass off but it's clever it's it's silly but it it's clever i yeah. i saw him in the beginning so i was like oh that's not that fella uh-huh. Right, well, well, I didn't know it was him because I I wasn't really right. thinking about him. It was just like yeah, oh, you just you just a side character who will show up later on because
1: no I, no. Well, he was in the, in the beginning, in the beginning. He was on the cross. And I was watching the face and like that. And I think it looking uh, like okay, him. Well, uh, well, I well, I didn't notice him on the cross to be honest. Right. Alright, uh, no problem. All right, right,
0: right, right. Um, and you know, and uh, I'll, I'll close this right. And, and yeah, you know, the Keith feel is really well. Uh, going back to him. Right. As Clarence, he is quite believable. I I like the the. The, the lack of faith and doubt, you know, the doubt that he has, it feels very organic. It doesn't feel like, shoot, who know what? that. You can understand why Amalekim like just won't believe, right? And how skeptical he is, right? You know, and even the transformation he goes through makes sense, right? You know, in the world of this, right? That being said, right? um While I do appreciate the film for referencing other biblical films, right? Because that's what the show does, right? It, it's... It kind of pays tribute to stuff like um, Ben Hur, like I said with the introduction, um, Ten Commandments, you know, a little bit of it. Um, right down to The Greatest Story of a Toll, you know, classic film, you know, from, from Pier Paolo Pasolini, um, you know, yeah. a more realistic, down to earth re- depiction of, of Jesus Christ, right? Love that film, right? But the two films that I would compare this to, right, Uh Life of Brian, which is obvious, right? The whole idea that. Yeah. People think I'm the messiah, but I'm not the messiah. And as a joke, ha ha ha. But like in Life of Brian, it was like, it was him, the character basically saying, no, I am not the messiah. But the joke surrounding the film is that, yeah, pretty much everybody is stupid. And like even right down to like the robots were dumb. So that's how a guy like him, who keeps saying that he is he is not the messiah, eventually get crucified, right? And then you get that classic song, you know, always look at the bright side of life, right? Classic moment, right? But I'll also compare this to a little movie. Called The Last Temptation of Christ from Mask. Uh, which is a show that I re-watched last year on um, Good Friday. And I ended up like loving the film, right? Because, you know, famously is one of those films that you always hear about. Oh, it's so controversial. And oh, like what saying, right? And I remember seeing it for the first time. I was like taken aback. I wasn't sure what to make about it, right? It was just so weird and baffling to me. I I wasn't sure what it was about, right? But when I rewatched it again last year with, with mature eyes, I was like, no i get where this man coming i get where martin was coming from this makes sense right so basically what this is in a nutshell it's kind of showing you a realistic take on the idea of what christ is or what he represents right so in layman's terms it's almost like the show is looking at every atheist in the world and saying you know all those questions you have about christ this show will answer it for you it's not going to make you believe in it in the story but at least you'll understand why we believe in it, right? You'll understand the story behind it. The most important question being, yeah, why Why would, you know, why would, you know, God, who is the Father of Christ, send his son to die for us? What's the point of that, right? And how the show answers that is brilliant, in my opinion, right? Yes, it deserves this R-rated, though, because, yeah, they they, they do some stuff which is um very bold, very daring, right? But in the context of the show, it makes a lot of sense, right? So it's almost like... You're giving me like a grounded realistic take on it But at the same time You're showing many miracle stuff And it's kind of weird when you see it In the context of it Because remember, right. it's plain realistic right And um, this show which this, this movie also references to The Passion of Christ Does that too as well right, where, right. Like, where it wants to show everything real But when it comes to the wonders stuff It's kind of fantastical right But that's right. It's, it's kind of supposed to be like that right When you see it in, in film form That's the best way I could sum it up right Um I could see this is where James was referenced, right? Especially in last episode, I feel this was the show he was latched on to, right? Where he kind of have to, where he's he's kind of trying to explain to you, yes, you know, why people would believe in Christ and why they will believe in his miracles and all that kind of stuff and why they will follow him and all that kind of stuff, right? And I do praise him for for showing it and you know using race in terms of it, right? So yes, right. you know, we have your majority of your characters be black. Yes, you could argue for these that, you know, the, the white people in the show are bad, you know, they are. Bl- well, they, they, they the do Roman. the
1: whole. You know, a lot of, like, the Roman as police stuff, right. you know, and in they, this. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. They
0: do touch on. A, uh, yeah, they do have a few Black Lives Matter references here or there, right? Right. One in particular, during the crucifixion scene, when I see it, I was like, all right, again, but, I mean, I mean. Right. And that's that's where I have a problem with the show, though. I felt like tonally, it was just. Tonally and thematically and narrative-wise, it was just all over the place. So it couldn't settle yeah. on one specific idea. Take again, take um last temptation of Christ. The show says at the very beginning, this is not meant to be, you know, you know, um, exactly the way how it how it how the story was shown in the Bible, but this is just a realistic version, or at least a version of how. You know how to look at it from a realistic, from a logical perspective, right? That's that's basically what it is. They tell you that right out the gate, right? Here, yeah, the show kind of forces here to try to figure out what Tony going for. So at first, you take it all right. So it's referencing stuff like Ben Hur. So okay, it's paying tribute to. Biblical films, but then at the same time, it wants to poke fun at them. So it kind of wants to do the the um, life of Brian stuff. So we kind of poking fun at Christianity in a bit, but we also kind of poking fun at Romans and how stupid they were back then, right? We kind of want to do that too, but we also want to do the greater story of a tool where we we've seen how the common man could really, you know, side with Christ and really be, you know, wowed by him, right? But you also want to do Passion of the Christ, right? Where you're kind of showing us the brutality. Yeah, you, you can ones, tell you right? what you do.
1: Know? Yeah, it was it was a kind of Christian movie Gumbo. You could tell that. Yeah, like he was it's, trying it's, to it's, do everything. Yeah. And, and, and he was referencing all um CCB the mill stuff. Uh dealing with the titles. Yeah. Yeah, yes, uh, here's which, a mistake. which I like, which I like, but yeah. Also, yeah, a also, problem. Also, also slight spoiler,
0: right? Um Bro, you showed the title once, right? You don't need you don't need to show it again, you know. I, yeah, I'm, well, just that's saying, that's... I'm just saying, I know you want to do the Ten Commandments shit. I get yeah. You showed
1: the title before. You don't need to show it again. Right. That's all I'll say, right? But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, another thing, I, big, I think I had the same problem with Hard of the Fall is like, dude, lead with the soundtrack. Um, great soundtrack. Uh don't know why he didn't do that. Yeah. Talk, but it had been good. Talking
0: about the soundtrack, right? Liked it. Didn't love it, right? But there right. are a few moments where, okay, so, and again, with tune, right? You want to bring in like a contemporary vibe to it, right? So, there's a moment involving a dance, right? And while I right. love the song, I love the song, I know it was, um, it was Sample, I forget the name of the song, but it's a talent quality song that I absolutely love, right? Uh, It's this sort of like, soulful disco song, right? When you hear it, you'll love it, right? You'll know what I talk about. But, in the context of the show, one, the show stops to have this musical number, and two, again, because of the world, the frame here, you kind of have to bring in logic into it. So I just, they were watching this, I'm like, so where the music coming from? Like, you don't yeah, see a, party. a band, yeah. you don't see people performing it on a stage, yeah. you're just hearing a music, and i supposed to think, what, there's a DJ
1: somewhere, spinning this? Nah, and yeah, it's just... Them... So, I'm like, well... I just assume, you know, I just assume they're high, I just assume they're high, because they're smoking weed right through. You know, <laughs> and, and and speaking of the of of
0: that, right, okay, I have no problem with the drug content, either, right, okay, you want to make it contemporary, fine, right, but there's a moment literally where people getting high and floating, and they're like, what? Right. Why, why are we doing this? And again, yeah. in it, it relation really to the character of Clarence, His moments where there are <laughs> fantastical things that happen to him. They're not miracles, but they're fantastical things that happen to him, and they kind of connect to his journey in the film without spoiling anything. But right. it's just there, like, it just kind of stands out, like, why? Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't understand, right? Um, the, the, you know, the black representation of, you know, biblical characters, I have no problem with. Even black Jesus, I don't mind black Jesus. I, I don't mind that, right? right. Even he threw in a little insult, you know, a, a, a real, like, Hard job though. How the apostles catch more of God by work, right? Also, yeah. um, as far as direction goes, how they emphasize the last supper, that's visually though. That was hard. Yeah. That was yeah. real, 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 real hard, right? Unfortunately, though, the context behind it, like what's being spoken, because it's leading up to the whole Judas thing and the betrayal stuff, um, I didn't work for me. It it didn't yeah. work, right? Because, you know, again, it's the narrative and where it's going, right? Um, last thing I'll say before I get to it, right? I was looking up some reviews of it, right? And I stumbled on this one from this uh Christian reviewer, right? And he was saying he actually makes really some valid points. Uh, he was saying that the show was leaning um towards five percenter thinking, right? Um, you know, and what what five percent uh, what the five percent movement is like or, you know, belief is or religion is, right? Or faith, sorry. Um, it's an offshoot of Islam, right? But it's basically this whole idea right. that, you know, um, all the black man is God and the white man is the devil, right? That's basically what it is. Kind of blatantly in a nutshell, right? Um, you know, it's, it's stuff that, you know, the Wu Tang, like they they are based in five percent of beliefs and all that kind of stuff. Right. Incorporated into their music, all that kind of stuff, right? So I have no problem with that, right? You know, believe what you want to believe, whatever, right? Because um, I I noticed there were moments where they were saying, you know, um, where it is by um oh gosh, peace be unto you, my peace be unto you, uh, you know, um right. unto you peace, right? So it's that Asalaam Alaikum, Asalaam Salaam, whatever it is, right? Sorry for butchering, I'm sorry, right? But notice that too, right? But there's also moments where, yeah, they kind of set up this idea that, you know, the black man is God. So it kind of explains why on Clarence's journey, he kind of becomes like, you know, Christ, even though he isn't Christ, right? Correct. I kind of wondering how they're going to relate him to the real Christ but they're saying, Oh, well, he kind of becomes Christ because he... Happens. Well, I,
1: I thought it was that. strange. I thought it was strange that he was the brother of Thomas. The, yes. the, the whole in Thomas thing, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, I thought that was unusual to me. That was like, oh, where are they going with this? Uh, why, yeah. did, why did why they do that? But, why but, him? But, but, why not uh, Why he turn up Peter, whoever it is, right? I don't know. So, the
0: point is, I'm not saying that James and his team can't incorporate those teams, though. But, um, again, you know, it's just tone and message of what it is you're trying to say, right? And even stylistically, it's just all over the place, right? You want to be a parody of, you know, biblical films. So that's why you have, like, the, the dance sequence and the weed sequence, all that kind of stuff, right? You want to make it contemporary. That's fine. I don't mind hearing jay in a biblical film, no problem. You want to be com- uh, comedic, but it's not entirely comedic, right? Because, yeah, there are moments of drama that hit really hard, right? Or moments of violence that... Don't no hit us hard as all that, but you know they dare, there, right? And then especially when they can see the too that and the whole crucifixion stuff, right? So, ultimately, I'm not really sure how serious I'm supposed to take it, or if I should take it seriously at all. And then like just lastly, I just felt like message-wise, though it 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 just it was just all over the place. It just couldn't really stick to a proper message. If you want to bring any five percent of stuff okay fine but you could set that up a lot earlier right instead of going through all this drama um i don't know if it's meant to mock christ i don't think it is but yeah no, uh, some people yeah. kind of watch this and see what are you trying to say right again it's just again at the end of the day whether it's the the narrative whether it's the team or whether it's the references to other films i'm not really sure what james is trying to see with this film right but I could see the passion effort that he put into this. I could tell, you could tell it's a passion project. You could tell it's something that he really wanted to do. But like you, Ricardo, I agree, this is probably something that could have come out in the 90s or something like that. But I feel like because of the the big controversy that still remains around something like, you know, um, uh, Last temptation of Christ, right? Yeah, maybe that's why, you know, filmmakers wouldn't even de- wouldn't want to do something like this. What? A movie about a black Christ and about a, a Messiah who's going around pretending to be Christ? <gasps> no, we can't touch that, right? And you'll see, like, with when the Passion of Christ came out, that, that was way more controversial and way more, less horrible to watch than something like Last Temptation of Christ. Those deserve to be controversial, right? But this one, not saying that it's, it wants to be controversial or whatnot, but it wants, you know, like, it's trying to, like get away you know it wants it wants to raise discussion over it right but i don't know i just don't know what to discuss from it i don't know really what to say about it thematically because again i'm not really sure what it's trying to say what is it what is it trying to say about christianity what is it trying to say about black people i i don't know i can't really tell right right so overall messages were just over the place the references the tone was just all over the place for me so i really couldn't get into this as much as i wanted to but i saw the passion i saw the effort that he was putting into it and yeah i want to see james do more ambitious films like that though but i really feel like he just needs to sit down with his next project and really decide okay this is what i want to tell this is the films i want to reference this is the vibe i want to go for and that's it right so for me, rating wise, uh fortunately I'd give this a strong two and a half out of five but Um see it if you want to I mean it's so all digitally see it. I guess I-, I could understand why it was pulled from local theatres before it even come out. I don't think like it would have still controversy or whatnot, but I don't think people would have really get it or care about it to be honest. But I watched it, I was like, Alright, that was it. Really wanna like it. But if-, if the movie was more focused, then I really would have appreciated it. But for now it's just Correct. neither here nor there for me. Sir Ricardo, take it away. Tell me how wrong I am.
1: No, yeah, I largely agree with you. Actually, um, It's a little on the aimless end of it. It's it's a lot of style over substance, in my humble opinion. I I get what you're going for, but it's is a lot of scenes, and I, the problem is that I look, I I have I ain't no big religious man m- myself, I, you know, I grew up as a, a very 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 lapsed Catholic, right? So I can't keep up with this stuff, but like on the intellectual end, you know, to, to try to get into some kind of conceit, much like with How Do They Fall, you know, when they realize quickly how it's not meant to be historically accurate or, or cater to any kind of historical realism or verisimilitude or anything like that, uh, I kind of give up on this in that sense as well. It's like, uh, so we're trying to say as a as a subject on what crisis is a subject and how Clarence is, as a reference to the subject, and the idea of, like, the, the, at best I'm trying to say he it have a bunch of messiahs at the time, which I, I know that was the case at the at the time, you know, in the historical you know accuracy of it, I suppose. That you could just be a man of sacrifice and that's the conceit. I'm not sure. You don't you don't have to believe but you, you could be just a man of nobility because you could you get know, catered of free the slaves or end in violence or whatever it is. I that's you I could have pulled from that. Um especially with, 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 with uh Benedict Cumberbatch's character what what you do with that. Um okay. So it was it it was a bit helter skeleton in that sense. There's a lot of style of a substance. As I said, I wish they hyped the album before, you know, the this the, the movie. Um but yeah, it, it didn't I didn't hate this. Like it was just and I was enjoying it, it made me pay attention it was a good bunch of ideas about it. But again, yes, you're right. It needed to be more more focused and have a but lack of a don't have a message. What is this you're trying to say if, if you're making a Jesus story or, or tell it from a, another person's perspective? And it was interesting, as I said, I thought they would have done more with this, uh, uh, having him be the twin brother of Thomas, because Thomas is the one who's the most, like, spirulous of, of perspectives. He's supposed to be the skeptic. He's supposed to be the one, you know, his his um gospel is a whole thing, There's a whole drama with that, and so on and so forth. And yeah, so I couldn't, I, I, I didn't hate this or anything like that. But at the same time, I really thought we would have guessed Something more focused and, and better. Like, How did it fall? Had a clear arc. This needs a much clearer arc, and I didn't, I couldn't really follow through what they were trying to do or go for as it is.
0: But yeah, I, I uh, but still. Before I get to it, any thoughts on just the
1: performances or the direction? Just... Yeah, no, yeah, everybody was great. Like, I, I didn't have a problem with that. I enjoyed the musical numbers. It was just a vibes. And I think the movie was a, a style of a sub. It's a vibes movie. Much like How did it fall? Was like, How did it fall? I remember how did it fall? Had this weird sequence where it like dancers and things. It was that have that like
0: a saloon or something like that i think
1: yeah yeah and and i don't know why why, why clarence is so framed as being like a proto jesus before jesus do it so i don't know if it's i can follow why jesus is in relation to clarence because jesus is about to do the same thing clarence was supposed to do because he died the same way but he bring him back to life uh, yeah. yeah i can follow I, I, I don't know. where I can he's know. going yeah. yeah i can follow it to be honest to be honest I, I already myself confirmed but again because i don't know what to look for uh as a you know from biblical scholarship or anything like that it has some interpretation of biblical scholarship that maybe was doing that you know like the people who are this reference with respect to that is probably like a dan mcclellan or uh bartie or somebody like that, that is a, a, you know as far as i remember right in, in in just understanding this material but as it is i couldn't get into it and i couldn't really follow ultimately was the the, well the point um to be honest uh but it wasn't bad like i, I no point I, I think that good acting and, and everybody was bouncing off each other and I, at best i could say the message is that you don't have to be of divinity to be good i'm not sure it's it, unfortunately i can pull exactly what was the core conceit here yeah, i mean
0: uh, remind me i should mention one last thing though sorry sorry to cut today right um where i felt also when he showed a uh, Miss opportunity sorry um was faith because there's a moment where right. mary who's played by alfred Woodard of all people mentioned you know he has no faith right so i thought right. well, eventually
1: he will you know get the faith there or learn to have faith well that was a big part of it because i know he was pushing the whole faith versus knowledge idea yes yes concept uh, and and well he knew that god exists not that you just believe god exists and so on and so forth yeah and i i i i Dice, I, cause I saw some of that and dice what they're trying to pull from alright I suppose but yeah um, as I said I wish it was a little more focused it, it could have worked better I didn't hate it I was enjoying a lot of it I was enjoying the, the comedy was good it was bonks off each other but yeah it could have really come together um better than that and I, I was enjoying it for what it was uh, but yeah rating uh, somewhat a 10 I mean it would have been an honourable mention from, uh, uh, if it came out last year I saw it last year right. Um, but yeah that's about it okay okay
0: and last but not least, uh, let's talk about Mamali One Love. Um, this is probably going to be one of the most discussed films, hopefully, um, for the next you know few weeks or so. Um, Ricardo, you didn't get a chance to see it because you were busy. No, That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, but I saw it yesterday, so I'm just going off of what I just saw, right? So. Bob Marley, you know, the man the met the legend, words can't even begin to describe how influential he is as an artist, right? And as a Caribbean artist as well, too, right? Um, You know, his music has impacted the world, right? Full sub, that's it, right? Uh, But I can't genuinely say that I am knowledgeable in all things Bob Marley, right? I just know the albums, I've I've heard them years ago, so I'm not, like, familiar with them, you know, in terms of, like, tracks like track run and all that kind of stuff like you know like from beginning to end i can't tell you oh well this is track one or this is tracked or whatever i can't tell you that right but i know the hits um you know we you know we spoke about it before with uh with the first trailer with our reaction did yeah we grew up on legend um still to me that is the best compilation album i say ever made in my opinion right because yeah all the songs were, were bangers in my opinion right but as far as who he was and you know like this is life there. Um, I know little about his life, right? Which sucks, right? But, I mean, it's not like I had to learn about his life and career, and school or whatnot, right? It's just something I never really bothered to seek out, right? But in preparation for this, I found a book. Let me just pull up the name here quickly. Yeah, it's a book from um, Roger Stephens by the name of So Many Things to Say, right? Uh, Roger, from what I well, what I remember here right now, um, actually documented uh, the rise, you know, just basically the career of Mali throughout his life, right? And has continued to compile a lot of, like, information and music and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, he knows a lot when it comes to him, right? And, yeah, he, puts out, he put out a book um, way back in, like, the late 2010s. I actually, like, got the audiobook for it so I was the, uh, in preparation for this, right? And okay. what that book does so well is that it's not, like, Giving you you know this play-by-play rundown of his life and career, right? It it's it zeroes in on certain moments, like certain moments in the career of Boban and the Wheelers, right? And it involves interviews, so like interviews that he did over the past dec few decades, right? And they will address certain topics, and they will say. Okay, yes, this happened this way, or somebody else will come and say, no, that didn't happen that way, right? So it's relying on the interviews to carry the stories along, right? So they are telling the stories, right? And why why I chose this book out of the other books that I could have chosen, right, about, Ma, uh, about Mali, is that when it comes to his life, right, you know, um, you know, there will be all this, there will be like basic knowledge that, you know, people will, everywhere will say is true, right? But then there'll be other people who come and say, actually, no, that didn't play out like that. You know, know, this happened in this concert or this happened here, all that kind of stuff, right? And that really adds to the complexity of Bob Marley, right? Because, yes, we know about the music. We know the songs. We know the hooks. We know the lyrics, right? But when it comes to the man himself, right, I know that there's a lot about him that we don't know. And, yeah, I, I see myself, you know, seeking out more information about his life because, yeah, um, it's a really fascinating life that this man lived, right? And, you know, well, all the goods and, you know, the good the bad, the ups and downs, all that kind of stuff, right? And I like that, you know, nobody will say that, you know, he was this righteous, pure, you know, upstanding citizen, you know, there there was some, you, you know, the man had flaws, right? You know, he's a human being at the end of the day, right? Um... But it's about the messages that he that he delivered through his music right and how timeless they are and how it you know spread through the, how those songs you know impact the world that's really what matters right so when you hear Bob Marley won love right when you hear oh you know Hollywood finally gonna pull the trigger and do a musical biopic about this man right after like umpteen years since you know he passed away right yeah you, you, of, of course the expectation is gonna be really high for this one right even if you're like I don't know, I know. But still, deep down inside, you want to see it, right? Because of how big of a deal M- Mali is, right? You know, we saw the trailer and we reacted to it, um, you know, and, you know, one of the big concerns we had was, oh, the casting of Kingsley Benedict right. and Shana Lynch to play Bob and Rita Mali, right? Two British actors playing that, right? But I said, you know what? When the movie comes out, we'll see, right? But I know a lot of people go in and say, Boy, why they couldn't cast some Jamaican people to do this, boy? Right. You know what I mean? Because i cast Warney Malis. That's that's why the big comments. Cast one Malis, like cast one Malis. Uh, but to be fair, to be fair, um, if I'm not mistaken, Ziggy and St- and, and Stephen worked behind the scenes, right? They they really helped in the production of this film, so that's great, right? And they also are characters, so they actually played as little kids in the show here, right? So what's about? Um, it is set in 1976, right? So this is already the same time when they was having this political conflict in Jamaica uh, at that time, right? So the GLP versus the PNP, right? And because they had, you know, um, uh, gang ties, right? Well, both groups had gang ties. Yeah, there was, it was like a literal civil war, right? It was literal, like, gunfire and all that kind of stuff, right? So Bum himself, right, wants to perform this concert to promote peace, right? But while he's preparing for the concert, um, you know, these two gunmen roll, hit, uh, run into his estate, and yeah, they start a shoot of the place. Uh, Rita is hit, um, and Bob is hit as well too, but thankfully Bob survives. But uh, Rita survives as well too, but she is hot, hospitalized, right? So because of all that, Bob is like, you know what, I, I need to get away from all this heat. I need to, right. you know, clear my mind, right? I need to, I need to refocus now, right? So he and his the family they, and, and his band, they go over to London and they, they start working on a new album called Exodus, right? Um, they want to bring a new sound, a new style and whatnot, but they want, they want the messages to ring true, right? And they actually do the album and it's a, su- it's a commercial success, right? And they take, it yeah. across, right. Um, they take it across Europe and they do the tours and all that kind of stuff and then he returns and, you know, you see what happens there, right? But in between all that kind of stuff, uh, it also explores, like, uh, his come-up, into the music world um and the relationship relationship sorry between him and um Rita as well is explored as well and yeah it's just basically just seeing the man behind the myth, right and that's where it is right so get any good out of the way get any surprising out of the way have no fear folks kingsley benadir did his job he did his damn no, job nice. on this on this movie should, nice he do the assignment the task is play Bomali, and he did it there were moments swear to god where Kingsley was lost in that role I did not see Kingsley I did not see that guy from from Secret Invasion but then again I right. forgot half of Secret Invasion anyway so yeah you know, you're,
1: you're <laughs> see uh, Bobby here you remember from Bobby I,
0: I didn't even see you know dude from from Bobby I didn't see him right so Bob Marley right To be fair, it is Kingsley playing Bob Marley, right? But he plays it, he plays him, sorry, so well, right? I'm not going to say it's an Oscar-worthy performance, though, but it is up there, though. It is shockingly, shockingly good, right? Um... Lashana Lynch is is equally great as well as as Rita, right? Um she she kneels the performance well though. Some will say that, yeah, she she kinda outshine Kings And I have to agree with, you know, those 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 um opinions. Cause yeah, um yeah, yeah there are moments where yeah, she kinda show, like, yeah, in this game look I assume that she like act longer than than him, you know, acting wise, I don't know. But yeah, she kinda shows she act in range in this one. She was great. She even had moments to sing as well, right? Speaking of singing, um, and this was a concern of mine as far as, you know, when um Kingsley had to sing. There are moments where Kingsley does sing, and I thought that he 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 does a solid job, right, kneeling the the vocal inflections that 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 Bob had. He nails it, right? I swear that there are moments where they segue from the from the recording into Kingsley's voice. I, I won't be surprised if that's what they do, right? Because they will have the song playing um uh, non-di- um, non- non-diegetically, right, in the background, right? Oh, sorry, diegetically, sorry, in the background, right? And then you will segue into his voice performing it, right? I thought that they did that very well. I I, I would be surprised if they do that, but I-, I-, I am going off the impression that the, you know, when when it's time for Kingsy to sing, it's him, and when you, he- when- when you hear these songs in the background, that's Bob, right? So they do that very well, right? And the choice of songs... Fit the uh, fit the, the the scenes very well, right? You know, um, it's a greatest hits. Yes, you know, it's not legend, but you know, it's a greatest hits, right? What I wish we could have gotten though was more songs from Exodus, but they decided, you know "What we're gonna do? The greatest hits things." So I was like, all right, all right, all they're doing the, the greatest hits. That's fine. You know, we love the songs, right? Um, and again, where they framed in the film, it works, right? Uh, I thought that the direction was 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 handled very well. I thought it was decent, right? It's actually from um the direction is well the director, sorry, is Ronaldo uh Marcus Green. Uh last film he did was uh King Richard, right? You know, with Stad, you know, keep my wife's name out here, F&B. Will. Okay. Yeah, right. it's it's right. him. You, you do that, right? right. And uh, I, I thought that directing yes it was solid right like in terms of just the way how Jamaica is portrayed how it looks yeah it looks very sumptuous you know very very well um filmed and yeah even the color correction
1: would perfect right kind of, um the last person who, who do something in Jamaica was um I call him I had a little film I remember he did
0: oh um Yadi yeah. yes which I yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it was that. But but even, yeah, then, even that was was it was paired with scenes in, in um in England, I remember that, right? Right. Uh, and even yeah. with this film here, you see scenes in well, well, um they they go to London, they go to Paris, so right. you see you see a different, you know, perspective, right? Um also the music was done, well the the background score was done by Chris Bowers. I was like, hey, Chris Bowers, I would, you know, King Richard again, color purple, all right, all right, cool. And I thought that he did a great job with the the background score and whatnot, right? Um, and lastly um, there are some great visuals in this right there's this one it's it's symbolic um, and metaphorical too but I, I love it right which you see to the trailer I wasn't sure what it was about but it's such a it was such a striking scene right it involves this kid well it's Bob as a kid running into the middle of this um this this field and it's basically like this circle of fire and he's in the middle and then you see this guy on horseback right at first you're not sure of what they try to say with it. Um, they give a hint of what it could be about, right? But when the payoff at the very end, though, I was like, alright, I love this. This is this is genuinely heartfelt. I love that, right? And um, I should mention too, just quick positives, right? Also, um, the representations of Rastafari, uh, uh, Rastafari culture. I, I really dug that, right? I make a joke sure. about it. I would say, there better be weed in this movie. And yes, there's weed in this film, but, you know, it's, it's mostly... Spliff stuff, right? Spliffs, right? right? Which is fine. It's like, yeah, no problem with that. But yeah, um, a majority of times when you do see Bob and when you do see rasters, yeah, they are smoking that weed. And I was like, all right, I could, I could live with this. I could live with this. This is fine. I love this, right? Um, and last uh, praise I'll give this to is the dialogue i love that it is very authentic to the jamaican uh vernacular right you know the the patwa and all that kind of stuff right um, correct i would so love to, to to see this digitally or see come out on home media and see the the, the subtitles for this you know what i mean right. you can't pull that bullshit of saying oh speaking in part no 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 yeah yeah when i don't see yeah. a fee when they say Kaya, when they say all those words, they have to print that, or they have to show that big and bold. And I'm a subtitles guy, yeah, so I will be keeping my eye out. I will make sure that those subtitles are authentic to what these characters are saying, right? But it's not done in such a way, the dialogue is do, it's not done in such a way that people who not versed in Jamaican patois won't understand what's going on. They will get the gist of what's being said, right? But in terms of just the 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 um, yeah, just the dialogue, it works. Even right down to Kingsley, I thought that he, the man nearly, the, the Jamaican accent, he kneel it, Lashana nailed it, they, they were great, right so that's that so that's as far as it goes with positives, right right, oh and I should mention one more positive, right, one more positive right, I actually do like where the film is set up, where it's framed, right I like the right. decision that, okay, we're not gonna cover every aspect of Mali's life, We you know, we yeah. can do the typical biopic thing and start from the very beginning, but no we're starting at a crucial moment in his career. Yeah. We'll right. See how his character grows there, but we're also gonna tie back to the to his come up and his beginnings and all that kind of stuff.
1: You're right. I you like know, then is he Guinea a, Guinea pepper? You yeah, know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's a very smart call. I know a lot of people will go in expecting it to start from the very beginning.
1: They, they can nah, they expect that. Enough. That. that oh, like, where, I thought, I the thought a, typical, a, a I thought I the typical it. thing is. Huh. No, I, I thought, I thought the typical thing you would do is like, oh well, you you, you do the the poor Mother Day where you flashback to the childhood thing, maybe sometimes. But you know, well, I what well, I understand, it did like a kind of political dimension to it, that yeah. that you know hot heat hot time in his life kind of aspect. Okay, okay. Exactly right. But yeah, but but touching
0: on flashbacks, no, I know now to get to the to the not so good, right? To the negatives that I have with this, because yes, I have some negatives. Um, boy, uh, so, so the description I gave this, right? So, the, the little post I did on Facebook is that, um, this, this feels more like a sampler than an album, right? Now, what I mean with that right. is that, samplers, like album samplers, right? So, basically, to promote the, the album, they will give it like about five songs or whatnot, right? And they, they dope songs, right? They dope songs, right? But it's supposed to be, you know, a, a teaser, like a teaser for what to expect, right? And while I'm watching this, right, while I am impressed by what it is they're doing, right, um, visually, directing wise, even writing wise, no, too. Ah, there's so much they could have done more with this thread. So the moment going into this, right, prior to me going into this, the moment I saw the runtime for this was 104 minutes, I was like, yeah, flag, red flag right there. This yeah, too short, yeah, too short by. Um, yeah wow so much that they could they they, they should have added to it right even with the framing of it being at at the latter you know half of his career they could have still had so much moments and i'll explain what i mean right so there are flashbacks to this movie right there are flashbacks using this film there are flashbacks um to his come up right to his childhood and whatnot right um and there's gonna be some minor spoilers in this section folks so forgive me if you don't want to hear spoilers well i guess you know scroll to the end or whatever right because this is the final review i don't care right so there are moments right so this is me going off of what i read from the book so far i haven't even read the whole thing right so the book kind of mentions like the the business aspect of where like where they were coming up as the wheelers right the music side of things right They know it's the business side you know it's not just making songs but they to sell records right not just in jamaica but abroad right and there's a moment where they were talking about exodus right like the album and how they're gonna release it too and they cut back now like they just decided out of the blue to cut back to uh, a moment in in, in um, mali's early life where he well where they, they actually perform one of their greatest songs as the wheelers simmer down right and he mentioned that in the book as well too right but it felt like it just kind of came out of nowhere, right? where he right. mentioned that right but that in itself could have been a great moment to talk about the the money side of things uh, because yeah uh what i learned from the book that it wasn't easy with the that, their, their career um, trajectory wasn't wasn't easy at all, right? Um, there was like a lot of shakinery going on with with, with uh, producers and labels and all that kind of stuff there. So I felt like that could have
1: been the perfect moment to explore that, that you could compare. You're right. Oh, I don't understand why the... Yeah, well, um, it's called so it like by this. the... In Jamaica, it, have, it has the 27 families. I forget what it's called. It. But it's about a, a, a small handful of families who like, have owned everything and they're really connected to music. it's the whole thing. Right, right, right. Uh, I think
0: one yeah. of them um oh gosh, is this um Chinese family? Uh I know they own a, a um oh gosh, um, Kong I think it is. I, I can't remember right. the, the surname, but I know one of them like have a big label and you know was put out records all that kind of stuff, right? But yeah, point is right, like if you want to bring in the the flashbacks or what that, right? Let's say it's spent too much time on them. But really go really like compare the two, like compare them a lot stronger. I felt that's that's what he feel could have done, right? And throughout this film, right, they are. T- they, they try to, to touch on certain things. They try to hint at certain things, but they just do it in glimpses, even right down to that simmer down sequence, which is great. But that even yeah. feels like, all right, but they could expand this more, right? Um, and the flashbacks... I understand why they're there. They kind of have to fill up the story a little bit more because it can't just be about Mali in in Europe doing this thing, right? They had to show stuff about each other and that kind of stuff, right? But even there, there's moments that, that are, are blatantly left out, Right. And you're just there like, but this, like, and you know it's there. You know it's left out, right? Even if you don't know anything, it still has this disjointed feeling. You still feel like, wow, like, you could expand this more. Or I feel like there's something that 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 that's missing. And I know a lot of people, especially those who, who don't know anything about Mali's life and career, will feel that same way, right? And it's the way how the film is edited and put together. You could tell that there are stuff that, that is missing, right? There's um, a moment that feels downright, like, it, it feels downright choppy, right? As a montage. And boy, talk about misleading the audience, right? So there is a right. moment, I'm not gonna spoil what it is, but it's one of the big moments in the first trailer that when you see it, you're like, oh, they're gonna touch on this? because this is a big moment, a big aspect behind the scenes of Bob's career, right? Bob's life, right? And literally it's like the same shot that they show, and it runs for the same duration of time. Wow. Right, as they watch yeah. this, like, all this serious? And here's, the, here's, here's, the, here's, the, here's the shit about it, right? Here's the shit about it, right? The show expects <coughs> you, the viewer, to know what the scene is about. And right. And know what the yeah. context is, even though I see this thing for like five seconds. They expect you to know what this is about. I like, no, because you explain nothing to me. Sure. You give my an argument scene, that's, that's the last poll I'll give about that. They give an argument scene between Bob and Rita, and in the process, they bring it up, but that's not enough. And there's yeah. even in that argument where they mention Peter Tosh and, and Bunny Wheeler. They're looking around, Are they, where, 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 where Tosh? Where, where Bunny? I've right. not, not seen them. But they had already left the band, or, or at least they they, they were in the band at that point in time. And they're like, but you could have you showed that. You could have shown that. Don't, don't just tell me they're there. Or talk, um, don't just mention them in speech, and then expect everybody to be like, "Oh, I understand what that means. I know what they talk about." You're right? No, like show it though because it's about is about the story, right? So I don't know if there's like a director's cut for this. I highly, highly don't. Right, but I if can imagine that. Like, right, a director's cut somewhere, right? Now here's here's the real Just thing about this, right? I would not be surprised if these moments that were cut out. Have to do with the people who are behind the scenes with us, and this
1: right, well. the usual, yeah, usual biopic stuff. stuff, yeah,
0: exactly. But still, even if you don't want to air out your dirty laundry, why include it in the trailer for and it's in a very dramatic moment in the first trailer? Like, when you see it there, like, oh wow, wow, because it built into this great climax, now, yeah, you just see it in the movie, just take five seconds, like, it just sort of goes there, like. All right. Well, if you don't want to show it, then why bring it up in the first place, right? And even if you don't want to bring up the dirty laundry, right, you still could have given them more of the the come up story of of how Bob Marley and the Wheelers became to be. And here's the two aspects where they where they really dropped the ball, where they really could expand on. One. Um, how their music was able to um how 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 yeah how their music was able to 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 to. to um, to to translate to uh, to to different audiences around the world. How how come these songs, right, whether it's Simmer Down or I Shot the Sheriff and whatnot, right. why are these songs so impactful? Why are these songs so impactful? It's not just the music, it's not just the the vocals or the or the lyrics. It's something else. the vibe about it. It's something deeper about it. And I felt like this show could have expanded on that, right? There there's one song that they kind of do that but the whole idea is that oh, he was working on this song all of his life like it's a dramatic moment but still like that's not enough though because it's a powerful song I'm not going to say what it is right it's a powerful song right but even still it's like alright but this is where I'm going to get get to the second part now Um, the impact of their music in their home country because yes while I understand the framing of the show with you know he did the concert and then he, he always got assassinated so he flies out and then, you know, now he's carried across his music uh, uh, you know, across Europe. What about Jamaica? Why why do Jamaica why did Jamaica why did Jamaica praise Bomaldi's music? Why did they praise him so much? It had to do with, you know, the context, you know, the well the subtext, sorry, behind the songs, right? And the show could have touched on it. Don't just play the songs, but kind of give us moments where it's like, all right. This is why this song was so important at this stage right. in Jamaican history. That's why these songs uh, resonate today. That's what you know, like that. The so, try example like the you know uh, still to this day the best example of of how to do a proper music biopic. It's not even perfect. Straight out of Compton. You understand right. why they do the song. But but, but, but even company. that. You understand you are, why they do fuck the police. You get the context right. right there. And even when you do the performance, you know the performance scene, you understand why why people was like shook by it. But you understand why NWA and why, you know, Elliot was rocking with them because of that song. Because they made a statement. The, this show does does nothing. It just trust that you know the song and you like the song and you know the lyrics and the sound good and whatnot, but there's no subtext. You don't understand. Why you know like why these songs resonate today? This could have been a great opportunity to do that, right? And lastly, lastly, before I get to read it, right? Um, and unfortunately, I have to say this about the man himself, about the central figure himself, Bamali. You get glimpses of complexity. You get glimpses of who the man really was and his beliefs and all that kind of stuff. But it feels so surface level. Um, whether it's his be- whether it's his um, Rastafari belief, right? Um, whether it's his, you know, um, view, his worldview, and, you know, just peace and love and all that kind of stuff, right? Right. Um, it just sort of scratches the surface. You don't really understand. All right, so to be fair, yes, they, they do show his introduction into the um, into the Rastafari uh, feet, right I understand that, that, that was cool that was nice right but him incorporated that into the music him deciding that okay I'm not just going to do cover songs of classics um, R&B and soul songs for the 60s that was what the Wheelers were doing I'm actually going to incorporate my beliefs into this song right and I'm going to do it in such a way that it becomes universal. So it's not just about Rastafari, right? it's about the world. I want the world to understand why we believe what we believe. I'll throw an example. They had a, uh, like one of the early moments, they have um, stand up for your rights, right? Classic right. song, right? And that also touches into their their belief, right? Into their religion, right? They could explore like why they would make that song in the first place. though what they do, they just have them, you know, just have Bob and his his band mem- uh, members just running through trench town in the early morning while the song is playing. And then they, they go by this waterfall and they, you know, they enjoy themselves or whatnot, right? I mean, but like still they could explain in terms of Jamaican history and and music why that song matters, why people praise that song so much, right? so overall there's just so much missed opportunities here and you know you could say well you know maybe it had to do with what the Mali family wanted to do but at the end of the day what the show could have been it could have just been not just showing you the man in this position in his life I mean that's fine that's typical biopic shit right but really get into the roots of why his music stands out so much and not just say well, you're supposed to know that because you heard this song, you heard that song, you're you heard right. this song, in, in, you know, at some point in time in life. No, really going deep. Um, it could have done it with the political stuff because, yeah, the political stuff kind of came in early and then afterwards just sort of threw it away. You get one news report when he's in London and that's pretty much it. And then, well, he mentioned it in the end, but that's it, right? Um, and, and I'm not even going to spoil how it ends, but the end... Like the end itself, before we get to like the the um the the, the, the final like the um clues and words and all that kind of stuff, is kind of disappointing, you know, because they all right. they, like it's all building up to this moment, and they just say, you know what? We're not even gonna show it. Let's cut the black, boom, and play a song and tell you what happened, and that's it. The end. And you're supposed to go online and look up a perfor- the performance and see how it plays out. Nah, man, it's a Hollywood film right. show, is it? The like, look, slight spoiler. Friggin' Bohemian Rhapsody show the Live 8 concert, which the show was leading right. up to. You're telling me, right? I- I'll give it out. I'll give it out. The One Love concert, right? Where the title of this movie came from, you're telling me you could even show me the One Love concert? Like, in right. the film, they show me excerpts of what the real Mali performed it? man. Like, come now, man. John. Really? Right. No, really? no nah, man. You know what I mean? So, the- So overall, that's well, be- just-, just last words uh, before I get to read it um there was so much missed opportunities in terms of showing the man the myth the music and in particular why he still matters why he is one of the most iconic musical figures of all time why exodus is voted by time as the greatest album of all time you know what i mean stuff like that they could have gone so in-depth Thread, and and in particular and i can imagine a lot of Jamaicans feel the same way why jamaicans resonated with his music so much why do they still resonate with his music so much why how 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 is this music able to inspire them especially in the setting of this jamaican civil war why does this music continue to drive them to to think positively they could have expanded on that Do they just say you know what bob jump on a plane he do our album, he went to Europe, and yeah, the Europeans get, they understand that, that's cool, but what about the Jamaicans, bro, you know what I mean, that's, you know, it's about them, you know what I mean, no, no fact, right. right, so, I can tell you why the cover a lot of ground, but again, I love where it's set, right, but even in the setting, even if you want to say, we don't want to show you everything, because then we'll have a four-hour movie, no, they can still do much more, so in other words, we could have gotten a half hour more of material and they could expand on more of the themes and the, the subject matter and stuff that they were exploring, even right down to Bob and Rita's relationship, right? Because, yeah, they skip a lot of stuff, right? I don't even know every single detail about their relationship, but they, they they skip out a lot of stuff. And you're telling me an argument scene supposed to sum it up for me? Nah, man. And I'm uh, sorry to say, just lastly, uh, even Lashana Lynch even felt shortchanged though because, yeah, she was barely in the film. which she's there, right. it makes herself stand up, but it's like... Not enough though So she just felt like a background character And boy Do you even talk about the background characters though Because yeah Even though I was looking up for Peter Tosh and Bonnie Wheeler Everybody else was there And they do their thing And they say the lines and whatnot But I can't I, I, And whew, I feel like I, I feel like, uh, like uh, I'm wrapping up here like, But I feel like, uh, like, I'm, like I'm a broken record here Right Even they themselves Are just background characters They're just there They see a line They do what they have to do But you don't even know who they are And again, the biggest, the cardinal sin that this movie does is it assumes that you have to know who these people are. You have to know the name of this guy. You have to know the, 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 uh, the bass player and the drummer. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. At least you could tell me the names, but no, me, you're supposed to know. I don't know who the manager is, I don't know. Oh, sorry, his manager, uh, this um, this British guy, I don't know. You could at least tell me his name. Don't experiment to wait till the credits and be like, oh, that's his name, and that's the actor. No, man, tell us the story. Don't assume that we're supposed to know the story and just hear the songs and see Mali on screen and be like, oh, yeah, I like this. Now, nah, man, give us more, man. So even if you know little or know a lot about Mali... Um, is still not enough though and that's unfortunate, right? So rate wise for me by decent strong to a half out of five. See it if you want to. Um Okay. I didn't walk out to this movie, find it to be a total waste. To be fair. Right. It was either this or Madam Webb, right?
1: Well, yeah, okay. Well, this
0: I mean. <laughs> or Madam Webb.
1: Think about yeah, this. I mean, this or madam Webb, right? No, <laughs> so, I heard, I heard, like, they, they, they was, they, this had some legs, but I heard, that's, like, well, anecdotal, one of my friends, he was, I'll uh, say, you oh, know, they dropped this from a certain, some, some theatres. This isn't, in, like, in, Ireland or anything. Uh, they dropped this, they dropped Madam Webb from theatres and replaced it with this. And this make money. So it's like, yeah, popular, yeah. you
0: know. No, well, well, to okay. be fair, people will go and see this, 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 this has... Uh, 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 this has box office joy, though. People will see right. it, right? If, whether it's to see if Kingsley could, could play the role properly or not, which he did, or if right. it's says, oh my God, we're finally getting a Bob Marley biopic, right? And that's, that's the vibe that a lot of people will go into this with. We're finally getting a Bob Marley biopic. But between right. you and me, you can really see, you can really tell why it took so long for Hollywood to do this, right? Because there's so much to say right there's so much story you could tell right and even with the framing of it at this period in his life they could have done so much more with it though it just feels so scant it doesn't even scratch it is it it doesn't even go deep into why he is still revered as one of the greatest uh, musicians of all time um or or why he is the the icon when it comes to to rastafari or, or marijuana or stuff like that it doesn't even go that deep though and i'm not sure if it's just were over, like the, the filmmakers were overwhelmed. I don't know, or they, they felt there was just too much subject um content to work with. Or, right, if it's just stuff behind the scenes, nah, I don't want you to show this, I don't want you to, to air, air out with dirty laundry. Sorry, but again, don't tell me that we're going to see this person and you only see she for five, right? She, right? And you only, you only see she for five friggin' seconds, man. Come on, and expect the audience to be like, oh, I know who she is. No, right. don't do us that, man. Come on, right? So I don't know. I I suspect that there's some directors cut somewhere, boy. Uh, Right. Part of it, just like, I don't think there is. I think that this is the film they want to do. They want to keep it safe and sanitized, and this is it. And they kind of expect the audience to go home and... I don't know, buy a book or go on Wikipedia and read up everything else about him. But nah man, they could have us, even if that was the intention, they could have still give us more out of the story. Because yeah, ultimately, Bob just comes off as a figurehead, not, well, not less. But we wanted to see who he really was though, but... Uh, it, it really didn't do it for me, unfortunately. But I, I, mean, I admire the effort, though, and I'm glad that this movie exists, and hopefully people will check it out and make their own opinion on it, and hopefully, you know, for younger viewers, you know, seek out his music, and, like, not just listen to these songs, but the albums, right? Really listen to them, right? But, again, it's a Bob. Mali biopicture a lot of people especially jamaicans were waiting for this to come out though i i can't even begin to imagine how they feel you know seeing this film like it's not it's i i I don't think they'll be insulted when they see it but yeah i imagine a majority of them i actually know a few of them yeah will be very very disappointed by it but still if you're curious go see it but if you don't think it's worth the risk like a certain movie Madam <clears throat> Um yeah, right. come on digitally and, you know, watch your show and make your own opinion of it, right? Right, it's no just mine, so, you know, I'm not saying don't go and see it, but I would say if you really want to see it theatrically or if you plan to see it at all, yeah, just go in with your expectations very, 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 very low. That's that's right, all right, I'm no problem. I'll, I'll give it, I'll, I'll make the effort to see it this week, but yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on it on, 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 sure, on no problem. I have yeah. a on a you might you might rip it apart way more, but trust me, there there's good in it. There's really right. good in it. Don't get me wrong, there's good in it, right? So don't 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 go in with a with a with a with a ballot of co- cocktail, going to threat and describe But the show like don't do that, right? <laughs> you know? So yeah. Uh but still again, if you wanna see it, see it. But if you wanna wait until it come out online, yeah, yeah, wait on wait until it come out online. Yeah. Alright, so with all that being said, Ricardo, where can people find you online?
1: Ah, uh, Bora, Armedi, or Blue Sky. Mostly on Blue Sky. Blue Sky is pretty open now. Uh, for one of on So yeah, you can find me on Blue Sky. I'm kind of active there. Uh, then you can type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook. You can find me there as well.
0: Alright, ever so often, I just go on X and TikTok, but usually I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The, the two of which you'll find X's from today's episode, along with uh, other episodes of bsb 2 Retrospect Reviews, hip-hop sub 10 and also you know there's a link to my fiverr gigs as well you know so check that out if you're looking for music and music video reviews right so a uh, stuff to look forward to uh avatar the last airbender excited for this right can't wait for yeah. that um the iron claw came out digitally i'm going to be checking that out this week okay i believe we're supposed to be getting the zone of interest this week look it for that okay um i don't watch the show but i think it wrapping up you could tell me if i'm wrong Quantum Leap season two supposed to wrap it up, so you could.
1: Um, I did not follow it at all. The season So all
0: right. But do you plan on <laughs> watching season two, or you, or you? Good? Uh, make it, I might. I might make the effort. Yeah, okay. All right, okay. Um, Dune part two, which I am excited. As all hell. Sure. Uh people making a big deal that Anya Taylor Joy is like, oh my god, Anya Taylor Joy in this too. Like, yeah, I like Anya Taylor Joy. But all right, I could. That's not a big surprise to me. But people are calling this thing a masterpiece So You know what that means? I'm asked for that shit. I am I am really yeah. excited for that, right? Um uh, also excited to see True Detective Night Country. Night Country, yeah. yes. Uh really excited for that. Um Kung Fu Panda 2, 4. Sorry, oops, Kung Fu Panda 4. 4. 4. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. I can, can I fuck with those movies. I, I fucks with those movies, right? Especially yeah. two. I fuck with two, right? uh um, two,
1: yeah. Two is a great two is probably my favorite, yeah.
0: Yeah, same here too. And, you know, just lastly, you know, of course, we have the 96th Annual Academy Award. So, you know, you can look out for our uh, review of that, right? And, yeah, you know, big things going to happen, right? So, I'm going to try to to see a few more uh, Oscar nominees and, you know, we'll talk about them on this show here. And, yeah, that's pretty much about it. So, what's good, guys? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever you're listening to this, this was Machi Bailey and Ricardo Medina. Uh, we are signing off for another episode of BBB Radio. So until you next one, take care. Stay for the doubt. Peace.